Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis, and featuring the Seven Deuce Deuce, Adam and Tickknap. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It is Monday, April 24th, 601 Pacific, and we are live from Las Vegas. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. Thanks for listening. It's good to be back. We were off last weekend. It was glorious. But we're back. What a race in Salt Lake City. Tons of things to talk about. Eli Tomac just said, yep, check me out, bitches, because that was a ride that many of us will never, ever forget. It was an amazing ride by the number three, Monster Energy Kawasaki Eli Tomac. Talk about that. We'll talk about Monster Energy Pro Circuit's Justin Hill clinching and much more on the show. Get it on iTunes. Get it on the Stitcher app. Get it on the Pulp MX app. Get it on uh, any kind of podcatcher if you have a Droid platform. Listen, we have an update for the app. If you if your app says prepping gates, we've got an update on that. We fixed that. So go to the App Store and download it. If your app still doesn't work, we're working on some updates, other updates to make it work. But in the meantime, you people can listen on any podcast app. Everyone has a podcast app on their phone. It's free. And you just type in Pulp MX Show and you download it that way. So don't tell me about how you can't listen because of the app. You can listen. It's free. Download it on Wi-Fi. Any podcatcher, people. We appreciate it. We apologize for the app issues. But you can still listen to all the shows. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. We are giving away a Fly Racing F2 carbon fiber helmet with MIPS. Tonight, to a lucky caller on the show, we will also have a word of the day inserted into our commercials. So please listen to the commercials. And uh, if you hear the magic word, send an email to contest. What, what is this email? Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Send an email into that. Random winner will uh, we'll get something from us from one of our sponsors. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX. Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering, and Honda World of Downey all on board with us tonight. Got a great show lined up. Davey Millsaps will be on. That's right, the Duke. He will be on to talk about his Salt Lake City and how that went and more. Weston Pike will be on. JGR Suzuki Zone, Weston Pike. It's been a while since he's been on. He's been injured, of course, and we will uh, talk to him about what's going on in his recovery and how his hand injury and everything else. Malcolm Stewart will be on. Yeah, Mookie. Last time we had him on, he was a great interview, great guy to talk to, and we will have Malcolm on to talk about Salt Lake City, what's going on with him and Justin Barsha. And his factory rear brake pedal he has on his bike. And much more. <laughs> We're also going to do the BTOsports.com Tweet at Travis segment. So if you tweet at Pulp MX Show for a question for tonight's show or for our co-hosts, we will get to that uh, right away. And uh, X-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs, Race Tech emails, 
NFAB, uh, NFAB JGR check-in. We also have the Truck Hero question of the day. Gear Alloy cold call will be coming up. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to having you people listen. Thank you. We're back. Lots to talk about. First up, in studio, my co-host for the night, a couple of legends in the privateer ranks. They're on privateer island fighting every day to get off. They're not like a rich, spoiled bastard like Alex Ray. They are true privateers. And we welcome them in. The sev- First up, the seven deuce deuce. Adam Antignap. What's up, bro? Yo, what up, bro? It's been a while. Dude, it's been way too long. Fresh off a main event in Salt Lake City. You already know. Fresh off the main event. Hey, Mark's dog. Mark's dog. Hey. Do you know who had the fastest time in the 450 LCQ from this past weekend? Um. (laughs) Seven (laughs) distance. The fastest man in the LCQ. (laughs) Right there. Right there, everybody. Believe it. Also in studio, he doesn't get as much play as Adam, <laughs> but he's a cooler guy. He, he's way laid back. He's funnier. He's better looking. He's everything Adam Entignap isn't. <laughs> the seven deuce trace. Tyler Entignap. What's up, man? What's up, Steve? Glad to be in the Lions Den in here in Las Vegas. Do you get tired of everyone coming up to him, rapping, <laughs> talking about Subway? You're like, hey, bro, what about me? Uh, All the time. But <laughs> but it's funny because like fifty percent of the time I play it off as him, and then yeah, I get people, tagged. People think you're him. Yeah, all the time I get tagged in posts and just be like, yeah, I met Adam at Knapp today, and it's a picture of me. Yeah, so you're awesome. Yeah, it's all good. Um, you haven't made a main event, but come close. You come have close come a close a few times, like San Diego, um, and then another one I got fifth in. Yeah, it's been it's been a good season, but excited. Going for it. New York, Las Vegas. Two left. Two left. And Adam, you've made six? 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 What's up? About to be number seven. Dude, you are going to lose the 722 if you keep this up. Bro. You're yeah. going to lose it. Bro. I'm different than you, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you are because I don't race 450 Supercross, so you're quite no, different. Well, hey, you believe- never know. The, you know the um, rule might change on that. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Rules just change in the middle of the season, no, so hey. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Stamp it. What? Believe the hype. 72. No, you're not going to have enough points to get 72. Believe the hype. I'm not believing it. Hey, believe the hype. You're not getting it. Yep. Nope. Also, 72. in the corner, as I mentioned earlier, he's the producer of the show. He holds things down. He's the one who put the update up for the app out that fixed the prepping gates. He's also the one that kind of broke the app. But anyways, <laughs> we present to you Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? For once, that wasn't me. <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> Not really sure. Maybe, but it's what fixed now. What the fuck now. are you doing? I think the I think the gates <laughs> the gates are uh, sufficiently prepped. Prepped. <laughs> yeah, kind of like concrete now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good to go. Uh, mm. All right, welcome back to the studio. Hope Thank you enjoyed you. your week off. Yes, I did. Yes. Thank you. Last Monday, you were like thinking, "Where should I be? What should I, what should happen?" So. I really don't know what to do on Monday nights. Uh, thanks to RacerX Online for letting us put this up on Facebook Live. Streaming as we speak. We'll probably do two, three hours of the show. Steve Edwards is here, former mechanic on the circuit. We'll get talk to him later. Um, we've got a funny story where we both got fired by Larry Brooks. <laughs> and uh, Ryan, the uh, designer of the app, came in maybe a month ago or so. He's in back and hanging out in the studio as well. So thanks to, thanks to them for coming in. Thanks to you people. Thanks to Pookie for the big ziti. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Pookie's before, been amazing. Before. Dude. I had Pookie Snacks and Big ZD, and right yeah. now I'm and just you're, and you're I'm good? happy. 
I'm happy. I'm a happy person. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get started. Millsaps, Pike, Mookie on the show. Going to be exciting. Looking forward to talking to all those guys. We also have a little quiz <laughs> on you two, brothers, and we want to find out how well you knew each other. I'm really excited. So we'll get to that later. There was some confusion on the question. <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, they were tough. Let me tell you. Yeah. Suffice to say, Menza will not be calling for either one of you. <laughs> Menza is not going to be like, hey, is the Internet Brothers there? Because we got some openings. <laughs> All right. Hey, so I want to talk to both of you about your races and everything else. Salt Lake City. First up, though, Tyler, no, you, Adam, you thought the track was one of the best ones? Dude, for sure. Hands why? down. Why? Tell me why. I'm I saying, thought it was basic. No, I'm I saying. Mean, were tough, but. I'm saying the best track of the year. Um, and why I'm saying that is just because I rode good. So, <laughs> honestly, though. I really did think that it was a good track. One, um, Don't I was a little, me. I was a little bit bummed on how much they watered it, but wow, it in got practice, so good. Practice? Yeah, yeah, before yeah, practice, yeah. but wow, it got so good. You know, like they did that in Phoenix because that dirt dries out so yeah. much, but it worked perfectly in Utah. Um, and another thing, it's not so much the dirt that was good. I thought that the track was a perfect mixture of challenging and raceable at the same time. And I think you've seen a lot of that. Um, you know, in the main event with Eli and Dungey, how they could actually, you know, Eli could make a move, have a separation where he could be faster in a spot. And then, you know, at the same time, they could race side by side and put some moves on each other and actually, actually race. You know, there was a tight element kind of after the start straight mm-hmm. um, where you made the right and the left. And then there were some nice open rhythm sections. I will say this, the, the turn onto the start straight and then the right, the next right. During track walk, I'm like, this is ridiculous and stupid. Why'd they do this? Yeah. But then in the show, guys could sneak. You could triple and then mm-hmm. cut in underneath yeah. a guy it was, and, and, and kind of get in there. A little. Yeah, so, like, yeah, that's was nice. some options. And yeah. yeah right. and, and that was the best part. And I think that's what made the difference was there was options. You yeah. know, and even it was crazy because I was like, when I was walking track walk, there was that section like you were just talking about. I'm like double inside but really actually if you went double outside double up over and single on the straightaway it was actually still pretty close so there was another option there no there was options on that whole side of the track for sure and and you know there was that there was separators like um after the start rhythm section you made a left and guys were tripling out of the corner and then some guys were jump bouncing so that was a separator right there that kind of yeah neither one of you pulled the trigger on the triple in (laughs) nope didn't pull the trigger it looked like they fixed it for the night show it but did. Point, I really. But at that point, are either one of you like, hey, I haven't jumped this all day? Yeah. It depends. I think when when I pull the trigger on stuff like that, it if easy, I'm looked easy for me, it did. It did. It looked easy. Um, if I'm box. in that semi yeah. spot and it's like, okay, the guy in front of me's hitting it, and I know I have to pick up some speed, yeah. I'm gonna risk it and right. I'm gonna go for the biscuit. It's so where you like, okay, you look at Tomac or Josh Grant and Dunge, and you're like, well, yeah, yeah, that's those it. guys, right? But if but if uh, pipes wasn't there but if pipes airs it out in front of you you're like i got this pipes ain't doing it yeah but like okay okay if vince freeze <laughs> or schmidt or a ray what's well, the line freeze to, did it oh i didn't see him do it yeah though. he did it in the what's, semi what's the line to where you're like i got that schmidt mm, yeah. yeah usually usually Schmidt's like schmidt, the leader of the animals on the kind of kind of i would say schmidt or a ray lately a ray on like, that Yamaha. top 10 like 250 dudes Okay. But Hill, so if A Ray does something, you're like, please, I got that. <laughs> no, maybe not please, but it's if A Ray does it, you're like, gotta do it. Yeah. Period. Yeah, no right, joke. Right. There's yeah. the line right there. A Ray was not scared though. No. He's yeah. not scared. No. no, not on that Yamaha. But yeah, Yamaha dog. Yeah, <laughs> if but if A Ray does it, it's kind of one of those things. Maybe not. I'm 
I'm not trying to say that I can do anything that A-Ray can do. No, but, but I, I, you got to get it guys, done. Yeah. You yeah. got to get it done. Um, so, Seven Deuce Deuce, you were in the main event. You got yep. lapped by Eli Tomac a couple of times. Yep. How fast was he going? <laughs> Dude. How I was fast like, was he going? I was like, where did he pass you? Um, how many which times? time? Anytime. Like, where, where, um, where was it? Balls out. <sighs> Dude, honestly, Dude, in the, anywhere. In the, hey, in the first turn, he wasn't far from you. No, oh. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that right now. Okay, so so I'm at the starting line. I'm getting hyped up. I'm right next to David Millsaps, and I'm like, hell yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, shit, 17th. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm gonna Jesus get, really, yeah. really whack. Uh-huh, yeah. Jesus really <laughs> And I'm, I'm going for it, and I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to get a good start right now. I'm going to put the work in. There's we're gonna get a, shit going we're on gonna, with those guys. We're going to get the best finish of the year. I take off on the start. You know, I'm like 17th, 18th, and I'm like, dude, Tomac. Why are you right in front of me, bro? Yeah, like literally one spot, and I'm like, and I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, Dungey's out front, and Tomac's right here. Dungey did what he needed to do. He said a guy jumped him, jumped next to him, and then he went, and then he as he pulled back, get dropped. There you go. Yeah. Well, anyways, so Tomac's right in front of me. Dungey gets a whole shot, and I'm like, holy crap! Dungey got the whole shot. He's gonna win tonight, and the points chase is gonna be crazy sick. And then sure enough, I'm like halfway through the race, and I'm coming around, and they're giving me blue flags, and I'm like, oh shit! Okay, here comes Dungey, and then Dungey passed me, and then Tomac's like. Right by me, and I'm like, "How in the hell did Tomac get all the way up here already?" And then the next time I come around, all I hear is just screaming. Like I can't even like I don't I can't hear my dirt bike anymore. I don't know if it's blowing up or what it's doing. All I hear is the crowd. Oh, the crowd! The crowd so loud, and I'm like, "Well, Tomac's probably winning." And sure enough, come around and he's got like a 30 second gap. I'm like, "Geez, yeah, yeah." Salt Lake was insane. I've never seen that before. Like. When Tomac was coming around the track, the fans were literally following him with screams yeah, yeah, as he was, yeah. like, passing people. It was now, crazy. okay, so Tomac was flying in the whoops, right? Yeah. And they were tough. I mean, you raced the LCQ, Tyler, and yeah. you, you, you raced the main. The first one was like a curb, it looked like. <laughs> yeah. Dunge was pretty much breaking and then popping up. Yeah, jumping through him. And you're like, Dude. look, you're Ryan Dungey. You're like, you know that's slow. You know that's slow. Tomac yeah. picking up his front wheel. Getting over that first curb, kind of planing across. You know, but the other thing about it is... Um, Why can't Dungey pick up his front wheel? Right because there? because it was the line he selected. Do you think that's um, a little bit more influence on Mar- Marvin Musquin's, like technique? Because that's like his go-to is yes, jump through right, whoops. Like, right. If you don't have to jump him, or I mean, if you don't yeah, have to Yeah, but Dungey knows jumping is slower. Sometimes. It's actually not that much not slower always, if you can but, rhythm yeah. them. Yeah. But straight up, when you can skip, you you know what I mean? Skipping's faster. Yeah. But the other thing, you know, that a lot of people didn't see is because the camera angle was always, like, looking at the front of Dungey's plate when he's going through the whoops. Uh-huh. Um, they're on the right side. It had huge ruts in the whoops. And then the left side where Tomac was, it was just like a yeah, but, perfect whoop skim line. Yeah, but and Dungey sees, didn't find he it. He sees that? No, he yeah. didn't because it was all the way to the left. Like, it was to the left side no, of the But he was jumping kind of middle to the left. He said in the press conference, Dungey said in the press conference he tried every line and tried all He didn't the, try every line because he was not on the left. And and that's Adam how calls, I, Adam, Adam calls you? Adam was, was, that's what Adam that, says. Straight Adam up. was riding because, the track. Because I know that Dungey is one. One of the best supercross racers in the whole world. And if he would have found that line, he would have been better. That's exactly where I made the pass on Ronnie. That's how I made the main. That's how I was making up time. Like, if you just, you know, he needed somebody to say, look at Eli in the whoops right They here. have video cameras in practice in the heat. I know. You would think, though, that, I mean, I yeah. don't know why you would Wasn't do that. Wasn't somebody go, hey, done. <laughs> 
It's like, his choice. You know what I mean? I would yeah. say he probably heard that back in the pits and then just decided. We don't touch the mics with our hands like that. Dude, don't. We just touch Whoa, the, bro. We touch the arm if Whoa. we want to do that. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, bro. I've seen everybody Everybody over here just ungrab the mic. Full on grabbing the mic. Like, yeah. Okay. Squeegee. Right. Um, okay, so, I mean, an amazing ride. A phenomenal yeah. ride. Phenomenal. Like you said. Very James Stewart like, right? Like yes. Stu in like Toronto fourteen. Like, oh yeah, wow. J- JT said Stu in like Indianapolis oh six or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, mean, I didn't even I didn't even get to watch the race, and I knew how fast it was going just by the way he <laughs> went by me. Like, dude, when you, it's crazy because you get like you're getting lapped, and you know who's passing you by how hard they're on the throttle. Like, Tomac's yeah. bike is, like, literally, like, rah, 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 rah. you're like, it's a monster coming after you. <laughs> and then, you know, you hear, like, 10th, 11th place, and you hear them, like, they're, like, it's like, it's, like, literally, like, the boogie monster's coming to get you. It seriously the is. The clown from It. It seriously uh-huh. is. Yeah. And it's, it's, what they do is they hit the throttle so hard when they have, like, at yeah. the very beginning of the throttle delivery, they're, like, pinned all the time. How does okay? So Tomax three up, Tyler. How does Dungey? How does and I know how mental this sport is yeah. with you two, especially. And how does it? How does he get this back? How does he? How does he stop this? I, I, I mean, he doesn't, right? Like it's been, it's nine wins to two now. Yeah, it's crazy. I think honestly, Dungey can't change much right now because we only have two weeks left. Yeah, he just has to go with good starts. And putting in solid lap speeds, and then can't whatever get any happens, happens, right? right? Yeah. Like, like Tomac needs to cartwheel. <laughs> I mean, well, this is Supercross we're talking about. I mean, he could get hung up in the first corner. It doesn't matter. He was right. He's right in front of your yeah, brother. But, but look at what happened to Zach Osborne in Detroit. He, you know, got banged up. I don't think that matters with Tomac. Yeah, it, it matters if <laughs> if your disc gets bent, right? Yeah, I mean no, I know. something. Yeah. I mean, even Marvin Musquin hit Tomac on the first lap. I mean, if that Dude, broke, that Tomac's... was a little aggressive for Marv. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, okay with it, but yeah, a totally. little out of character for Marv. Yeah, yeah, that could have broke something on Tomac's bike, and it would have been a whole different story. Yeah. But okay, so. but so what you're saying, Tyler, is Dungey has to hope for a broken bike. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, I'm because go straight that up, far, but... straight up, no, Tomac's no, gonna beat him. Yeah, I mean, if you if it was a two man race. And Dungey and Tomac had nobody on the track, and it was perfect scenario. Tomac's winning all day, every day. So the whoops this right weekend, now. this weekend will be soft, ruddy New York day race. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, it's I think, be... favors Tomac. Yeah. Because he's, so thro- he's so throttle happy. Yeah, yeah he's got traction. I don't, I don't think that favors Tomac. I think that favors Dungey a little bit more. Please explain. Because um, Colorado. Great radio. Every single time you see him on his track, bone dry. So yeah, or Salt Lake this weekend, dry, slide the rear wheel. That's his how, type of track. How was he finding traction? Because he pins it. I don't know. <laughs> he holds the throttle wide but open. But theoretically, if you pin it, <laughs> yeah. it's not. You know, no, that's okay. that's what I'm saying. He just pins it so hard that the tire just hooks up. Cow is doing a great he's, job. Well, he's got magic tires and um, magic suspension. There we go, folks. He has analyzed it, Marks. <laughs> Tomac has magic tires and magic suspension, folks. This is why mark we, my words. This is why we bring in these analysts to, to get deep <laughs> into the sport. I'm telling you, mark my words, dude. I've never seen anybody hit the gas that hard tweet, tweet, and go that hey, fast forward. Marks, tweet that out. The seven deuce deuces analysis of Eli Tomac. At Salt Lake City. Like you um, don't understand, dude. When I'm going by, like when he passes me, I'm like. 
I don't know what to do, dude. I'm like, what you are you, you sound doing, like a POW. Dude? You sound like a, like a, like a survivor. Like, yeah, just like, like when you go, when Tomac passes you, you just are happy to be still alive. And you, and you look down to see if your graphics have been like, blown off your bike. <laughs> like, is my front number plate, my fender still? Oh. Okay, we're good. Yeah. I keep going. I, I didn't get eaten this time yeah. by the monster. Right, right. Oh, um, man. It was a ride, man. It was stewish. It was an amazing ride. I yeah. tweeted out uh, at first lap. I'm like, I said, I thought he could get third. I said, the gap will be five points. I think he can get third. And I'm like, huh. And then I'm like, it's going to be very hard to make up yeah. time because it's Seattle. He's tripling in that rhythm that no one else is do. He's tripling onto that table. There's where he's making up time. Yeah. I'm looking at Salt Lake and going, where's he going to make time up? Yeah. I know the whoops, but. There was only, that was only a short part of the track. I was looking at segment times, and there was a segment on the segment map where he had a fastest segment that was over a second and a half faster than everybody. Was that the whoop segment? I don't know. Was I'm it not segment sure. segment one? Or? It was. I have no it idea. was segment two. It segment was. two. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you literally one segment. And the segment, this is what was sick about it. The segment was eight seconds. <laughs> um, and he was a second and a half faster. Than every... How is Malcolm Stewart saying he's reporting Pulp MX on Twitter, Instagram for a four minute delay? Oh, okay. Cool. I said it's not even nine. It's not even six thirty. I said six thirty. Yeah, that's all good. But Just, he's he's saying it's not. Okay, four minute delay. Seven zero two five eight six seventy five seven. Please give us a call <laughs> if you want to get magic tires <laughs> like Eli Tomac. <laughs> try the Michelin Star Cross Five. <laughs> Four okay. versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand, completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall, and a more pliable bead for easier mounting. In Michelin introducing the new off-road performance tire, Michelin Star Cross 5. Uh, it's a brand new tire from those guys. Uh, two, 21 different sizes for off-road motocross vintage bikes. Uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com for more information. Michelin Star Cross 5 can be purchased wherever Michelin tires are sold. So maybe those are the magic ones. Yeah, maybe they are. Uh, coming up for uh, Malcolm Stewart here shortly uh, on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Let's get to Dale. Dale, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How's it going, guys? Good. What's up? First off, well, what's up, Seven Deuce Deuce and Seven Deuce Deuce? How you guys doing? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, coming in off the ad, uh, Michelin, I've been running those tires. They're awesome. Oh, this cool. This weekend, I was at uh, the Mammoth Qualifier, and on the line, I actually got, had a guy on the left and the right that both had sets of Michelin Starcraft guys, and that's all we talked about. Oh, no, awesome. Now, did they so, did they hear it about the Pulp MX show? Did you ever get that far into it or no? Yes, of course we did. Mm. You know so, what? Uh, honestly, yeah. no. Uh, we've had a couple people that said they've had a couple issues with chunking of the knobs, and, and Randy at Michelin's been working with them to find out if they have the wrong tire for the wrong application. But 98% of the tweets and emails I get say that tire is phenomenal. So Yeah, I run I run the medium, no problems, and uh, I was changing a little premature just for racing, and I've been keeping them to throw them back on the track. So Sick. I've had no issues with them. They're good. They're All awesome. right, what, what's up, man? What's, what else is going on? Um, so here's my question. I'm sure it's kind of a Ryan Dungey Tomac thing, but it can relate many different ways. What is it like when you're out front, you're kind of checked out from second place, and you start getting the random messages of you're really not going fast enough? And you're attacking your competitions in 10th, 11th place. You know, how does that affect you when you're out there racing mentally? 
honestly, it makes you really, really tired really quickly. <laughs> Seriously, though, like when you know you're putting in the fastest laps you can absolutely put in and somebody's still catching you, you are like, you know, you're starting to tense up a little bit. All you can really focus on is breathe. You need to put in the most consistent laps you can um, and, and just try to be smooth. And I think one of the best things that Dungey did this weekend is yes, he did get second, but he also didn't throw away the championship. You know, I there's a point where if maybe that was Tomac and Dungey was catching him, you know, I feel like Tomac would have pushed it to that edge to where, you know, no matter what, I'm not going to let Dungey beat me, and he could have went down and thrown it away. But Dungey is one of the smartest racers we've ever seen in Supercross, and uh, he held it together. Yeah, he didn't win, but... Um, He's still in the running for the championship, and like these boys just said, anything can happen at any moment. You don't know if there's going to be a mechanical, you know, a crash with a tough block. You don't know what's going to happen. So I think one of the big things that Dungey has to look at is he's still in the championship, and he has another two weeks to fight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome, Dale. Uh, did you, did oh, you guys watch the broadcast yet? I've, I have, yeah. We have it on right now here in the studio, too. Dude, have you realized how much rev limiter Tomac's on? He is rev limiter off the face um, all the way through. It is crazy. Yeah, our sound is down, but Entenab just went through that. It, <laughs> it sounds like a monster is coming to get you. Yeah. It sounds dude, like, it, you know, it, yeah. Yeah, it gives you chills. It, it, dude, you think it gives you chills on TV, bro? You should have them pass you. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, no, Dale, can you stay on the line? We'll, we'll go hook you up with some Michelin socks and stuff, cool stuff. So stay on the line. Yeah, oh, man. what? And uh, thanks for, for using sure. it, and we appreciate it. And stay on the line. Uh, Marks will get your information. Cool, man. Thank you. All right. No problem. We hook it up hey, on the Can you get uh, uh, Dale's information um, from the thing and get him the, th- get him the thing? All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dale. Say hi to Chip for Give us. Thing, thing. Uh, hey, Vortex Racing, I went there on Friday before Salt Lake. That's where they're based out of Salt Lake City. Uh, met Matt and uh, and Jake, the guys down there. They love the, the fact that uh, you guys have been supporting uh, the company through the show. VortexRacing.com. Uh, Email Jake at Vortex Racing for uh, all your needs for sprockets, gear, uh, gears, gearing um, choices, bars as well. Babbitt's Kawasaki uses Chad Reed, Cooper Webb use Vortex Sprockets. Seven Deuce Deuce uses Vortex Sprockets. Seven Deuce Deuce uses Vortex Sprockets. Both of these jerkies use W wheels as well. That's great. Yep. And uh, might see some exciting things for Vortex in 2018. We're working on like a collab. Oh. Just wait. All right. So Vortex Racing is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. He is uh, from the Ride 365 Suzuki guys. He is Malcolm Stewart. What's up, Malcolm? How are you? What's up? What's up? What's up? I did say nine fifteen. Your time six fifteen. My time. So it is my bad. I'm sorry. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it, I'm not sure if it's Canada time. It's a little bit. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. No. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. So hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, first up. What is going on with you and Justin Barsha these days? This has been about a three-week oh, thing man. going on. That's, that's a, so that's how we start the first quarter off, bro. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're going in deep early. I want to ask you about the, the race, but I know that has something to do with your race. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, you know, we, we all had, we had a little just a little um, – a little get off and the practice and stuff like that. And it wasn't a big, big of a deal. And the main event, we just, you know, just kind of <laughs> once again, you know, beating heads a little bit, beating heads a little bit. And, you know, it, 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 
not very like smart on both of our points. And you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, we went back and we were talking at the pits, and then you know, we kind of just let it go after that. You know, I, I, to be honest with you, man, I, I have nothing against that that dude. He's actually he's came to my house plenty of times and actually wrote. You know, so. I mean, as far as like off the track, he's a he's a cool dude. We travel Europe to you know Europe mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that. So I mean, you got you know obviously you know you got to got to be cool with the guy. And 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 I'm I mean I have no nothing against him or anything, but you know something sometimes you know we all make mistakes and you know in that, in that race mode you know you put the helmet on you want to battle you know so yeah yeah I just think I just think it was just the wrong place wrong time and. That, you know, I just leave it there. You know, I'm never going to hold a grudge on, right. you know, on something okay. like that. Um, well, that's good. That's good because, yeah, we're, we're, I'm just interested. So it kind of affected your main event a little bit, huh? You got caught up into that? No, I mean, it, it, actually, I fell on my own, to be honest with you. I, just, <laughs> I decided I want to loop my motorcycle out <laughs> two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, hey, uh, St. Louis, you had a really nice finish, a nice ride. You were fast in Seattle. Uh, no, yeah, St. Louis, you fell late in the race. Seattle was going well until you fell. This week, again, uh, you know, a crash. You've been riding better lately. Uh, do you, would you agree with that? Have you been a little happier the last little while? Yeah, I've actually been happy with the way I've been riding. Just my, I just, I don't know. I'm not sure if the black cat comes around with five minutes to go or what <laughs> happened, but yeah, like I, I'm not sure if I just need to put it on cruise control. Maybe let like the one or two riders like pass me so I can finish the race, you know, on two wheels or what I need to do because that. My strategy is not working lately. It's definitely not. <laughs> hey, Malcolm, what's up? It's Seven Deuce Deuce. What up, brother? Not much. Um, we were talking a little bit about the track this weekend in Salt Lake. I said it was uh, it was probably one of the best tracks of the year. What did you think? Um, me personally, I go back to Phoenix. Phoenix is still the best track, uh, hands down. Um, yeah. but I mean, far as I'm, far as actual, it didn't break down as bad. So I think because maybe because it was. It was hard, and maybe they're working, you know, with the lime and stuff like that. I think that kind of made it, you know, definitely came in more prepared. Um, but it, it's it's been better. But I mean, it's it's just kind of it's hard to. I guess I would say it's just it's so hard because the the tracks and stuff mm-hmm. with twenty minutes and how it's just breaking down so fast. Dude. I mean, we're going. I mean, dude, we're we're going fast, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the bikes are only getting better. The dirt's just getting worse. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. No, that's something I want to ask you, but that's funny you bring that up because I want to ask Millsaps is coming on later, and him and I have talked about it, and I want to ask you as well, Mookie. Like this time main event thing, like, okay, granted, it's your first year in 450 class, so you didn't have 20 laps, but you certainly understand what 20 laps are all about. Are, is this time main events, are these working, or how do we feel about these things uh, with two rounds left to go? Well, technically, if it was only twenty laps, I would get I would have got fifth at St. Louis. <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned, I think I should go back to twenty laps. <laughs> that kind of sums up that answer, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's it, it, um, twenty minutes. It's actually 
it, it's not as bad. I just think that, you know, we're kind of running over a little bit, 20 laps, and then, you know, we're doing, you know, 26 laps, 25 or mm-hmm. 20, 27 laps. 27. It's a lot, yeah. and uh, it's, uh, I just don't think the track can handle it. You know, you think about it, you do your math, like that's, that's over 100 more riders actually on the track, if you really yeah. think about it. Mm-hmm. 22 riders, you know, and it's. I don't think it's enough time for for those guys to, to fix fix it from light class to, you know, to begin, you know, in the 450, I just don't think it's enough time. So, um, I mean, that's what my personal opinion. I mean, if they can work out a, a way to maybe, even if you did 20 minutes so the track can hold up a lot longer, yep. I, I would say that'd be okay. Right. So, right. Yeah, no, I think that's a really, really good point because I, I didn't think of it as a hundred more guys on the track. And, and when you get to the end of those main events, I mean, even, I'm not even going near as fast as you guys are yet, but it's like the track is breaking down. It's getting harder and harder to ride. It's more dangerous. We're more tired. I mean, obviously, right now it's benefiting Eli Tomac, but it seems to be the only guy it's benefiting. Yeah. But, I mean, if it is it is right now it's about the championship, and Eli Tomac's doing what he needs to do to get those 20-minute motos right. But at the end of the day, you know, you want more riders on the track. You know, you want um, all your star guys in the races, and you, and you want them to be there. And I think, you know, maybe saving a little bit more time at the end of the, at the, end of the moto and keeping us safer and, and not relying on dirt works to keep it up as much um, might be yeah. a better choice. But Yeah, it's, uh, I've been told the most expensive thing is the dirt, so they need to buy more of it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I think they can find some. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, to be honest, I think they changed a lot. They they, they tried to change a lot. They focus on um, – they're trying to focus on more of the bad areas, like mm-hmm. a good ideas, like trying to get a good eye in practice to see what, you know, what breaks down first. So maybe whenever the main events, you know, between main events or heat races, they can kind of stick those, like prioritize for things first. Um I mean, as far as that, but, you know, there's only so much time, man, and, and it, it's hard. But yeah. to be honest, man, I think I think next year, that you know, they got they kind of got an idea of what happened this year, mm-hmm. and I think you know, they definitely will for sure it would be a lot better next year. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what route they're going right. to go if it's 20 minutes, 20 laps, or yeah. uh, I'm hearing rumors it might be a Monster Cup style. I'm not sure, but <laughs> yep. whatever it is, I, I guarantee you that they, they definitely are going to make it more safer so all the riders are more safer and, you know, we're having more of a fun time. Yeah, yeah. I, props to the Feld guys. I, I've always, I'm, I'm good for change. Change is good. We need to try things out. And props to the Feld guys. From what I hear, Mookie, they admitted hey, we didn't know the tracks would get this beat. We didn't know we needed more time for maintenance. We didn't know, and sorry, guys, you know? So, like, I don't know. It's just good to see. You know, hey, you never know. They tried yeah. it. They admit that, you know. Yeah, it's it's nice to see somebody's taking, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of trial and error thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so. exactly. And, 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 and to be honest, I was actually really, you know, really proud of, like, for those guys to step up, like a, like a track like last weekend, not last weekend, but uh, Seattle. Yep. You know, bumping it down to 17 minutes. So, I mean, could you imagine – Three more minutes on that track. I mean, it, it would have been really. terrible. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that you know they they thought about it and they stepped up and was like, you know, we're just going to bring it down to you know to try to make it more safer mm-hmm. and it, it benefited. I think it benefited everybody. To be honest, I mean, right. I didn't. I mean, trust me, I didn't want to be out there for no more three more more, more than three minutes. I'm sure. I'm sure the only person I wanted to be out there three minutes more was Eli. But other than that, I think that was. I'm pretty. I was all right. I was. I was content with 17 minutes. <laughs> I can, think, uh, honestly, everybody was. Can yeah. you uh, can you believe how fast Tomac went at Salt Lake City, Mookie? We were just talking about that. 
Sweet Jesus. It was like yeah. uh, it was like James at some races. We really said that. That's what it reminded us of. Just amazing ride. Yeah, yeah. He, he, the, the kid's on fire, man. Uh, he's he's on another level, and I mean, he, I mean, the championship's right there. It's just a matter of, uh, I mean, he came from a long ways back. It, it's been a battle between both of them, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I'm I'm always like. You know, I'm sitting on the line. I'm like, man, who's going to win? <laughs> you know, I'm, like, oh, yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm not even in the race. You know, I'm just like, who's going to get it? Like, so I'm like, I'm like the guy that's like, I almost feel like you, Steve. I, I should just start doing a fantasy thing to start picking people. But, but uh, <laughs> no, but it's it, it's the guys on fire, man. And yep. uh, you know, when you when you feel good, you're riding good. Everything, you know, everything turns out. You know, and. Uh, I know exactly what Eli's going through, so it's, yeah. uh, it's a good feeling, I could say. For sure. Malcolm, um, we asked Tyler this question a little bit earlier in the show, but what do you think, what do you think Dungey has to do and, and mentally has to do to, to win this championship right now? What do you do if you're in Ryan Dungey's position and you just got dominated by Eli Tomac? Where, where do you even go? You know, Ryan's the type of rider. He's uh, he's pretty, he's pretty mentally strong. That's the first time I've seen him a little shook up. Uh, you know, I just think, I think it all like from he just hasn't really had the best luck uh, for for a little while. Just kind of bad starts or people crashing in front of him and things like that. It's all racing and stuff. And uh, you know, Eli, he had one pretty one. He didn't start the race out in the beginning that well. And then he started kind of clicking it off. Uh, well, he won his first race in Phoenix, and then he. He had a bad race in Dallas, and then, you know, ever since then, he started really, like, clicking mm-hmm. off, getting good starts. And I think Ryan's just been kind of having a little bit of bad luck, you know, just fighting through the traffic and uh, just things like that. So I think kind of, like, mentally kind of started kind of getting shaken up. And mm-hmm. this, this was his first weekend that he actually had a clean, you know, yeah. clean start. And then I just think, you know, he just wasn't really riding that good. And, you know, for Eli to come back and then, you know, win it like that is, uh, it's definitely kind of takes, takes the, the wind out of you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. from here on out, man, I just, I think he just needs to put his head down. And, and you know what? Maybe, maybe the Ryan that I know will actually come back out, you know, like the one, you know, he started out the season racing Kenny like that, that yep. aggression, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe like the pressure's off of him or he's like, man, I have to do it now. So he doesn't feel like, you know, each and every weekend, he, he's just watching points go away. Yeah. You know? So maybe, maybe now that like, he's like, all right, it's not in my hands anymore. The only thing I got to do is just go out there and race yeah. and then get it back. Um, uh, I- it, it, it might work in a benefit, you know? Somebody told me you found another drone on your property. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> There's drones everywhere, man. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I tried to look the serial number up to try to find the guy. I couldn't look. I couldn't. They wouldn't give me the number. Who name it was? So oh, Mookie. It. It's mine now. Mookie is so on the hunt for right drones. Now. Hey, oh, anybody fly the drone? It's getting shot down. <laughs> What? That's Sir, amazing. Hey, how? I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm gonna hire a sniper, and he's just gonna start sniping them down left and right. I don't. How? I mean, honestly, you're, you're a jackass if you fly a drone over like yeah. a ride, like over a riding area. You're Come hoping, on, guys. You're hoping to see Come James is what you're doing, yeah. um, and get a photo or whatever. You're a jackass. Jackass. 
You are. Well, well, what got me was the was the was some of the people who who flew a plane over the house that got the picture of my dog. Forget about anything else. It's just the fact they're like, oh, that's Malcolm's dog. Let's take a picture of it. That poor dog. That dog never asked to be photographed. Yeah, that, no, that poor dog just living the worst life ever. I know. Oh, I, I, uh, oh. I saw that's awesome that you got a drone, though. Yeah, keep it keep it up, people. You'll be losing your drones over at yeah. Stewart Compound. Um, oh, I know. Hey, what, um, what's, your, what's your summer plans, Mook? What do, you, do you have any races lined up? Do you have anything planned? I know, obviously, you'll be fishing a ton, but do you have anything going on? No, no. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, my calendar's pretty open that uh no, I I don't think I'm gonna continue to do the like continue to go outdoors. Not not on my budget, but right. you know, I'm always open to filling some rides and stuff like that. So yep. Uh, oh, okay. So that's definitely yep. a goal for sure. So okay. So yeah, if someone comes hunting for a fill-in ride, uh, you're lucky. You're happy. You're okay to jump to another brand or or do whatever you need to do. I mean, you got to think about it. I had to jump to another brand two weeks before Anaheim, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, okay, so, yeah, that's good to know. Um, hey, what about when the Seven Deuce Deuce and the Seven, Seven Deuce Trace came to your compound? They talked about it like it was a highlight of their life. Thanks for letting these two guys All ride right. there. No, it was, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Definitely, uh, you know, Adam, he's, he's on another level, dude. I, I love him, though. He's on another level, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! You, uh, I oh, want, man. you did win the Lit Kit Award uh, about a month ago. Three, yeah, three weeks he ago did win so. the Lit Kit, but his—I mean, his kit was lit, so it's undeniable. Oh, I think the kit's always lit. It uh, is. You do. A, you do a good you know, job. Funny? As soon as I got it, we took a picture of it. As soon as you left, my mechanic came up and. And took it from me and put it in his toolbox. Oh, that's awesome! That's all right. You know, I said I give the first one to you. You know, you put the graphics on. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you put you the, get out of the work. I was like, yeah. The only thing I did is just put the pants on. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sweet oh, job shit. wiring the grips on, bro. Here's yeah. the award for you. <laughs> um, Thanks for the grip, too. Yeah. Um, so what about New York this weekend? Are you looking forward to a day race? Does it matter to you? Do you like it? Do you do you, do you hate it? I love day races. You I do? love them. I okay. Why? Yeah, you know, it, you know, I feel like it makes the day go faster. You know, um, it, it's, it doesn't really necessarily get drug out um, too long. And and on top of that too, you get to go to bed. You know, we've been traveling for so. You know, this is my first time in the 450 class. So I've I've never traveled this much in my life. You know, so <laughs> I was looking forward to eat there, you know, that first weekend off. I was like, man, I'm doing a lot of races here. So, <laughs> not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, man. It's, but, you know, it, it was a, it's cool to do a day, race, a day race because it's different, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't really ever get to, you know, get to have that unless you do outdoors. And um, I think it's good because you get to go bed early. You wake up and you fly home, or, or sometimes you can even catch a flight out, you know, yeah. that night. And you can be home early. So you're not really – it doesn't – I guess I'd say it doesn't really drag your week out, you know. Sure. Yeah, Sunday, yeah. you know, you get some flights and you're flying from East Coast to West Coast or, you know, however you want to do it, and you're losing hours. And, you know, you're trying to ride Monday and you're already tired. So I think, you know, those day races, you get to go to bed all, you know, get to go to bed early, get uh-huh. a early, nice early flight out. And, you know, it, it's nice. It just benefits – it benefits – I would say everybody more. And also, too, I think more for the fans, too, you know, you don't get 
the kids that the younger kids they're not falling asleep halfway through the main event. Yeah, you know? they no, can, that's true. You're right. So, and then you know that the grown adults they can go home, have a beer, um, and you know drive home. You know, yeah. they, uh, instead, of, instead of sitting in traffic at twelve <laughs> one o'clock at night. Hey, I mean the way I look at it benefits everybody. It's just a matter of it's going to be on TV or not. (laughs) To the uh, to speaking of traveling too, how bad do you want James to come back so you can fly private again? Oh, that must have been so nice. That must have been so sweet. I'm so over Southwest. (laughs) I love Southwest, but I mean middle seat. I'm. You know, middle seat, C, you know, I'm not, you know, it's hard to get on that A-list. You guys don't understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're like, James, come back. We need the jet again. We need the jet. <laughs> we need the jet. Uh, I flew private one time. I flew yeah. private one time in 2002, and I'll never forget it. It was the most glorious thing of my life. <laughs> Like, no security lines. You roll Just up. Amazing. You throw the bags in the plane. You don't buckle your seatbelt. You hang out. You put your feet up. It was Sick. amazing. It just was am- epic. You just felt you felt like a, a back. Yeah. Hey, 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 don't get me wrong. You do definitely feel like, even though you might be flying from Orlando to Atlanta or however, the flight may only be an hour, but it feels like you're going to like Dubai or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's so luxury. That's awesome. I know. It's 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 got to be so nice to do that. Um, hey, uh, Mookie, yeah, one of the- I think what's one nicer is not sitting in the middle seat, no matter how what plane it is. Just don't sit in the middle seat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JT said when he used to fly with Chad, Chad would be like, "Hey, what's your outback order?" And the pilot would have the outback. As you're wa- here's your outback dinner to go. Like seriously, what? yeah. Wow. Uh. I mean, to be honest, it's 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 so cool that it's it almost feels fake. You know, it's like <laughs> it's you know, so it's cool like that fake, it's fake. You know what I mean? Like, wait, let me wake up real quick. Yeah, and it's not like you being set up. You know? <laughs> One year later, you're on the A list, lined up for Southwest. You're like, f my life, <laughs> just screw everything. Private your life. <laughs> wait, oh you. Hey, you said A list. I'm talking about feet. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I fly, I check with Southwest. I set an alarm. Yeah. No, I don't. I just set an alarm to check in right away. That's my move. Oh, Oh. there you go. You probably forget. Um, hey, uh, yeah. one of the guys we're working with on our show, uh, Dan Truman at Get. Uh, you've got the launch control. You've got the Get system on your RMZ. How do you like it? I love it. I love it. I mean, honestly, when uh, Truman came out, because he lives in Florida, so yep. he came out one day and helped me set it up, and I use that thing all the time, actually. Um, yeah, it helps you? I, just, yeah. I mean, it, it, trust me, the system works. I just don't think my reaction is fast enough. I think that's what it is. <laughs> so, so I, Dan's no, don't worry, but hey, the, the, the system is working perfectly fine. It's just me, all right? I'm, I'm letting you know it's me right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, well, you were saying uh, on our show last time we had you on that the 7 Deuce Deuce was working you off the start. <laughs> so Yeah, he was. He made me look that, so I stopped doing start. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, shit. You know, you know you, you, did you know that you pulled me off the gate in a semi? I was so mad. Oh, no, I, was, I didn't uh, even I know that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I pulled it. I pulled a tear off going down the straightaway because of you. <laughs> <laughs> my B, my B. <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, hey, well, Malcolm, thank you for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, you've been riding well, but riding better lately. Just small shit happens, but you know, you, you, you're getting better. So that's good. And you're riding better. And, uh, and thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, boys. Uh, thanks for having me on. And, uh, I see, I see the distance this weekend. Yeah. Time, you know, hey, don't be, don't be too late. You know, if it's 915, it's 915. You I know. <laughs> no. I, I, I apologize. It won't happen again, sir. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. See right. ya. See right, ya. I'll talk to you later. Malcolm Stewart, everybody, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, email Jake at Vortex Racing, whether you want uh, sprockets or a handlebar or whatever, anything, tie-downs, uh, brake parts, they, they make a ton of them. And VortexRacing.com uh, brings you Malcolm Stewart on the show. Good interview. Good Great guy to talk interview. to. Yeah, he's, he's funny. That was awesome. That was so funny. I mean, I feel like he almost I, – I don't know – like, I don't know him that well or anything. I, he, he, I feel like if he wants to be the next guy or a step up from where he is – he t- he laughs at everything. He, I mean, he doesn't <laughs> like. Don't you feel like he needs to be a bit meaner? Uh, he's a know. good dude. He yeah, is. He's, he's a really good dude. He is. He's a good dude, and I and I think he's got the skills. No, and, he d- uh, oh, totally's got the skills. But he, don't, don't you think he's got to like want it a little more? Um, I think he wants it a lot. I mean, the heat races. I think. I think. I think where Malcolm's coming from is that he's seen all the pressures that's been put on his brother. Uh-huh. He's seen what his brother's been through, and he wants to have fun. And yeah. he wants to – I think he's really trying to get better, but I think he's he's trying to enjoy life and, and trying to enjoy, enjoy Supercross and enjoy the whole thing and uh, and be in racing, take it seriously, but have fun Dude, while he, doing and, it. Hey, and he has his brother's skills. He really – like, okay, yeah. maybe not – Bro, I wouldn't, even, of his brother's skills, I wouldn't even say – 99% of his brother's I think, skills. I think he's just as good as his brother if – he needs to keep putting the work in and progressing. I think it's, you, you I think he, he has the Stuart genes. When he gets yeah. busy, like in a heat race, and realizes, "Hey, I need that fourth, oh my or, gosh. Or, yeah. or gets a start, explosive. He gets it. You're like, you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Like, like, wow. a, uh, was it a two? He was ripping in that heat race. Yeah. Yeah. Just A2 so explosive, yeah. Yeah. It just you know, so much quickness and pop. Just it was, it was very Stuart. Yeah. Uh, Ratcliffe, you, what's going on, Ratcliffe? How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to bring up something you talked about in the uh, review podcast of the 450B main, the mm-hmm. possibility of that. I know yep. that you have the Antignab brothers in, and they might know a little bit about uh, winning some LCQs or getting into the main and uh, what it could do for the sport and, you know, how. It I, I mean, there. first of all, what a brilliant idea by me, right? All right, Ratcliffe? Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, thank you. Uh, no, what I. What I said today was, okay, so they're talking to Malcolm brought it up. They're talking about maybe doing just three main events, like all the qualifying is done during the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just three mains and maybe two 250 mains or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to need more races no matter what. Like, yeah. that's not going to be enough for people yeah. to, to get racing. Yeah. So my suggestion was, you know, Monster Cup that they do it. They have amateur all-stars and they, yeah, got, yeah. they got 125 race or whatever. So my suggestion was all the guys that didn't qualify, 450 B main in the night show, one main. Keep track of points, the whole deal. Pay it like an LCQ. You know, that's that's your LCQ money. Uh-huh. So if you don't make the 22, you're still in the night show. B main, short race. Here's your LCQ money. Keep track of the title for purposes of whatever. And that way, uh, smaller teams, uh, smaller uh, riders get exposure on a night show. I think, I think, honestly, so are you saying B main and 
you don't get to qualify for the main yeah, show? Yeah, no, no they, just like, for that night. They, they qualify, yeah, they qualify the 22. No, they? see, I think, I think you should have a B main that qualifies for the actual three regular mains. Okay, so you would take the top two well, they out of the main? Well, they do that They no, do the LCQ four. for the race for top the four. last four spots. Top four yeah, go but that's to the during main the day. Event. That's during the day. Oh. Yeah, but top I'm four. I'm talking the night show. Oh, the night show. Yeah. Top four go to the main the event. Main because, show. you know. You don't want to race four times if there's three mains. Absolutely, because I want to be in the main show. And well, the then hard, qualify in the, in the daytime. Yeah, but the hard thing about that is. Qualify is, in the daytime. Yeah, but that's that's the thing is I'm not a great qualifier. but You're out of your mind, dude. I'm a way better racer. Tony, Tony. Like Fuck you. Um, qualify the main. The, the, the last few weekends, the weekends that I make the main, I'll qualify 29, 31, 32. That's, and then, and then, I go, then I go to the races, and I'll run two seconds a lot faster. Well, you got to pick it up. I mean. Oh, that's the problem with you and you guys. Not you. You guys. Dungey was asked about that kind of in the press conference and uh-huh. said, why fix what's broken? You know, as far as the format change? Yeah. Because I think, cause Ryan... I'm sorry, was I talking? No, you're not. Oh. I think you're absolutely brilliant with the B-Main. I think we should change something. I think you're completely right about that. I think Supercross has to change. We need to have a new format. I like the we need chase to have idea. it. We need to have it freshened up. But I think you need at least one last shot for those guys okay, to Okay, well, whatever. Ratcliffe's just saying I'm brilliant, and that's all. That's it. Well, <laughs> uh, I think the main part about this B-Main is if you have somebody that went through you know, the original heat race, the semis, and then the LCQ, and then they still have to race the main, there's no way they're going to be at their peak performance for the main. So That's what I'm saying, bro. And yeah. Possibly injured. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So, anyways. Um, thanks for the call, man. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Have a good- uh, truck Hero question of the day. Truck Hero, premium supplier uh, vehicle accessories made in the USA. It outfit lights, trucks, and SUVs from Bumper to bumper, even including the Ranger. Ooh, Ranger. What do you drive, Tyler? I, he I, drives single my cab Ranger. No, I have my single cab Ranger. It's gold, yeah. extended bed, fits bikes in the back, perfect. He has a, uh, a, a extended Ex- cab. Yeah, Ranger. Uh huh. He, he drives with me all the time because his Ranger's transmission's I'm, jacked. I'm Addy's chauffeur pretty much when I'm home. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, back Industries Undercover NFAB Bedrock Husky Liners. Truck Hero is the name you can trust when it comes to your finest products for your truck, Jeep, or SUV. Uh, truck-hero.com. They're a proud sponsor of the Auto Trader JGR Suzuki guys. So here's the Truck Hero question of the day for both of you, jerkies. Um, so the championship is tied. Ryan Dungey's getting eaten by the monster coming up on him. Yeah, Dun- Tomac passed him twice. The first time he, he made screwed up in that left, and Dungey got him back. Yep. Went for the next lap, got him in the whoops, then made it stick. I was a bit surprised. Now, look, you can't change spots on a uh, leopard, so or stripes on a zebra. So <laughs> I understand Dungy's not the guy to do that, but we've seen him. Whether it's Weimer or a few other guys that Dungy has tuned up some dudes here and there. Yeah. Should the truck hero question of the day is should Dungy been a bit more aggressive with Tomac, like a little bit like hey. Boom. Just hit you. Like, not even knock him down, but I was, he kind of was like, eh, go ahead. Absolutely. Thank he you. needs, he needs to be way more aggressive with Tomac. I think if. So good, good question of the day. For my yeah. Name. I think if Tomac was a little bit slower, <laughs> this Salt Lake City round, Dungey should have totally just teed him up. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying 
break his tib fib well, in a yeah. corner. I'm not saying that. But he needs to give him a little, Bro, hey, I'm here a little, racing for the championship. Like, what if you tapped him? And a tap is fine. Tap, tap, tap. And we'll get to you and Schmidt later. <laughs> but a tap is fine. Yeah. And what if you tap him and he slides out? Like, okay, this show is awesome on Monday if that happens. Yeah. But and that's not necessarily like a dirty move. No. I think so. rubbing's racing for sure. Okay, Adam. I don't know. I don't know. That's wow. Hard. Thanks. Thanks for that. I think deep analysis. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> magic tires. Magic and tick nap analysis. Okay. Just no seven deuce deuce analysis. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you want to call it. Just let me talk, please. Okay. So we're back. We're we're Ryan Dungey. We're in the points championship with Eli Tomac. Do we T bone him? Or okay, do we do we no hit one's him? Saying do we T-bone. give him? Do we do we show rubbing, him some? Do we show him some KTM them. paint on the Kawasaki? Um, coming from Ryan Dungey, it's a steel frame, so it is paint. There you go. It is paint. There you go. So if you're Ryan Dungey, you're one of the most respected Supercross racers in the world. You're Eli Tomac. You're respectively racing for the championship, and I think that's where those two guys are. Um, you know, I think it's Bro. a hard question. Again, don't T-bone them. Don't break a tip fib. You're racing for the Supercross Championship, and you have two rounds left. Show them what's up. The points. Okay. This, this is what it's coming down to. Thank you. This you know, is what it's coming down I've to. I've always liked you as a better, better brother. Um, <laughs> if you're Eli Tomac, I don't think you touch him, but I think I'm going to have to agree with Tyler. I think if you're – it's – it's harsh and it's a little bit jacked up, no, but if you're no. if you're Ryan Dungey, <clears throat> no, you're gonna agree with you, me because I I yeah. said it and then he said it. <laughs> Whatever, I'm agreeing with you. I think if you're Ryan Dungey, you're a little bit slower. You're gonna say, bro, hey Eli, uh, just sit, just what be up, like, bro? yeah, I'm just, gonna, hello, just we be, are here and I'm gonna ride for this championship. There is no way, thank you. I am gonna give you these points for free. Thank you. You just say, what up, bitch. Straight and you, up. And you tap him. Because yeah. he just hit you in the corner before. And, two, you know what? You're getting me amped up. Because if that shit would have happened to me in that corner, I'd have probably teed him up in the next one. Exactly. He, he hit him so hard in that corner before the rhythm section. Easy on I the mean, so hard I mean, not hard. Part. Okay, you're right. He didn't hit him hard. Easy he did not that. hit him yeah, hard. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. I, take, I retract that statement. He did not <laughs> hit him hard. But he stopped him so slow that Tomac literally turned down and messed up. Matt, what's up, man? You uh, you talked to Ryan Dungey at uh, at Utah. Yeah, what up, Mathis? My name's Matt Peterson. Hi, I Matt. Work up at, uh, nice to meet you, dude. Uh, I work at uh, Edge Power Sports up in Draper, Utah, the local KTM dealership. Get on uh, what the up, edge. Deuce, deuce, what up, Deuce Trace? Yo, what up, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm caller. Uh, recent listener over the last few months. Love your guys' work. Let me get to the nuts and bolts before you cut me off. Okay. So, before the signing, Dungey, uh, Lindsey, Matil, Marvin, and Leslie Roberts, the PR manager, uh, were backstage at the shop, and we got to hang out with the guys for about 10 minutes before they did the signings. And uh, when I was talking to the champ, um, I said, Ryan, my name's Matthew Peterson. Nice to meet you. I know my opinion means nothing, but I hope you stick around another year or so. And the champion looked at me and said, Matt, um, I, uh, I want to let you know that I'm going to be with KTM for a very long time. And he smirked. And with that said, 
my thought was, does he replace Roger D? And so my question for you, Mathis, the E brothers, and Marksy, after St. No, Louis... Don't listen to Marks. Uh, Marks has no opinion. He's, a, he's the, an amigo. Okay. Right. Mark, stay in the closet. Sorry. Um, After the the St. Louis uh, Reed Dungy Blue Flag incident, Mathis, you, Kiefer, and all the guests that week talked about a blame pie. So, question of the day, if we have three slices of a pie, guys, what are the percentages that one, number five replaces Roger D as KTM team manager? Zero. 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 Zero percent. Zero. Wow. Okay. Roger DeCoster is irreplaceable. First of all, yeah. Dunge does not want to get grinding work like that. He's got bajillion dollars in the bank. He is not going to want to make $100,000 or whatever to manage the team. Not going to happen. Yeah, 0%. Zero. Yeah. Okay, 0%. Um, two, he takes a role like Andrew Short. Or three, he's going to be a, a backstage guy like McGrath or Poe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand ambassador. But 80% on that and 20% on staying racing. Okay. Yep. Well, I well Andrew Short technically for staying, isn't staying racing. racing for how long? No, I'm saying 20%. He's, he races next year full time, like he is now. Only 20%. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's retired. 20%. And then 80%, he takes a role like yeah. as in testing yeah, or um, just a brand ambassador. Not a brand ambassador. He don't want to test and grind out laps. He's no. got bajillions of dollars in the bank. He's got a super hot wife. He's good, bro. Yeah, no, he's, he's good. So. Speaking of which, uh, Lindsay Dungy is a sweetheart, too. Yeah, she's very nice. They're yeah. good people. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank hey, you for thank listening. Thank you, Mathis. All right. you guys. See ya. Thanks, bro. Courtney, what's up? How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So pretty much the caller before pretty much asked what I was going to ask about Dungeon. Just by okay. looking at his pre- the press conference, I was going to get you guys' opinion. He just kind of seems like he's kind of done, like wanting to retire, just by like some of the questions that were asked after the race and things like that. I was just going to ask what you guys thought about that. Yeah, I think I think he uh, I think he's done. I do. I mean, I don't know. I've asked him to come on the show, I think, three times. I never got a reply back. I thought we were okay. Maybe we still are. He just doesn't want to do any media. Um, but I think he's done. He said he's going to put it off to Supercross. The Coster says he's got an open contract waiting. He just, you know, whenever he decides. But I, I, I think he's out, man, and that's fine. I right, think. Right. Okay. Yep. What's Next. the percentage okay. with him coming back if he loses, and what's the percentage if he comes back and wins the championship? I think the same. I think it's the same. same. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, I think. No, I think. I think way, went out. Okay. Way more if he wins. If he wins the championship, I think he's out. For sure. Okay. If he doesn't, I think next year going away, you're Ryan Dungey. Like, uh, okay. Goodbye, sister. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, guys, I appreciate it. Hey, listen, y'all got to give us some more news on JS7 if he's really coming back. Bro, yeah. we got no news on JS7. Monster Cup. People say the Monster Cup. I've, no talked, to, I've talked to Mookie. Talked to Roger Larson at 7. It looks like James has got a Honda. He's got wheels. He bought some Showa suspension, some work Showa stuff. Not the stuff that JD uses, not the ultra top of the line stuff, but he's got work show suspension that he purchased. He's okay, somewhat okay. getting things together. I think we'll see him at the Monster Cup with a straight rhythm. All right, that's good to hear. All right, well, thank you guys. You guys have a great night. All right, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, All right let's take a commercial break here. Yeah, Mark, so I turned your computer down because of the AOL thing. That Did you fix the AOL thing? I turned the AOL sound off. Okay, so now we're good. Hopefully. And then I didn't, why, were you hitting sound drops? Yes. And what happened? Absolutely Fuck nothing. You. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> burn. We're going to take a commercial break, come back with uh, uh, Davey Millsaps from KTM, uh, Adam Entignap, Tyler Entignap in studio here, uh, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back after these words. 
I'm Weston Pike, I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet, it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years' experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Race Tech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go PulpMX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Race Tech? They are now the home of engines as well. Race Tech suspension and engines. 
great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulpamex 17 gets you a discount on their engine services. Whatever it is, rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. 
Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. 
hubs, wheel building services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com get your trucking gear starting now you can use the code pulpmx17 to save on gear alloy at socalsupertrucks.com gear alloy wheels for your jeep trucker suv get your trucking gear Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit, PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks.
E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by E.K. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit EKChainUSA.com and click on Rider Support. right now. Weston Pike is coming on. We're trying to get a hold of Davey Millsaps to come on. Pivot works, everybody. Uh, if it works, it pivots. If it pivots, it works. <laughs> Premier aftermarket solution for rebuilding your wheels, forks, linkage, swing arms, stock, shock, and steering stem bearings in one easy package. 40 to 50% off what the OEMs charge. Email um, james at pivotworks.com. 
Pulp Show 2017 is the code. I use Pivotworks in all my Project Bike builds, and it's fantastic stuff. Please check them out. They've simplified your parts to the, your trip to the parts counter by creating a single, simple solution when it comes to replacing the worn-out chassis and suspension components on your uh, dirt bike. All right, next up on the line. Uh, this guy had a pretty good Salt Lake City, a nice Supercross season going overall. Uh, he's on the Rocky Mountain KTM team. He's our favorite of our show. He is the number 18, <laughs> Davey Millsaps. What's up, Davey? How are you? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I had somebody uh, tell me. Hey, I had, I had somebody tell me. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Your name came up or something. And I had somebody say, dude, he hates you. And I go, <laughs> and, I, and I go, I go, honestly, I don't think he hates me anymore. I think he puts up with me. I think we're okay. I don't think he hates me anymore. And they're like, oh, I don't know, bro. I think he hates you. No, I had someone come up to me this past weekend in Salt Lake saying that uh, they love when we do the shows together. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, so there, so we're not at a hate level anymore. I'll take that. I'm good with that. So. No, nah, man, never been at a, you know, I mean, I've beyond hated you, but no, nah, I'm not hate anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, at least he's honest. No, Steve. listen, I you know, know I could take honesty. I think, yeah. well, I think we've met in the middle a little bit. I wrote some dickish things also. Okay. I, no, I don't know if we met in the middle of this, dude. I definitely came further than you did because you got fired before you got there. Shots fired. This is healthy right now. This is healthy. I, before we talk about the race, before we talk about anything, I got yeah. my biggest question for you, though, is like, you're going to train Alex Ray? Like, what is going on with this? What is happening with this? You are, you are going to take Alex Ray, he told me, you're going to take him under your wing and, and turn him into a champion. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's more so, you know, it's just he's asked me a few questions here and there, and, uh -huh. and you know, I'm getting my advice, and and I'm going to be off for a little bit um, after Vegas. Yeah. So, and he's not racing outdoors, so I figure it's a kind of a good time to, uh, if he wants to get a better direction, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'd be more than welcome to help him. Wow. So Look at you. What it is today, nice. You know? That's pretty Gotta cool. Gotta get back somehow, man. And, you know, he's, you know he, he came up to me, you know, he was, he's like, dude, I'm like one of your biggest fans. I'm like, I can't, I can't do that to some, to a uh, fellow racer who comes with me and says that he's a fan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shoot. Well, you know, we do give him a bit of, bit of shit here and there about being one of the stockier racers out there. Yeah, that was, you know, that was where I'm glad you took it there. <laughs> no, I, I think that's awesome. That's good to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, Millsap said that? He goes, yeah, bro, he's going to help me. I'm like, yeah. Davey Millsap's? Like, <laughs> oh, Davey, right? On, no, because, no, 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 because, like, you have, you're, you're married, you have children, you uh, you have your own professional career going on. Alex Ray yep. is Alex Ray from Tennessee. Like, how did that, how do you know the Davey Millsap? I, yeah, from, all that stuff. I'm from Cairo, Georgia. Well, I know, but, you know. I mean, um, come on. <laughs> no, I, hey, so, yeah, you talked about it. I was going to ask you, your your uh, wrist or hand has uh, been bugging you? Wrist. It looks like you're going to get some work done? Wrist. Okay. Both both wrists. Oh, jeez. Oh, both oh, wow. wrists. Oh, that yeah. sounds like my weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just watched that replay. <laughs> hey, he's blaming he's blaming the altitude, Millsaps. Hey, I, I'm, I'm with him on that. I mean, he... He wasn't the only one to come up short on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
God, oh, dude, that geez. was that was bad. Claimed dude. a few victims oh, throughout the man. day. I mean, I he might have been the biggest one to come up short. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, actually, I wasn't. Um, I can't claim that this other kid, Gardner, broke his wrist, just faced it. No, no, no. biggest person. Oh, no, he was I saying. mean, I'm. Oh, yeah, okay. Person. Okay, I see where that's going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Seven zero two five eight six. Paul, you got a question for Davy Millsaps, <laughs> the Rocky Mountain KTM team. Uh, so, Davy, how long do you think you're going to be out for? Like, what's the, what's the procedure getting done? Are you getting a screw put no. in, or do you know? Well, still, you know, still trying to narrow that whole thing down. Is you know, I've had, I've had about six or I think about, I'm at six now. Different opinions. Oh, okay. Um, on what to do because it's not really like a. Uh, a cut and dry case, which I wish it was, mm-hmm. you know, my right wrist has uh, yeah, a little bit of a torn ligament, but mostly broken bone that will heal. So I'm not too worried about my right wrist. My left wrist has, you know, ligaments that are completely torn and the bones have now separated. And that one is the one that we're still trying to figure out okay. really what to do with, um, you know, obviously getting it, put pins in it, but the pins will have to come out. Yep. And the ligament, you know, has to get fixed and whatnot. But I have one doctor saying, you know, obviously two months, four months, you know, and then the crazy ones that are like, you know, a year or don't even do it, it'll ruin your career. Like, oh, oh this, wow. All this crazy Holy crap. Stuff. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah. it's it's a big deal then a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just a little tiny ligament. But the problem is it just takes so long for it to heal. Hey, so, does this go back to Canada? Last year? Uh, yeah, that's what started it. Oh, okay. How, yeah, so when how I had a, bad when is I had it right pick, now? I retore it. As far as what? As like pain riding and doing laps oh, I mean, and stuff like that. Oh, it feels fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> great answer, I mean, great answer. There, there's, there's sometimes like in the middle of the race, like when if I don't really make too many mistakes and I don't try to do too many scrubs because side to side motion and, uh-huh. and it hurts really bad. But, um, uh, you know, sometimes when I hit a breaking bump, like going through a corner and, and it kind of shoved your wrist to the side, yep. my wrist actually, like my hand will come open almost because it, it like loses all grip because it just it hurts so bad. Yeah. I don't know what to do. But, yeah. well, you but were, then again, uh, I mean, it is yeah. what it is. It's yeah. part of it. Wow. You're, you're used to riding with injuries. You know, we've talked about that a few times. So, yeah, you're yep. a guy that... You're a guy that can, you know, put it aside and, and run run through some stuff. Um, I thought you were really impressive in the whoops. Uh, not Eli Tomac impressive, but uh, nice job on those. Like, they were gnarly, and, and these guys, the Antonite brothers broke it down for us on what was going on in that section a little bit. Um, did you feel comfy in them? Um, yes and no. It was it was really hard for me to get back over to the left side of the loops where they were all going. I mm-hmm. didn't like getting there. Um, so my line was... was I don't know, was okay. Same amount of hit in the heat race, which I thought felt like I was probably one of the fastest ones. And I mean, the uh, semi, yep. you know, I going through the woods. Um, so I just stuck with it, you know, it worked and that was it. Uh-huh. So um, they, were, they were, they were different. Hey, you know, what was gnarly was we were watching the race earlier. So you land, the, you do the triple finish line, double off. Yep. There was yep. like a braking bump. Why was it just an accelerating acceleration bump, I guess, or a braking bump? It was like an angle bump. Bro, right? Like just bam. And that yeah. probably felt great on the wrist, Davey, right there. On the landing? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I landed to the right of it. <laughs> <laughs> smart oh, smart move, there for you sure. Go. <laughs> you know, I landed to the right of it and, and uh and I was and I sat down, so it was all right. <laughs> the race one of the races that absolutely hurt the worst was uh 
Detroit when I had to do the dragon back and land on the flat. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That thing sucked. That was that was bad. So, but other than that, I mean, it's 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 just it, it hinders me throughout the week. You know, I can't do what I need to do like working out wise and right. and all that stuff. And I swear the weekend off actually hurt me because they stiffened up. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> um, did you see in the main event the seven deuce deuce and Nick Schmidt hanging out in the corner? I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. They were sitting there talking. Right? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, bro, where are we hitting the party at after? <laughs> oh, hey, bro, geez. how's that chick? Oh, uh, let uh, me let me tell you, it was those were not the words exchanged. Um, <laughs> but you guys, but hey, you, you guys are. I thought you guys were like bros. No, no, so, no. They have. They used to be, but something no, happened. We're not bros. Yeah, not good anymore. Oh, uh, you you outwrapped them. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, I, I way outwrapped. Them. That's exactly what it is. But I just honestly, Millsaps, like though, but pick your bikes up. Like, come on, guys, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I heard they were like stuck okay. together. Do we want to go through this right now? Do we want to go through the whole scenario? Or well, what? Davey's on the line. Maybe he doesn't want to hear. About I it. mean, do you want to hear it, or are we talking about Davey right now? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, you're there. Okay, so so I come in hot in the whoops because I had a good line on the left that apparently well, Davy Millsaps didn't. You were on the didn't. way on the side. Why are we going through the whoops right now? Okay, <laughs> what, what, n- no, no, I wasn't. I was in the middle of the track on the start straight. That's still exactly. That's too late. Okay, over. whatever, whatever. I was going through the whoops. I kind of hit him in the corner. We doubled. We went inside, uh... and then he came to a complete stop on the track. Looked back waited for me to fall over okay we i fall over and then he's looking back loses his balance he falls over right then i'm picking my bike up and it's like stuck in his bike and then as i'm picking my bike up he tries to get my bike undone like all aggressive like trying to i don't i don't know and he pushes my bike and then as he pushes my bike he loses his balance and flops over onto our bikes and i throw my hands up in the air like dude are you? Are, what's what's going on? But then right you now? pat him on the shoulder. Yeah, because he picks up my bike and then he goes, "Sorry, bro." And I pat him on the shoulder, pick up my bike, and leave. In the middle of the main but, event. But yeah, no, like, like like people are racing at the nap. You gotta go. Yeah. Like, well, dude, my bike's stuck in his bike, and he's like freaking out. And then all of a sudden, like a switch turns on, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like, <laughs> "Whatever, you, Schmidt." Late. for boxing, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even know what that was, but we're just going to leave it there. Hey, I've been hearing, the, and not to bag on Schmidt, make this a bag on Schmidt show, but some, <laughs> some of the dudes in seated practice, are, like he was in unseated this weekend. Yeah. But some of the dudes in the seated practice have been like, dude, that guy rolls in the main line all the time. Yeah. Like there's some guys that are like, he's got to get out of the way. I don't, I don't, I don't notice it too much, but. Yeah, I mean. I mean I'm always in B, I'm not, so. I'm, I'm not often in A, what's but that, I try what, to. What's that, Davey? I said, I mean, that's, that's. I'm, I'm, I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> you're, you're Switzerland. You're no, Switzerland. No comment. I'm, I'm Switzerland. Um, I am. Hey, so, uh, okay, so, yeah, well, you got to figure out this wrist surgery, figure out how long it's going to take you. Uh, you should you should hit up Red Dog because his wrist guy that fixed his, he was, I guess he was a genius. He was in Wyoming or something. And this guy, like, made it happen for Timmy. You should ask Red. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because he had like three surgeries and it wasn't working and he was sucking balls. Maybe it was because I was his mechanic maybe, but, um, and then he found this guy in Wyoming, Davey. And the the Wyoming guy went like, Oh, Hey, it's this fixed it. And next thing you know, Timmy's back on factory Cowie and, and destroying everybody. What? Um, (laughs) I got a question. (laughs) I I got a, I got a question for you, Davey. Um, Mm -hmm. it seems like to me this year, your results have been like, a ton more consistent compared to the last couple of years. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, 
what what do you think you did different to to make that result and be so much more consistent? Actually, race. <laughs> I mean, was there anything in your training program that you did different, or was it just like you know you came into the season, you're like, I'm going to finish these races. This is the bottom line. Um, you know, I know how hard it is to stay healthy. The last two years, I've been hurt, and I'm I'm finally making through these seasons. I mean, is there anything, you know what I mean? Is there anything specific that maybe you did that think that it clicked? Uh, you know, it's, I still feel like I'm, you know, riding mediocre. You know, I still don't feel like I'm, I'm at my full potential or, you know, speed-wise or racing or anything um, and, and fitness. But for me, it's more so I feel like, you know, I go out there and, and I try to do the best I can and, and, and stay consistent. Um, you know, I try to get good starts and just ride ride where where i you know where i feel like i'm not going over the edge but you know i'm 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 good so um i don't know it's kind of been more of like a you know dealing with a lot of things this whole year and and kind of hindering me to step forward into into the next step where i need to be but uh you know i'm definitely i'm definitely trying it's just uh where i'm at is is it's it's just I would say more so comfortable to finish where I'm at and, and mm-hmm. every single weekend, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it is what it is really. I mean, now with you being hurt, like, like you said, yeah. the time off, it, it makes it worse. There's no practicing certain obstacles hurt you. You're at this point, you're like, let's just count this thing down and try to survive. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's been times where the last probably, I would say eight rounds, that it's, it's been a question for me, you know? Yeah. Like, it hurts so bad, like I just went, man, that the adrenaline starts pumping and, and it kind of takes the edge off a little bit. But as soon as you do something wrong, you know, it, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like last weekend, like I said, in, in Salt Lake, I don't know if it was the cold weather or what, but last weekend was probably the worst they've ever hurt. Um, Seattle, yeah. No, no, no. no oh, Utah. Lake. Oh, Utah. Yeah. Last weekend, yes. Two days ago. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, we are on Monday, right? So it was last weekend. <laughs> Here we go. Absolutely. Here we go. Okay. Well, no, I mean, right. I can, like, honestly, though, I, I'm, I'm priding you because you really you really have gotten a lot better this year, and it's good to see you be what, out what there you, every single dude, race. He's, David Millsaps has won 450 Supercross. Absolutely. Before. But he's you really know, it's a championship. Like, I, I, I 100% agree with you, Davey, that I don't think you're at your potential of your speed or your fitness, but it's definitely something to be said that you're making it through the whole entire season and you're racing every single race. That's hard enough to do as it is. And, you know, you're taking it as a building year, you're getting your wrist fixed, and then who knows, next year, you know what I mean, a little bit more fitness, a little bit more speed, and, and you're right there. Oh. Yeah, I think you should take over the show. <laughs> Listen, bro. Easy, easy. Back, back it down. Back it down. Hey, by the way, way to put up a fight with Dungeon Seattle. Way to just, <laughs> just oh, there we hey, go. That's just, the Steve Mathis I want to see right there. Just make him grind for it, Davey. Like, yep, just yep. you know. I, I, it took him what eight laps. <laughs> 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 I don't have a problem with it. I've been writing and talking about it. All of us. Hey, no problem. Yeah. Like, no problem what? He had the pasta. He did get by you, and, and you just yeah. went to that far left. and, and going, <laughs> Yeah, but I seen Davey come back a little bit the way on you, the dragon's back. The way yeah, you grabbed yeah, those brakes. I, I came back. Uh-huh, yeah, okay, all right. 
Hey, man, Dungeon yeah, been battling this whole season. Oh, they have sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like in uh, Detroit was epic. Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Davey almost epic. died on that triple, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was about that. That's good, man. Oh, yeah. man. Butt pucker. Um, <laughs> hey, let's get to the phone calls here. We got uh, Jordan wants to talk to you, Davey. What's up, Jordan? Welcome to the show. Davey Morse helps brought to you by Pivot Works. If it pivot, it works. If it works, it pivots. <laughs> hey, what's up? Thanks for having me on. No problem. What's up, man? Uh, Mathis, congrats on your uh, new role at MXA. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> I got, dude, they, they, they blocked me. So. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw you tweeted that, man. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's messed up. Well, I, I didn't think it was that bad, honestly. I mean, I just wanted to. Oh, I've always dreamed of working for those guys, so. <laughs> no, yeah. Davey, Davey, jab, the, jab. The, the guys at MXA, they, they're such jerk-offs. They, like, like they'll take, like, um. Uh, something that I tweet out, like Davy Millsap's going for wrist surgery or whatever, and and or something that Transworld does or anybody, and they'll like report it on their own Twitter account, like they like they came up with it. And I'm always like, hey guys, like just say per Mathis, per Racer X, per Transworld, whoever it is, and they just don't do that. And then now they block me. And and then so this weekend, Davy at the press conference, I asked Dungeon Tomek a question, and I said Steve Mathis from Motocross Action. <laughs> and now I'm blocked. <laughs> so. You uh, would do that. <laughs> I would, wouldn't I? I know. All yeah. right, Jordan, what's up? What's your question for Davey? Uh, it's not really a question. I just wanted to say thanks. Um, we were standing in between the Rocky Mountain and Husky trailers um, talking to Hollywood, I think his nickname is. He, yep. Yeah. Um, and you, he texts you to come out, and uh, you were cool enough to come out and say hi to us before the main test, kids. So I thought that was sweet. So thanks. Yeah, no worries, man. Of course. And uh, yeah, uh, and I, I was the one who brought up uh, Salt Lake 2012. So just uh, to, uh, when Dunge got him, like with two, three laps to go uh, or something. One I know. lap. To I, go. One I lap. Felt, yeah. I felt like it was a dick move, so I had to call and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brought you, it, it was a dick move to bring it up to Davey. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, no, I, I'm a huge know. fan. I, I was bummed for him. I mean, I didn't want Dungey to get him. So. I was I was fine with it. I, good for Dunge. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. Come on, Mathis. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was JGR. JGR days. It was uh, it was cold and crappy. It wasn't snowing that year, I don't think. But uh, yeah, Weimer cleaned cleaned Dungey out, and uh, yeah. Dungey came back. And Davey, didn't you lead like most every lap? Right? Yeah. Nineteen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. His lappers, yeah. lappers. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, hey, no, uh, thanks for calling, Jordan. Appreciate it, and uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for man. having me on. All right, thank you. Appreciate it, Davey Millsaps from the Rocky Mountain KTM team. Any pressure this weekend, Millsaps, to to perform with the Rocky Mountain crew all there and everybody hanging out? Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, not really. I mean, they're. they're they're pretty chill, laid back, and, and, and a fun group of guys. You know, uh, Ray's always there, and, and, and I like Joanne. And, and uh, you know, they're they're super chill. And Dan was actually there this weekend, the owner of Rocky Mountain. And, uh, you know, bummer that we couldn't do better than what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's racing. You know, we're out there giving it our best, and, and they understand that. So, right. Uh, and they understand the position that I'm in, and, and you know they support me 100%. So it, it's definitely cool. 
Um, does it that kind of stuff though? Uh, and you went, you've been through this, you know, in Atlanta with your friends and family, with JGR, and now this weekend. Like, does mm-hmm. that does in a normal race day? Like, are you one of those guys that needs to be by himself and meeting people and meeting sponsors, which is all part of your job? Does it bug you sometimes where you're like, man, I just I want to rest, I want to think about the track, I want to. How are you with that kind of stuff? No, nah, dude, it, it, it's part of it, you know. It's, right. There's, they sponsor the team, which in turn, you know, gives me my paycheck. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's, it's it's what we have to do, you know. Okay. Does I mean sometimes it gets overwhelming yeah. um, on race day when there's a ton of people, you know, in and out of the semi, not necessarily talking to you, but in and out, in and out, in yeah, and out, yeah. And out, all over the place. Right. But as far as, you know, us meeting people and, and talking to people and, and signing autographs, stuff like that, it's, it's because of all of them, we have a job. So right. you got to be, you know, yeah. it's, part of the, it's part of it. Yeah. No, well said, for sure. I mean, Antignap hugs everybody that comes by <laughs> and tells them that they're his best friend of his life and everything. So I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, he gave my late kid away, so not too fit. Not too fit. <laughs> oh. Oh. Bro. I didn't give your lit kid away. Aaron Plessinger <laughs> posted about it. I mean, I don't that, know. That Plessinger stuff is ugly, though, bro. Dude. It is. I'm sorry. Okay, it here, is. This it's is not, where I no, go. It's, I don't like it. It's with, terrible. Yeah. With the lit kid stuff, I tried not to be biased. So I try to. I heard a lot of people talk about that gear. That's, they said they liked it. They wanted to see it as a nomination, like a lot of people. And I said, you know what? Well, obviously. I think this, I think this <laughs> gear is hideous because I would never wear these clashing, ugly, um, pink, Yellow. Uh, checkered flag. Um, like, I don't know yeah, I don't what know. that is, all those combinations, but not my preference. But I said, you know what? It, it, we'll nominate it. We'll give it a shot. I thought Davey was in for sure. I mean, we, it, it was just straight lit, but... Yeah. The people have spoken. People have spoken. Uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking, uh, Tommy, you got a question for uh, Davey Millsaps? Thanks for calling the show. What's your question, man? Uh, yeah, hey, guys. Thanks. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, Davey, I had a question. I think uh, 2013, when you had the good run with Suzuki, the Rockstar team, do you think yes, if it would have been an option for you to carry on with that team, you could have potentially had a championship soon after? I did carry on with them in 14, but I had a lot of uh, injuries that weren't healing. Um, they, you know, they became the the Rockstar KTM team, which in turn went to Rockstar Husky. So it's all the same team. Yeah, you know, they just switched brands. Yeah. But as far as the bike goes, which I mean, uh, you... I mean that, that's that's hard to say. I mean, I, I dig I dig the one I ride now. Um, we had a good run. Um, you know, I, I bummed my knee midway through the season, uh, which hindered me during the week to be able to do anything other than ride really just a little bit here and there in the race on the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which I lost a lot of confidence and in and, and my fitness and uh, and a lot of it's mental, so that definitely hurt me. But all in all, I mean, I, I think we had a good run at it, and, and uh, you know, it, it's more of like, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda in, in a lot of different ways. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Tommy. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thank thanks, you. Millsap, you should write a book when you're all done, man. That would be good. <laughs> it would, because I was just thinking about that team and all that stuff, and 
you know, you obviously you're, the Millsaps training facility and your your mom and dad and all the Mil- the Lessie stuff. My God, do you oh, have some good, stuff? Good. Do you have some stories, Millsaps? <laughs> we, yeah, I'm saying we definitely need like, a Millsaps tells all. Yeah, like you have some stuff <laughs> that you could talk about. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would buy that book. I would buy it in a second. I think everybody would buy it. Yeah, no. Yeah, they'll do it. I mean, you would take up half of it. Oh, please. Oh, please. Take up half. Come on. Oh, man. Hey, uh, last question for you, Dave, before we let you go. Something that we talked about earlier in the show, and we asked Mookie about it, uh, and and, and interested in getting your opinion. So we have two rounds left in Supercross, the timed main events. Are they working or not? Where do we stand on this? What do you think? Oh, they're horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't know you were going to say that. It's horrible. I mean, at the end of the day, we've been writing the same thing for so long. And then they go and change it within like two and a half weeks of the opener, uh, which I think was pretty BS in in my opinion because none of us knew, Mm -hmm. you know? And then they just throw this at us right before the season opener when we have been training for 20 lappers. Um, I mean, the only cool thing, the only cool thing is, is like, it, no matter what you do, it's always the same time. I get that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these races, you know, were, if there were 20 laps, you know, there would have been a lot of different um, positions or, you know, that would have been different, different finishes for a lot of different people. Yeah, for if sure. If were just 20 laps. Um, I think I don't mind necessarily the 20 minutes plus one lap. I don't, I mean, 20 minutes would be fine with me. The plus one is, I think, a waste of time. Um, it's the heat races and, and stuff like that that should just be laps. Because mm-hmm. there's sometimes where, you know, the first heat race is going to do an extra lap in the second heat race. You yeah. know, and, and that's not technically, that's not realistically fair to, to the guys. You know, we should all honestly be doing the same amount of laps if we're doing the races. You know, right, right. Um, unless you're getting lapped, of course. But um, for the main events, man, it's it's. If it was 18 minutes plus one lap, then it would always average out to be around the 20 to 21 lap. Yeah. You know, main event. Yep. I get that. But doing 26, 27 laps, you know, I don't even know. Do we have a 28 lap for this year? I no. Yeah. I think 27's been the most. Yeah. Okay, 27. Okay, so that's. That's seven more laps added to what we usually do. Not only that, but you got to add on to what the lights guys did, and then times that by each tire hitting the one turn. You know, it's, yeah. it's like it's it's a lot more deterioration of the track, and with their lack of maintenance that they seem to forgot how to do. Yeah, uh, which has you know taken out a lot of good riders this year. So. Um, that and the line is going to take us all out eventually. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's something that, that definitely will be changed for next year. If, if uh, I've been hearing that, right? Yeah. 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 It, I, I've heard a lot of different things, you know, NEC style, mm-hmm. which I think would be kind of cool, but, you know, you're asking for a lot more injuries that way, too. Um, because of more starts, you mean? More starts. Yep. More intensity because of shorter distances. Okay. Um, people going nutty because it's a shorter moto. Yep. You know, taking people out, you know, getting all, <laughs> getting all crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
then again, you know, it definitely changes it up and makes it exciting. But do I think that should happen at every race? No. Do I think you should throw one of those in there every so often? Why yeah. not? You know, that, sure. that's okay. But yep. every round, no. So I yeah. think it should go back to either 20 laps or 18 minutes plus one lap. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, and then throw some throw some curveballs in there to make it interesting. So, I I think I'm with that's, you. That's yeah, I like it too. I yeah. like that too. I like different. And then maybe we can see some difference in in sprinting guys at a few yeah. re- main events. Yeah, no, that you know? that sounds like, so. perfect. I think I think yeah. have a 17. I thought the 17 minute thing that they did at Seattle was just about right. Wasn't that about 20 laps? I don't know. I remember I have to look, go back and look. It was like yeah. 21 yeah. or 22. Mm-hmm. I think you know. I think 17, 18 minutes, and then you know, just like you said, throw. Uh, MEC style in there, you know, throw yep. something in there. Somewhere. Give me, give me some variety and, and let somebody else shine, you know, at a certain race. But I, I think you're right. I think the 10 lappers, you're bringing the intensity up. Everybody's getting a little bit more crazy. Three more starts, more chances to go down. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, more laps. And maybe yep. do that at the, like the softer rounds, like, you know, Dallas or Indy where yeah. less time on the track. Maybe, and maybe ending that and Schmick and get off the track instead of just hanging, <laughs> hanging out. That'd be great. Maybe, too. maybe they'll race the main events yeah. instead yeah. of survive. Right. Um, oh, Jeff, Jeff. Uh, Davey, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Um, we'll, we'll yeah, touch no base worries. after the season. Uh, good luck this weekend in New York and, and Vegas. And um, yeah, man, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, I'll see you this weekend. All right, sounds good. All right, Davey Millsaps, everybody from the uh, Rocky Mountain KTM team, brought to you by Pivot Works. If it pivot, it works. If it works, it pivots. <laughs> Email Jake uh, James at uh, uh, pivotworks.com. Pulp Show 2017. Great stuff. Fantastic uh, company. Uh, get, get some phone calls here. What? Huh? Millsaps says he doesn't hate me. Hey, 722 and 723 use Pivot Works. So you should too. What's the deal? Pivot Works. Pump Millsaps says he didn't hate me. I know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know about after that interview, though. He might be on the shit list. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> Taylor, welcome to the show. What's up, bro? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's, your, what's on your mind? Not a whole bunch. Just wanted to thank you and essentially the whole crew for a, for an awesome experience. I, I really wanted to meet you. It was my wife and I's anniversary, but we spent saturday with jt uh we also got to meet adam yeah uh, and my wife my wife saw tyler and was like yeah hey, there he is again and i'm like well yeah that's that's his little brother but yeah she's like no it's not you know, it's the whole deal. Yeah. They, they, they do it every weekend but yeah yeah um we're big, we're big proponents of fly and you know we ride and awesome we we really enjoyed the experience, and we kind of felt like without listening to Pulp MX, you know, and being on top of stuff, we wouldn't have gotten that opportunity. So, well, thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate. It. That's what we try to do: listen, laugh, and learn. Right? And um, things have been going great. Lots of lots of downloads. Uh, we're we got Facebook Live now for Racer X, and I'm able to pay. I, not only did I fly these two jerkies in because of all you people and the, the money that the the partners give us, but I paid them as well for their time. And, <laughs> So things are going well, man. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Hey, we're doing it. Anyways, and, and my but my question is, uh, since since the beginning of this Supercross season, I don't know if it's just me. I mean, I I used to race at a local pro level, nothing like these guys, but I've noticed a change in the way Eli kind of manipulates the bike, mm-hmm. and it's 
It's very Villapoto esque, and I was just curious: is that is that a product or you know a, a a symptom of that bike? That's just the way you have to ride it. I mean, I know they well, make changes and they they yeah. have all the capability in the world to make the bike do whatever they want, but. It seems like the more aggressive and the more kind of throttle jockey-ish Tomac has gotten, the the better the bike performs, um, the better it looks on the track. I'll, I'll give you I the mean, yeah, I'll give you that he rides a little bit like Villapoto because he does. He he hangs off the back a little more, but he's a bigger dude. He, he has more body English than Villapoto. Uh, Villapoto kind of seemed like he was hanging on to the bike, shorter guy, yeah. and steering with the rear. Where Tomac is really throwing the thing around. And kind of putting it where he wants to, but at the same time, he's very aggressive on the throttle. He's a monster coming yeah, at yeah. you. I mean, he's a monster. It's, it's a monster. Um, so a little bit of similarities, uh, Taylor, but a, a little bit different at the same time. You know what I mean? Because of their body styles. Tomac's a big dude. Yeah, yeah. no, Tomac's yeah. a little yeah. bit bigger than yeah. Manville. And, for and sure. I, I think what you're seeing also, you know, from the body English from the beginning of the season till now, as I think what you're seeing is confidence in himself and his riding, because he he went from he went from Oh my gosh! I got arm pump um, back to eighth place. To yeah. I am going to show up, and it doesn't matter what place start I'm yeah. getting. We, I am I mean, winning. We were yeah. writing and talking about what the fuck is wrong with Eli Tomac after three rounds. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, we were just like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. So, um, Taylor, thanks for calling, man. Thank you for listening. Glad you had fun with JT and all that. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks. All right, thank you. Uh, next call is uh, Tom. What's up, Tom? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks what for calling. Up? What's up? You, know, you guys, thanks for taking my call, too. Hey, so I've heard that uh, Chad Reed has lengthened his swing arm so he could get through the whoops better. I mean, he's already a good uh, whoop rider anyway, so what's the deal there? Is that true? or, or I, I haven't heard that, um, to be honest. Um, changing a swing arm is illegal unless it's off a other year bike, older bike. Uh-huh. That's, okay. that's already been uh, uh, explained, but... Yeah. I don't remember the YZ450 making any swing arm changes recently since the new model came out. So, okay, so I haven't heard that. Longer. Yeah, I've, I mean, he could be changing his lengthening his wheelbase, you know, with yeah. the chain and sprockets and all that. But yeah, so would he want to do that though? And still, how's he going to be able to turn tight? Well, that's that's the million dollar dilemma. Is yeah. uh, Tom is turning versus stability in the whoops? Something that everybody grasps and everybody goes for uh, offset as well. Uh, in the triple clamps, it's like an ultimate yeah. game, right? Of trying to yeah. give and take and find yeah. the right. Yeah, and and I Chad is one of the pickiest guys out there. So, um, so I was at I was at the race Saturday, and I was talking to Tony Alessi, and that's what he was telling me that he wasn't telling me about Chad, but he was telling me that he would like to do that also. He wouldn't like to put on a longer swing arm, swing arm necessarily, but he would like to have the rear tire back a little bit further for an advantage in the whoops and on the whole shot. What do you think about Listen that? Listen to me. Yeah, I mean it all it all it all makes sense for sure, man. Like uh I mean, that's what he was telling me. And I said, yeah. "Wait a minute. I mean, everyone else wants to have it. Everyone else wants to have it maybe forward for tighter tracks." He says, "Oh, no, no, no. We we just want to get through the whoops better and and, well, and, and get a whole sh- and get the whole shot." Yep. Yeah, no, it it's an ultimate trade-off for sure. I mean, let's ask the guys at race uh including you, Adam. So like what do you place more emphasis on bike setup for whoops, corners, starts? Like, what do you like in a bike? 
Um, honestly, it's kind of been, it's been a big progression for me because this year I finally got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Um, I feel comfortable in the whoops. Um, let's try to make the bike turn. So it's been, it's been a progression from, you know, getting the swing arm and the chain all the way to the back, you know, and, and cutting the chain to where it's actually a longer wheelbase and just more stable, which is, you know, pulling the forks out, making that front end feel like it, um, it's out front a little bit more with the rear sacked out a little bit and and driving through the whoop section and now it's kind of turned for me i feel solid in the whoops i i get through the whoops well um for for what i think you know what i mean in my in my little group that i'm working on and i've changed it to sliding up the front forks um getting a little bit more sag so going from a 105 to a 102 so so that the bike can turn more because you know the level that i'm getting to and the group that i'm getting to um they not only go through the whoops fast but they're starting to corner even better. I mean, I'm obviously not an Eli Tomac yet, but the group that we're working on, um, I think that's the little pieces I'm missing. Um, you know, it seems like the guys over at the Moto Concepts camp um, struggle through the whoops a little bit, um, a little bit more yeah, than remember too, others. remember, 16 Honda versus 17 Honda, yep. different, different chassis, 100%. Yep. Yeah. Completely different chassis. So, you know, it's really, it's really what you're looking for because a lot of the guys that maybe struggle through whoops are better in the corners so you set the bike up for the whoop section lengthen the swing arm and then you know you can kind of do what you can through the corner and it makes up the time you know it all depends yeah. on where you're for, losing the most time I mean, for me 25 years ago when i raced pro and was into it i liked my shit to, t- to hit the inside rut i want to be yeah. able to turn yeah you know what i mean i just i'd want it to be able to turn so i would give yeah. up stability on a straightaway and mm-hmm. we didn't have whoops so whatever yeah, the but, manitoba championship yeah, yeah, yeah. four of them yeah <laughs> missed the fifth <laughs> i missed the fifth by two points well i bet you if yeah. you would have lengthened it a little bit and i'm got just through. saying so it's yeah. it's, it's it's Tom. It's it's uh, Tom. Yeah, it's everybody. Uh, it's such a thing, and and sometimes Chad and and these other guys can test themselves right into a standstill, trying to just trying to get the bike to. As a former mechanic, I can tell you, you cannot get the bike to work perfectly in every condition. It is not possible. It is all a set of give and take. Yeah, you got it. You're so, right. You're right. Thank you, man. Appreciate hey, man. it. Thank Thanks. you. Thank Thanks. You. Uh, <laughs> Nick, you got a question for Seven Deuce Deuce? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Yo, what up? Um, so I live I live up here, uh, Pismo Beach area, San Luis Obispo, and in October, me and my wife are getting married, and I was wondering if the Seven Deuce Deuce would like to come and wrap at her wedding. Yeah, maybe. When is it? October twentieth, twenty first. It's uh, I believe that's the weekend after the Monster Energy Cup. Are we paying? Is this a paying gig? I'll, I'll I'll throw them down some uh, little bit of money and some free food. It's at the Madonna Inn, so it's a pretty nice place. The what? I Madonna know where the Madonna Inn. Is. Yeah, that is so, pretty nice. Okay, so. one time I I met a chick in, in San Luis Obispo back in the day. <laughs> San Luis Obispo. What, what, what is it? What's San, San Luis. Luis, bro. Oh, sorry, bro. Come on, dude. So we went to some beach. She she brought a blanket and we went to the beach. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, it is so on. <laughs> And nothing happened. And I remember we fell asleep, and I got sand and crabs in my no game. yeah crabs and yeah. sand in my hair. And I'm like, this Sounds sucks. Gay. Which which hair? Well, back then I had bleach brown <laughs> hair. Um, anyway, Who so dude? that's what when, the fuck. Whenever I think of whenever I think of San Luis Obispo, you think of crabs. I think of not getting anything on a beach. Oh, okay. Strike it out. Dang. Um. So, anyways, yeah, bro. Uh, email the show. Uh, using the contact form, I will forward it to Adam. You guys can work out a price. He can come out. He can wrap whatever, and uh, we can try to make this happen. Dude, how long am I wrapping for? 
Dude, I just, I, I mean, if you could just just do something. I, I mean, my whole family loves motocross, and they'd be blown away. So we, I mean, We'll make something happen, bro. We'll make something happen. Throw down, if I'm, throw down a little song, bring your chick, have some dinner. There you, you go. There you go. You okay. You might be in Australia. We'll, we'll have fun. We'll celebrate. If I'm, if I'm in town, we'll try to make it happen. Awesome. Hell awesome. yeah. Email us. I'll send it on to Adam. Thanks, bro. Perfect. Thanks, man. Right, thanks. Light. Adamanting that making dreams happen. Pretty much. <laughs> right? That's what I do. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Tyler and Adam Entignap, uh, they today, they went to the gym, they went to Chipotle, and they went to Starbucks. In my sweet-ass Ridgeline, brought to you by the folks from <laughs> Honda World Downey. I didn't see that coming. a five freeway and 605 freeway meet, over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars, certified Hondas, and some cheap as-is cars. 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A., the folks at Honda World Downey, uh, free First time oil change if you go down there with a Honda and mention Pulp MX, and they will match or beat any price you want. Some of our listeners have bought some Hondas from the folks at Honda World Downey, and uh, we thank them for coming on the show, and we appreciate it. AtlasBrace.com, Guts Racing, WUSA. Woo, 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 you know, woo. hey, this guy, Tyler, yeah. your brother, he went to another wheel company. Uh-huh. He defected for a year. <laughs> And he realized that you can't beat W for your wheel choice for Supercross, and he is back with W. w I'm actually finding that out. The best. I blew out a wheel uh, in Detroit on press day, and I'm still running his rear wheel. Yeah, bro. So. Seven Deuce Deuce, Seven Deuce Trace sponsorship, bro. Nice, yeah. nice. WUSA.com. Please check him out for all your wheel needs. And uh, the TLD team of McElrath and Oldenburg, one, two. We're going to talk two fifties later. Boom. They were they use WUSA for their wheels. Let's and, just uh, let's just talk about W for a second. Brand new set of wheels beginning in Supercross. I've tightened the spokes. Perfect. Not uh, even a bend in the rim. Michael I. Kaiden, the guy who got his KTM stolen from the tunnel at Anaheim, uh-huh. he came on our show. He told the story. I said, what do you need? We bought him W wheels. Yep. W got, got him some wheels for his bike. He finally blew one up this weekend. A bad crash, though. Yeah. It wasn't like a maintenance or anything else. And we're talking crash. like... 60 years of running the same wheel. Yes, he's run the same wheel for a year and a half in Soupy. And I can tell you the wheel can still roll because I loaded it up in the trailer. Okay, fantastic. So, Akaiden, we're not giving you another set of W wheels. (laughs) Got to figure it out yourself, bro. But if you need a KTM part, you go to use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order at KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for all KTM needs. KTMPartsExpress.com, over 40 years' experience in the motocross industry. Customer service is their specialty. Please, if you have a KTM or a Husky, use code PULPMX to save at KTMPartsExpress.com. Michael Akaiden, you can save at KTMPartsExpress.com. Uh, let's get to our phone lines. we got a few comments on here, a few people on hold. Um, First up, though, this guy here, he knows a thing or two about riders, thing or two about winning championships. Is this Chad Watts? Speaking. What's up, Chad? How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Hope you're well. Um, what's up? What's on your mind, man? Well, just, you know, um, it's kind of like people talking about, you know, Tomac, Dungey situation. You know, a man gets older. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have the same cinema, so to speak. So it's kind of like changing of the guard from when Ricky called up to McGrath. Yep. Now, Tomac's doing that towards Dungey, but people need to show respect for a person that has endured the process to where he's at now. Mm-hmm. So, just, um, I mean, it's going to continue. I mean, down the road when Tomac... 
yeah. gets passed by the next rider. Yep. You know, it's gonna be, but all these guys put their boots on the same way. Mm-hmm. They work their behinds off, and just respect needs to be shown. Uh, I agree. Are you talking about as far as us saying like Dungey going back no, out? To no, him? No, oh, okay. no, no, okay. no, no, nothing towards the show. Oh, okay. Nothing towards the show. Yeah, I know Steve for a long time, over twenty years. Yeah. So yeah, he ain't that bad a mechanic. I mean, oh, thanks, I don't Chad. Know about now, I, but I maybe in the old days he was a little better. <laughs> um, no, thanks, buddy. I appreciate those kind words. I wish I had. Uh, you know, I, I won one national in my career and a summer cross. And I talk about it every single show, Chad. Can you imagine if I had your wins and titles, how much I would talk about that? <laughs> I would spend 30 minutes every show reciting my wins and titles <laughs> if I was Chad Watts. I've <laughs> actually forgot about them besides the wins. I mean, besides all the uh, number one plates. Yeah, must be nice, bro. <laughs> must, must be nice. Uh, I got... Don't be trying to, uh, you know... <laughs> Up, you know, upgrade me, so to speak. I'm, a, I'm just the same old man. I got, I got one national win with a one four. Oh, a one four. We took the win in the mud. Yeah, hey, we'll take it. Kelly we'll take Smith it. and I. Hey, wins a win. And Chad Watts used to just go one one every single weekend, <laughs> except yeah. for the weekend you won. Well, I know he his rider was two fifties then. Oh, although Ricky did struggle in the mud, Chad, here and there yeah, early when, on. When you only got legs or. Two and a half feet long, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. Hey, did you feel like, let me ask you, Chad, when you felt, we talked about this earlier, when Ricky started beating Jeremy, and remember, uh, in 00, in 99, Ricky got hurt. In 00, uh, Ricky won Daytona only. And in 01, um, Jay, they split the first four weeks, I think. And then Ricky went on a streak of 13 in a row. Yes. Correct. How was, when you were doing that, how was Jeremy? His relationship with Ricky and you and everybody else was he? Did it get pretty bad, or how was he to deal with Jeremy? He knew he knew the future was the number four. Yeah, no, no they. I mean, me and Skip showed each other most up respect, and Jeremy did the same with RC. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the lines, I'm sure if you look in the old races, da da da, if they'd be lined up next to each other or two or three spots down, I would come out. And Skip would come out from McGrath, and mm-hmm. he would go wish uh, Ricky good luck, and I would Jeremy also. I mean, it was a good, clean, good. racing yep. year. Yep. So it was totally respect. Good, yeah. yeah I think, And I think Dungy and Tomac are doing that. They're yeah, in, pre- in press conferences. You know, Adam, you said earlier, Tomac could have dirtied Dunge a little bit. Absolutely. He kind of said, hey, I'll get you next lap or whatever, yeah. you know? So we're I, I remember that. one year at San Diego, I think it was 99, when Ricky and uh, MC um, battled in the heat race, and Ricky accidentally hit MC in the corner, and he let MC back by. And I said, after that, I said, don't never do that again. <laughs> so, he's the king, and it's out of respect. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but anyway. Yeah, no, hey, all good points, man. We, we should get together and do a podcast one of these times if you're, uh, if you're around. Oh, um, Wattsperfection.com, is that still it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Watch, you can Google Chad Watts mm-hmm. or chadwattsperfections.com. Yep. And I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. There you go, people. Check him out. Uh, championship title winning mechanic, Chad Watts. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Appreciate it. You take care, Steve. All right. Thanks, Chad. See you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Chad Watts, everybody. There you go. Ricky's old mechanic calling from uh, North Carolina. I think he oh, lives in South There Carolina. you go. So, do you guys even know Chad Watts? No. No. Sad, isn't it? Fuck. It's terrible. Steve. I've Edwards. heard if it if it 
if it makes any no, it's anybody fine. feel it's better. Fine. It's fine. I've I heard just... of the name. I just don't know his face. I've never heard of his name. So. <laughs> it's official, everybody. Oh, shit. We are too fucking old. I, I, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I remember shit. that year, though, when Jeremy and RC, because Fuck I was crying you. each race, Jeremy lost. You were crying? Yeah. 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 It was a big deal. I yeah, literally cried deal. when Jeremy lost. Yeah, the king was the king. He but was, I was I was also like nine. He was a bad dude. Uh, all right, Weston Pike coming up here on the show. Race Tech, finally, the spring conversion system for the 2015-2016 CRF 450 KYB forks are available. Please check them out. The OEMs have the tough task of making an okay suspension setup for a wide range of riders. Combine this with trying to keep the cost as low as possible, and you are left with suspension that can be improved. Race Tech provides personalized suspension setups designed specifically for you and your type of riding. Listen, I've said it all the time. Don't be a jerk off. Get your, even if you're like, ah, I don't want to get revamped suspension. I'm not as fast as Tyler ending that. That's fine. No problem. Get the oil changed. Get the bushings changed. Get the seals done because the shit breaks down real fast and your bike probably handles like shit. You jerk off. It so matters. Call, call Race Tech. Get the oil changed. Pulpamex 2017 is the code. And if you want to get your air forks and turn them into spring forks, which a lot of people are doing, go to Race Tech. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, Steven, Travis, I have hard data. I listened to the 2017 Seattle post race interview and I must speak up. Chad Reed uh, used a whopping 59 ums during his interview. Amazingly, 39 of the 59 ums came when talking about the Dungey drama. Seriously, I listened back and counted. He put counted in all caps. Uh, for one, he uses the word um way too much, and when he starts to bullshit, it goes off the chart. <laughs> uh, oh, P.S. P.S. I fucking love JT, but it pains me to say all the negative on his boy. Honestly, JT is amazing. Keep up the good work, ladies. I'm going to show tweet to show my data. There we go. And you're not doing anything like that. You don't do any sort of data scraping like, like I did. Thanks for turning my mic off. No, I don't. No, I sure don't. All right. This is from Grant. Uh, hey, Mathis, since you deprived us of the of us with boring desk jobs, the usual podcast last week, this was the uh, week of the week off. Yep. I went back into the archives way back, bro. I listened to the first one you did with Ping at the beginning of 09. And during the pod, you go on a rant about how it's ridiculous that the top five riders make boatloads of cash and the rest of the field can hardly make a living. Uh, I then listened to the Andrew Short one, which was in mid-2009, and that's the one where you ask him if they, he gets free stuff from Honda, and you tell him that you really want a Ridgeline. Here we are, <laughs> here we are eight years later, and you're still talking about the same shit. <laughs> I thought that was funny, and of course, thanks for all the content. Grant. Oh, that shit was oh, funny. This guy right I'm here. telling you. I want a Ridgeline. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, when, when I'm dead and there are nets in Supercross, please... <laughs> <laughs> please call them the Steve Mathis Memorial Nets. Please. All right, we will. Please. Uh, we'll trademark it. Okay, uh, Greg sent this in. Steve, I got to call it like I see it. I usually hate the Dirt Shark videos, but apparently <coughs> he took some of your points. The Seattle video had zero rap, no Monster Girl asses, and actually was a journalistic video. A little bit of rock in the background, interviewed all the top riders, showed the key rhythms that AP and Eli were doing to make big passes. I got to give a little credit to Dirt Shark for stopping the typical douchebag camera work for that video, Greg. There we go. Nice. Anybody watch it? I did. No. no. I did. No? Okay. Okay. You did? Yeah, I did. And? Is he right? It was better. It was Dirt Shark, though. I went on a rant again this weekend with somebody that was very important in the industry. And I said, 
You give me unlimited access to these pits, like that jerk-off has, and a video camera, and a budget, and you say, Mathis, make us some cool, interesting, funny videos. You can roam anywhere on the floor, you know, because he, he, Dirt Shark can do anything he wants. He could probably take his cock out right on the floor and videotape it, no problem. Yeah, like anything that's you a want. schlong shot. <laughs> you give me that kind of access, and I will make you a funny video, an interesting video. I will use the writer's personalities, because we know them all. Look at these two guys in studio. Look at the guys that, that come on the Pulp Show. Look at the bottom line videos I did that are on YouTube from back in the day. I will make you a video every week that is amazing. What did he say? And instead, all we get is dat ass and rock and rap and and whatever else those fucking videos are. Did so. you did you propose this to him? Yeah. I haven't watched What did one. he say? No, they just whatever, they start laughing. So R- really? Yeah. I think we should like do a serious proposal. Like let us do it one weekend. I don't know. All right. Okay, so <laughs> Will Will said this. I used to be a local sportsman pro back in the day. I realized I wasn't making jack shit but could carry some speed. I was always used to getting a hookup on bikes and parts. One day I need to go to college. I realized I need to go to college. Fast forward. I have street bikes, track bikes, and was riding MX up until about three years ago when I had a rude awakening. I will never be fast as I used to be, and my 450 was no fun to ride. I sold it and checked out. <laughs> the other day, this is sad. This is sad. Now this comes, is sad. Now comes, now comes the uplifting part. Okay. The other day, I came across a smoking deal on a YZ250 two-stroke. I've been dumping all my money into it, getting ready to ride. I want you to know I've been supporting BTO and your sponsors, Works Connection, Michelin. It sucks not getting the hookup anymore, but I am thankful I am in a position to keep affording, to afford riding on my own. I am thankful that I can give back to your sponsors that I've invested in your podcasts. Whoop, keep whoop. up the awesome work, and thanks again for the great content. I nominate Math. He means to say, he means, he means to say Mathis, but it says, I nominate Matthew to the Hall of Fame. Anyways, thanks for using the discount. Shout out BTO Sports. BTOsports.com. Use code PulpMX when you go on there, and you will save. Best online company out there. Boom. Way better than anybody else. Yep. <laughs> BTOsports.com. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jason sent this in. Mathis, I watched the Salt Lake City post-race press conference. Is there something we should know about? Steve Mathis, motocross action. WTF. Made me... <laughs> made me... Made me scratch my head more than third place finisher Jason Anderson will not be suff- will not be joining us. Show kicks ass. Love the podcast. Keep making us laugh. Jason not suffering from altitude sickness in Utah. What uh, the hell happened? Yeah, man, I'm from MXA, and then they blocked me. That's lame. Dicks. Lame. Yeah. Can't uh, take a step joke. Your game out. Hey, can't take a joke, bro. Uh, okay, that, that's dumb. I don't know why I printed it off. Um, that's a very sick thing. Uh, okay. Great radio, bros. Clint wrote this in. Clint said that um, Clint said uh, RJ was right last week that Arata riders do overtrain and wear themselves out. <laughs> Excuse me. Turn the mic off. Get it together. Uh, he grew up in Duluth. Playing hockey was a norm. It was hockey all year round with dirt bikes in our free time. He started racing and noticed his fitness was right up there with guys who rode and trained MX full-time. So he got into junior hockey, put racing on the back burner. This guy wants to know why racers don't take up a more hockey type of training. Um, I know a lot of guys won't agree with me, but there's a lot of similarities between the two sports on a fitness level. I don't get why the 100-mile cycling rides are such a go-to in the sport. Cycling is a great way to get your cardio, but sprint work with shoots, waist-high water sprints, dumbbell work... All the kind of stuff that hockey does is uh, is more suited towards motocross, and I mean I don't I don't 
necessarily argue with this guy. Just we seem to have a lot of cycling trainers in our sport, you know? Yeah. So that's And too, it's do. just it's so like hand in hand with the two wheels and I just yeah. 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 I mean, I, I mean, I he's do, not necessarily saying play hockey, right? He's no, no, just he's doing hockey train, workouts. Yeah. yeah. Train Which is like, like a, a little bit of hockey stuff is a, a short, quick twitch muscles. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like, strength quickly, you know, a mm. lot of, uh, a lot of explosiveness. I think, um, I think a lot of, of guys do. What do, is there like what in hockey? What, how quick do they do lineups and stuff on ice? Do you know, Steve? Like 30, 45 seconds. Oh yeah. Short. I've never raced for 30 or 45 seconds. No, I know. But, <laughs> those type of, those. Uh, I have. I've, I've crashed a couple times. It was only 30 or 45 seconds. But um, I'm going to I'm gonna go about 35, 45 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to train a little bit longer than Pookie, that. come up here. <laughs> uh, okay. You got, you, when he does the drops, just carry on. Uh, <laughs> I know, but that, okay, I, know. Funny, such I know they're funny. But I know. <laughs> Indy Moto, what's up, bro? How are you? Indy Moto. What's up, Mathis? How are you, buddy? Good. What's going on, bud? Three things, Mathis, we have in common. First thing is Van Halen. Yeah. Post-DLR. Yeah. Next thing we have is motocross. Yeah. The third thing is Honda Ridgeline, because I'm on my third one, and I just love it. Woo! Woo! You, got, you got the new style, or you got the old one still? No, nah, bro. I, I like the old body style better. Dude, uh, I like the new one, but so do I. I. I like the old style body better, but no one else agrees with me. You me guys you, are tripping. Me and you are like on the island together. But I, I did am, like. I am going to send Steve. I'm going to send you a picture of mine, and I'm going to see yours as well. But I tell you, I think I think the old body style rocks. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I liked it. I just had, I got such a good deal from the Honda World guys. That I had to do it. Hey, and what? And so you like Hagar better than David Lee? Yeah, I had to switch, man. I've always been a, a Van Halen fan from you know from the beginning, but. Yeah. It took me a long time. I think it was about 15 when I went and saw the first show with Hagar, and I think I took off from there. I didn't like the guy even when I saw him the first time. Yeah. That, so I love. Yeah, bro. I like it. It's good Good talk. Hey, my, you, you and I talked online once <clears throat> briefly. We talked about splitting lanes, and I wanted to get some feedback. But, you know, there's times when you race in youth where they would split the lanes during practice, and you could get a corner where there'd be two lines. Yeah. They took a – well, is there any way to put a tough block in between maybe the, not the heat races or anything, but before the before the night show and split those lanes? No, be no, because qualifying times are taken from practice now. There's no more daytime. There used to be when they did that, uh, Indy Moto, there were daytime qualifying races, drop the gate race to get into the night yep. show. They've got rid of those, and now it's pr- qualifying practice. So all these jerkies are trying to go as fast as they can around the track to get qualifying spots into the night show. Which is understandable. So if you ran, let's say, at a practice and then put a tough block in one corner and they had to run the inside line, the next one, wouldn't that create two lines? Okay, okay. No, because one of, the, one of the practices will be faster. And then what if you have a bike issue or anything else? You only got, got one okay. shot at it. And now because the practice was quicker. And sometimes, uh, this has happened back in the day, they've made massive track changes between the second and third practice yeah. that affect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you can't do that. No. Yeah. You cannot do that. And they do yeah. it anyways. Well, not only on top of that, but I'm trying to avoid the hay bales on the side of the track, let alone if they yeah. put them in the middle of the track. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm already squirrely enough. I'm just trying to stay in the middle. Yeah. Um, it's all about the magic tires. And, and yeah, magic tires. That's, that's what <laughs> I told Max. It's, it's about the magic at. tires. But, you yeah. know, the other thing is there's plenty of lines in practice. I mean, there's yeah. like 30 lines in every corner in practice. Like, if you really look at the turns, it's like five, six ruts, you know, every turn. It's the night well, show guys, where they clean it up, and everybody wants to go so fast, and the fast line is the same line. 
Okay. And when you guys are hitting, like, you know, big triple, and there's multiple lines, and they're deep, mm-hmm. deep as shit, and you just want to poke it in there. I mean, do you ever think for one second the back end or the front end can hit the wrong line, and I, off and sideways I'd go? Bro, every second. And run it. Yeah, every you second, You just kind of go Dude, for it. Dude, especially when like, a monster is coming up on you, like, and he's just going to catch looks, you. They, it yeah. looks sketchy as hell, and I'm like, God, just close your eyes and pick one that bad. Yeah, it, yeah Seattle was sketchy. ridiculous. Also, Indy Moto, you got to remember, too, the top guys, not these two jerkies, but the top riders have, these, have this software that they watch, and they have a ghost line, and they're able to, to – precisely mark the fastest way around the racetrack and so that's what they do like those are the so the the software tells them where to go what what is the fastest line so i got an answer for that you won't like it i'll bring my drone over though steve we can fix that no uh, mookie yeah mookie like this drone. <laughs> mookie's got your drone bro Seven deuce deuce, I'll bring the drone over, bro. We can get you some straight lines. Hell yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Nah. Drone following seven deuce deuce around. <laughs> How sick would that be? Just <laughs> John Gallagher's like, yeah, uh, nap, uh, no drones. <laughs> so I'm gonna sit in the lawn chair and just drink beer, man. I'm straight up, it would have worked uh, perfect at Utah. Thanks for the call, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Have a great evening, guys. Thanks for coming. Oh yeah, later. Great to great to talk to you. Uh, Gear Alloy, if you go to SoCal Super Trucks, people have been asking us, hey, the Gear Alloy is super sweet. They're used to getting discounts on uh, on our stuff, and I get that. Gear Alloy, uh, if you go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, uh, enter code PULPAMEX17, uh, you get a serious savings from Gear Alloy on SoCal Super Trucks. Uh, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there's a Gear Alloy wheel style for you. 20 different ones to choose from. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. They also sponsor the Rocky Mountain ATV KTM team of Millsaps, Baggett, and Bloss. And the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team uh, as well. Gear Alloy is a is, uh, great company, great wheels, and they support the sport. This is the Gear Alloy cold call. Here we go. Oh, here we go. You guys wanted to call Kiefer. Well, yeah. you did, Adam. More I did. I of wanted to call Kiefer, too. I haven't talked to him in a minute. Hey, Actually, don't, hey, don't forget, uh, uh, Tyler. Yeah. Your name's Tyler. Yeah. Don't, don't forget about JT. You got, you got beef with JT. Oh, yeah, we got beef with JT. Yeah, so don't, he was don't forget. He shit last week. Right. Or two weeks All ago. All right, Gear Alley, cold call. Cold call. Is it ironic people. that his, his name is, I mean, his voice is. Gear Alley, cold call. Right now, singing. And it's him. Oh, no, there's 50-50 that he picks right. up. Yeah. Hi, hmm. yes, it's Jagger home, please. <laughs> what, this guy is probably what is he doing right now? Has been forwarded to an automatic oh, voice message dude. system. Do you have his wife's number? Chris Key for everybody not picking up. Gear nice. Alloy cold call. Can't believe it. Nice. You think the easy one would the guy would pick up? What could yeah. he possibly be doing? Actually, never mind. Don't answer that. Yeah, because it's Chris Key for. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, just carry on. Keeper bro. after dark. I'm sorry, bro. That shit is funny. <laughs> Travis is on point with those. <laughs> the show has reached oh, a new man. low. <laughs> Andy, oh, what's man. up, bro? How are you? Hey, man. How you guys doing? Good. What are you doing? Andy. I'll tell you what. Like, I saw Chad Watts in, like, the chat log, and I was like, I thought that was cool as shit, him calling in and. Man, brings back some memories. I'm actually shocked that your boys there, they they, they really <laughs> oh, don't dude. know. Yeah, no. It, it, I mean, look, don't, no, don't honestly, remember. don't come down on them. I talk to kids all the time that don't know. Like, Dude, honestly, I'm embarrassed. It's not just them. I'm it's, embarrassed. It's not just them. I mean, I just, I mean, Chad Watts. <laughs> Chad Watts, you know. Yeah, I mean, bro, he's a fucking and I always thought I, I, know. I always thought he was like, 
I mean, my buddy so Steve, meticulous, my, man. Oh, like, yeah, I, he was. My buddy Steve Edwards is in the studio. He couldn't believe it either. He's old school. He looked at the Antonet brothers like, you know, he looked at them like, what the fuck are you doing? And and they just, they didn't get it. So, but it's, dude, it's not them. It's, it's, it's their age group. That's how it works. Right. And, uh, I'm right. going to make it worse yeah. for you too. I thought Ricky's mechanic was, um, was goose the whole time. Before oh. goose was Chad. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Mind Ch- blown. Chad, Chad. Yeah. Spawn wrenches in the heyday, you know. I mean, friggin', you know, and he and he he went over to Honda, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went over to Honda for a couple yeah. of years. Yep. So no, you look at that. Ah, it's cool. Hey, celebrities listen. I, to I, I just com- just commenting. I was cool. yeah, bro, jumped so in there, and you know, because listen it, to the show. It's, it's been a while since. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and another thing, is it a Villaman jersey hanging up there, man? <laughs> I kind of like, hey, like that. Right you're there. on Facebook yeah. Live right now? Yeah, Villaman. I, 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 yeah. We got a Villaman jersey hanging up. We got uh, a lot of jerseys hanging up in the studio here. And then, then I think you got a Timmy jersey back there, uh, too. There's, eh? there's 14 Timmy jerseys up here. <laughs> nice. We got Timmy How everything. Come? I don't understand the connection. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, I don't get it either, man. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Just a weird right, yeah, cu- Thanks for the call. I'll cut you guys loose, man. Yeah, yeah. take it easy. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Thank you. He kind of sounded like he was from Canada. He seemed angry at you two. He, honestly, Maybe. I feel embarrassed. It's understandable, that, though. Yeah, I feel terrible. I feel like I, I should know who Mark's, that guy is. Mark's dog. Yo. Chad Watts? Yeah. Do I know who he was? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. From when? Are you lying, bro? Late 90s. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, they think you're lying. I'm not. I'm old. How old are you? How old are you? 24. I'll be 30 in a couple months. Oh, damn, he is old enough. He did oh, a yeah. backflip, bro. Yeah. I know. It's pretty yeah. sick, He bro. did a backflip. I was afraid for him. Huh? No, he I- went to Travis Pastrana's house, bro. Oh, really? That's pretty oh. sick. Tyler. We gotta Tyler. Sh- we gotta show him the video maybe. Yeah, on the we, I need break. to see the First, video. He doesn't know who Watts is, and then yeah. you haven't seen the. Back it's back. it's not good, bro. I'm, I'm sorry, mean, I'm the youngest one here. They're on the same level. Okay, so um, <laughs> you and uh, uh, hold on, we have time for this. Yeah, Pike's coming. Hey, up. great radio, bro. Um, no, I'm trying to figure out where I want to. Great go next. radio, bros. <laughs> Get it together, Steve. Justin Hill <laughs> won the 250 Supercross Championship on the West Coast. Uh, beat Marty Davalos up the finish line to clinch the title. Yep. Um, what do you think about Hill winning? I think it's badass. I think long time coming for sure. Yeah. He's been fighting injuries every year. He's always been fast. Yeah. Oh, always he been fast. Never, like, keep it together, like, right? Yeah, yeah, since he was like three foot tall, he's always been fast. Yeah. Just could never keep it together. Finally yeah. went back to Peyton. And, I mean, I think he was the best guy this year. I mean, yeah, and, injuries took out some guys, but, you know. Yeah, but I really... I mean, what are you going to say? I would like, I would have loved to see Shane not have a bike problem. In yeah. Dallas, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, that it would have been a really good West Coast. I think Justin Hill would have probably still won. I don't know. Because how hard he was coming on towards the end. But, you know, you put that in there and you never know. Shane has been riding phenomenal. And. And, it's, and it was nice to see Plessinger put it together in Seattle, and he, wasn't, and, and he would have won this weekend had he not gone yeah. down. You know, I talked to McElrath afterwards, and I said, hey, you saw Plessinger, like, killing it in the whoops, right? Mm-hmm. But you know how you guys, you can only go so fast in whoops yeah. before yeah. it bites you. Yeah. And, and I said, were you thinking, like, hey, Plessinger, 
go like if you wanted this go bad, ahead, bro. Yeah, go and McElrath said, yeah, like I'm like I don't have that in those whoops. These are yeah. gnarly. Yeah, and they're sketchy. Bit them. Yeah. You know what though? I have to say, Aaron Plessinger, that kid's got potential. I, I'm I, saying championships I, I was, coming. He. He didn't have the series he needed. He wa- yeah. got a win, of course. And no, but he, he struggled has with the speed. He, he struggled yes. with starts in the beginning yeah. of the season yep. hard. Yep. And Jeremy Martin, too, was just like, Dude. he's just out. He's like, give me outdoors and let me dominate. J-Mart might be um, the most disappointing rider in that yeah. class. Yeah. Geico was, that was like almost they were a bombed, bro. Right? the championship. And I don't know what it is. It's year after year after year. Like, he cannot get his starts together indoor. And he's small, too. You'd think, you know, you'd figure something out Dude, to where. He just needs to get on a 450. No. <laughs> stop it. Are you going off Daytona? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was sick. Price went up. He, hey, price he, went up. He's got to master Supercross on a 250 somewhat before I will be, like, all in on that on him, you know? Yeah. He needs I to th- get a little bit more fluent and a little bit you know, smoother technique. I think he's hammering a little too much hard. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he is laying down some pretty fast qualifying times. J-Mart. Yeah, j Yeah, so you go like, hey, he can get it. He can yeah. figure it out, you know? And then in the main event, he can't start. I think if you look at his main event starts um, average or something yep. like that, it's like second to last or something. I still, I mean, I, I'm holding, Forkner had a rough year, Supercross, a lot of crashes, but he's got yeah. speed. I would put, if the class was staying the same next year, mm-hmm. uh, I would say Forkner would be my favorite to win the title. He, oh, really? I kind of put him that this year. Yeah. I think he'll learn Not Plessinger. Plessinger, no. No. I, uh, you no. know, what about if McAlrath comes get off back? The line, well, no, McAlrath will be back. I still like Forkner. I think really? Forkner, yeah, he's, I think so. Oh. But maybe we're underestimating. Just uh, just to get a little stat, Yeah. Um, Jay Mart's average start was a 17.5. <laughs> Is that good? No, no, he no. was only beaten. Wow, two and a half dudes might have affected. He didn't race that much. What? What's? what's no, what's it Plessinger's, only goes off of his races. What's Plessinger's average start? Twenty-three, seventh, seven. Yeah, tough to do. I mean, yeah. still he's do. getting seven. At least it's not seventeen point five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and those are the only races that he raced. So it's not like you know he got an average of not racing and the, yeah. the average went down. That was the races that he showed up at and that he raced. His average start in the main event was a seventeen and a half. Yeah, that Geico bike can beat a lot more than two and a half dudes off a start. I mean, right? <laughs> of course, of course it can. Jimmy Dakotas, average start, four point eight. Boom. There you go. Uh, speaking of Jimmy D, Jeff's got a question about him. What's up, Jeff? How are you, man? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, first off, thank you for the discounts. I have the Guts Racing uh, seat cover. I just sent my wheels out to W. Oh, I'm going to get my uh, awesome. pivots working very soon as well. If it works, it pivots. Pivots, uh, it works. So, <laughs> absolutely. Um, no, thank you, man. And everybody, all the deals and all the stuff we offer for our listeners, we really appreciate it. Go to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com, and all the codes are listed on there. Are they on the app? Right, if you have the app, there's this thing. Did you update those codes though? I sent you an email. Yes. Did you? Yes. No, you're acting like you didn't. No, I did. Uh, BTO's not working. No, Ooh. BTO doesn't, BTO doesn't work. No, nah, BTO doesn't work online. You have to either call or put the code in the notes section on BTO, and they'll apply the discount. Okay, cool. Yeah, but thank you for using it. What's your question, man? Uh, so all this talk about Geico Honda, good starts, and uh, I'm a Rhode Island boy, so Jimmy D's been who I've been pulling for. Yeah. What are the chances of him getting re-signed next year? Uh, he seems to be the best finishing rider, obviously not the fastest, but 
this um, has been his best Supercross season he's ever had. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So sure. I don't think he makes a lot of money. He doesn't do the nationals. Um, I don't think he like you know needs a lot of money on there. So I I like him. He's got the roots to Ziggy, you know, uh, from New Hampshire and all that. Where where Factor Connection. He's been from. consistent. Yeah. No, he's been good. Uh, we were gonna have him on the show tonight. He just uh, yeah. he didn't make the cut. Tyler Renting that vetoed him. But anyway. What? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so oh, that's damn. harsh. But no, no, he's been good, man. I would not be surprised to see him resign. Awesome, glad to hear it. So, <laughs> thanks, man. All right, thank you. Right. Thank you, uh, Sandy. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, we're good. You know, hanging in there. Good. Hey, Mathis. I was hoping to meet you Uh-oh. in Seattle, but. Never did. Um, yeah, you know what, uh, Sandy? Seattle was nutty with all the... Uh, oh, my uh, God. That that track was just nuts and gnarly and just shitty as all get out. I was saying more, Sandy. You're right. But I was saying with me meeting fans, it was crazy. There were so many cool Pulp fans that, that were in Seattle. It was insane. I know. So, I missed you. But, Addy, mm. Addy, what, what's up, dude? What up? Hey, what's going on? Not much. What are you doing? Not much. What What were my last words to you? Um, I love Seattle. you. Uh, no. <laughs> Put your nuts on the crossbar, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, that's right. You totally were bashing me for my starts. Yes, and I, I didn't did. get one, bro. Told- I know, but you know what? I was so proud of you this last weekend. Yeah, crazy. Like so you rad. made the mains, dude. You got more airtime, I think, all this year from that than any other time. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait Tomac to see it. passing you. I'm just like, oh my, there's deuce, deuce. You know, you? Hey, Sandy, he had the best. Uh, he had the best uh, time in the LCQ. So everybody can yeah. suck on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Tomac. Tomac put his balls on the crossbar, and we saw what happened. Yeah. In the main event. Yeah. So. Oh my God! What ten the fuck? seconds back or ten? I'm sorry. No, he was in ten. He was about ten seconds, eleven seconds back at the furthest point. I think. Yeah. Um, exactly. I mean, honestly, when Alex nuts. Alex Ray's tripling into that one rhythm, and Adam doesn't pull the trigger. Yeah. Alex didn't yeah, do it no. all day. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. I saw it. Did he? No. You sure? No, he, he, didn't. he didn't. Thank you. He never did. That's what no. I thought. So thank um, you. <laughs> anyway, Sandy, uh, thank you for listening and. Uh, Thanks for being yeah, a fan absolutely. of the Seven Dish Kids. I just wanted to call in and say I love you, Addy. Heck you're, yeah. you're my boy. Mm-hmm. What about me? You're my boy. <laughs> I love you. Hopefully Seattle will be a better track next year. Oh, it, it's always kind of like that, but, you know, it's nice to have a little yeah. bit of a change up, and it's good to no, see you. No, but uh, it was gnarly. There were so many wrecks. And it oh, my goodness. Just horrific. Just crazy. So, Sandy, um, the dirt will be better next year. I'm just glad that it's back in Seattle. I know. So, okay. so and, cool. and the indoor pits were cool. It was a great race. I love the pits. Yeah. Oh, man, was that so much Great better. coffee yeah, places, too. Great coffee places there. I just love it. Yeah. Yep. Well, I love finally meeting Wanda and Kenny and you know, the whole crew. That yeah. was awesome. Cool. There you go. That was awesome. And thank you for bringing the ladies' t-shirt. Oh, you know it. Yeah. All day. I'm you know I got to support my ladies. T-shirt so I don't have to hack up my man's T-shirt. Yeah. Look like a lady's T-shirt. Just, just killing it <laughs> in welcome the 70s. Welcome to the Adam Inting That Radio Show, everybody. Yep. Yep. Just, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to check out. <laughs> hey, that's what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Mathis, awesome. for having me on. No problem. Thanks, yeah. Sandy. <laughs> Appreciate it. You guys have a good night. Uh, Bye, Sandy. See you. Later. All right, buddy. Adam Inting <laughs> That Show. <laughs> got to love it.
Gotta love it. The fans love me. I love my fans. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah, we like that. What do we gotta do? Pike's coming on right away. Yeah, he is. No, no Kiefer. I huh? like dick cheese. <laughs> right, let's just wait for Pike. No Kiefer? And he's eating a bunch of dicks. I don't know. I mean, no Kiefer, no. Wow. What a jerky. You're um, fucking kidding me. We'll have to do it later. Who's on one? Uh, TC's on one. Let's get to that. TC, what's up? Hey, I blame Antignap's parents for not teaching him this old school stuff. I know, right, bro? <laughs> like, seriously. Sorry, bro. And, that, and it kind of leads me to what I called in for. So, my, yeah. my son's 10. We uh-huh. watch the race every Saturday night, uh-huh. you know. And he has limited views of old moto, like late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. you know, watching old yeah. barter bars and stuff. Yeah, Tim Ferry. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he totally knows who Red Dog is. Good, good. And we're, we're sitting there watching the race, and he says, you know, Dad, he says, they need to, like, you know, bring in more dirt or something. I was like, what do you mean? He says, well, they need to make the tracks harder, you know, like the old days, you know, with, like, McGrath and, and Villeman and those guys. He said, these guys hit it, hit the rhythm sections, like, like two hits, and they're out of it. Like, they need to make the tracks harder. I was like, your ten-year-old said dude, this. Wow, my ten-year-old said this. I was just out of the blue, and I was like, "Dude, you're on top of it." <laughs> dude, I don't know about I that, just, bro. I'm already struggling. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make it around the dang track. You make it harder than that. I mean, like, no, we need more dirt. We absolutely need more dirt. I mean, we need, yeah, more, need dirt, more dirt, but not to make it more harder, dirt. just to make the transitions better. No, but like those old, like '90s, like that Oklahoma City. Yeah, slow the. Wow, well, part of it's the bikes though. Uh, uh, TC, yeah. the bikes are so good part nowadays, the, you know. But yeah, we got a lot. Yeah, more we're sitting here and had discussion about yeah. that, how much better the bikes were and yeah. stuff. But he's like, yeah. man, he he loves watching those old races because the racing was so much better. Because there was something like you guys have talked about to separate some of the riders, you know, with some stuff that only the super good guys can do. Right. Yeah, which I know the internet well, maps aren't well. probably a fan of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I am though. But yeah. like, there was some stuff that the super good guys could do. Like, like for instance, tripling out of that corner. Holes. There, you know, you could go a little bit faster in the whoops. Not everybody was tripling after the whoops. I mean, there's definitely some separators. I think the biggest thing is just you need a little bit more dirt for the transitions, and uh, and a little bit. Uh, smoother landings but you know when you do that then then everything's going to get faster so so i think it's hard either way i think back in the <clears throat> back in the 90s i think the tracks were a little bit more um you know i would say lippy and like a little bit slower like steve was saying but i think with how the bikes are now you kind of have to make them yeah the bikes make everything look so yeah. easy yep. yeah but we got yeah. so much power uh, hey tc we got to run we got pike on the line but thanks for the call man and tell your kid good job on that i agree all right, there you go. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, JGR check-in. We do this every week on the show. And uh, brought to you by NFAB, n-fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Uh, please check them out. Jeep, truck, uh, SUV parts. Truck, n-fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA, as I said. Lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. Whether it's the steps, the light mounting solutions, the bumpers, NFAB makes products for uh, real people and real fans of the sport. And uh, please check them out if you can. And uh, besides the JGR Suzuki guys, you have the uh, Rocky Mountain uh, ATV KTM guys. They're all supported by NFAB as well. Support the sport. Get NFAB. Uh, this is the NFAB JGR check-in with the injured Weston Pike. Pike, what's up? How are you, man? Yo, what up? What up, Weston? Yo, what up? <laughs> what have you been doing? 
Dude, he's been kung fu. Everything, man. He's been kung fu. Are you? Been... When do you get back riding? <clears throat> uh, maybe like Wednesday. Oh, bro. Oh. Where are you going? Loki, the Dez, bro. The <laughs> you want to swing up by the house? All the way to Augustine Wells so nobody can see how shitty I am. <laughs> <laughs> Go to some low-key like, track. No numbers on the RMZ, baggy gear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> LBZ yeah. pants. Right, right. <laughs> no number no on the idea. jersey. Uh, so the wrist is healing good, though? Everything like that, that's all fine? All checked out okay? Yeah, everything's... Yep. Healing well. I mean, I mean, I don't know what else I could do. I just got to case a triple or something and get it to, you know, break loose a little more. You got some, yeah, you got <laughs> scar tissue built up in there. Oh damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 coming along good. I just been yep. I've been going uh, traveling back. To, I've been doing um, therapy here in Cali with uh, Eddie's place using mm-hmm. Tom, and then um, I also go back to Chicago and have um, uh, Pat. I've had him work on me for the last nine years, so he's <clears throat> he's really good at what he does. And okay, I was back there for a week doing um, acupressure with him, and then also doing some training in uh, in his school. Oh, cool! All right, right on seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you got a question for Weston Pike, he's on the uh, Pulp and Mech Show, brought to you by Enfab Enfab JGR Check In. Um, so yeah, that's good to see. So you, do you think you're on track for Hangtown? Are we looking like that? Yeah, I mean, I'll have a better idea Wednesday when I ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, I think I'll be good for Hangtown. I mean, I'm not going to be where I want to be, but I mean, I'll I'll at least be on the track racing. Yeah, yeah. It'd take you a little um, bit to get up to speed, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just as you know, like, oh, I'll race as long as there's, you know, as long as there's no crazy pain or anything like that in the wrist. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be racing. So, um, yeah, I think it, it's just going to be. We'll see how it goes. I really don't yeah. know yet. It might be a slow start. It might not be, depending on, yeah. um, you know, how sore it is during the week when I'm riding or whatnot. So right. just kind of really play it by ear until I can actually get on the bike and start riding. Yeah, I'm like, uh, hey, Weimer, like, what's up? Are you going to ride? And Weimer's like, I don't know. I'm going to do some testing. I guess we'll see. Yeah. He's, he's in that never, you know, that Netherland of waiting. Yeah. So waiting to see how Pike's hand is. So Is it, uh, is it your yeah. left or your right? It's my throttle hand, right hand. Um, how ha, – ha, so you're going to go riding Wednesday. Honestly, is it is it just like the range of motion right now, or is it actually painful, or what is it? Uh, I mean, it's painful when you get it out of, you know, it, it's it's area. You know what I mean? If you yeah. move it too far or, or like, a certain area. But, the, I mean, the strength the strength's getting a lot better. Um the, the movement is the biggest thing, you know, like yeah. being able to twist the throttle. Yeah. But I mean, I can, I can sit in the garage and twist the throttle all day long. Like I have plenty of range to do that. It's just that, yeah. that, you know, extra little bit of range, mm-hmm. you know, that has been working on, but I got a wrist brace and stuff that, you know, will allow me to, to not go past that point and, and mess it up, you know, or whatnot. So I think, uh, I think I'm on the right track and, you know, everything's, everything's healing well. Everything's healed up. All the mm-hmm. tenants are healed back on and everything like that. So it's just, uh, you know, just building the strength from, from here. So Yeah. And, too, I think you'd be honestly surprised. Like, when I did my wrist and I had the range of motion, when you get back on your bike, you're going to be like, shoot, I don't even need that much range of motion. You use your arm and stuff a little bit more. And, too, when I got back on the bike, I think the best therapy was just riding. You just kind of take a little impact. It's going to be sore for the next couple of days, and you just kind of get that range of motion back and tear it up. 
Yeah, that's what I figure. I mean, you don't need all your freaking wrist. You know what I mean? It's like you're using more elbow and everything else than yeah. than just you know relying on your wrist to twist the entire way. Like I rode my Harley uh, yesterday or whatever day it is yesterday Sunday. So I rode my Harley for like three hours. So I mean, everything will be fine. So did that's you perfect. did you go to Salt Lake or no? No. Um, I've been impressed though. Pike Pike's been in a lot of races. Signing. I know, yeah, like, like signing, like usually the injured stuff. injured superstar dudes, like see you later, you know, <laughs> fuck the fans type deal. Yeah, no, Pike, Pike has been <laughs> grinding. Yeah, I wonder if he needs a contract or what the deal is, but. He's been- <laughs> Dude, you've been showing I mean, don't, up. I don't, we, don't we all need contracts? Yeah, no, you, you're right. Yeah, we do. Um, no, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's been good. Just a, it's just a respect thing, you know. Yep. I, I get, I get paid to race, and if I'm injured and I, I can't race, then I'm gonna do everything I can to make as many races as I can to mm-hmm. support the team and, and you know, just show up for the fans that are, you know, paying and coming to watch and want to see us. So it's just, yeah. it's part of the sport, and I think it's just, it's something you got to do to to support the team and the sponsors that that. You know, pay your bills. So. No, I like it. You see, and you see the Instagram video. Phil is walking now. You see that Phil's walking. Phil is walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. What a rough year for the. I, 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 look, all the J, all the JGR guys, uh, except for Barsha, are like super cool. Um, like it's honestly, it's a great team. It's rad. The guys are yeah. cool. And I feel really bad for you, those dudes. You know the list that he just put you on now for saying that? <laughs> like, yeah, do you think I could get any lower? <laughs> he just wrote he just wrote you off. Oh god, I'm written off by Barsha. I got I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> you any nighttime interviews. Oh. Probably not that you do it anyways. But just saying, like Bro. after that comment, you're done. I'm okay with it. You might, Listen. you might actually get banned from the truck now because he might put a submission in there to tell them that you're not allowed. To <laughs> Listen, the, the way he's going, he's got about, he's got about seven months left, and then he's out of there. Okay, so um, unless 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 he starts picking it up, there's zero chance he stays there. Anyway, Steve Listen. Mathis just got blacklisted. Listen, can yeah. I finish what I was saying? <laughs> yes. Hey. Okay. You need another shovel? <laughs> Just keep on digging hey, that hole. Uh, the, the team, except for Barsha, is super cool. And with your injury, Weston, at Glendale, and Phil, and Bichelle has never even raced yet, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's such a tough deal on, to have that as a team. I feel so bad for those dudes. And Suzuki, too, of course. They went to Suzuki this year. Like, it's just one of those years, huh, Pike? And, and it sucks for those guys. They work hard. Everybody does. Yeah, it's... It's it's hard, you know. It's like one of those things where it's like everybody put in so much hard work, and you know, like my results were there. I I was putting in the work. Everybody was doing a good job, and yep. obviously everything wasn't perfect, but it was on the right track to being perfect. And mm-hmm. you know, I thought my bike was good, and it just sucks, you know. And then you get it just everybody had just stupid crashes and and just big injuries out of it. So it's kind of it's just a tough spot, you know, for the team. And mm-hmm. you know, I think it's. Yeah, obviously it's racing. You know, you can't, yeah, you, you yeah. can, you can't control it. But I mean, it's just something that you gotta, you know, grow from. And 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 like my situation is just to not do something I did and <laughs> yeah. and fucking not about it. Yeah, I mean, you were on it too. You're riding really well. It it was yeah. uh, it was going well until then. Um, yeah. so let's get into this Adam Entignap sponsorship. <laughs> WP is on the bike. Straight up. So is he on a performance deal, Pike? Where you, if you think he sucks. You're not giving him any money or any support. <laughs> like, how does that work? How does you the know, negotiations like, work? 
how this how this situation is going right now is he's just representing. Absolutely, <laughs> I haven't I haven't done shit for him this year. Oh, okay, but but like I mean, like yeah, like there I would I would like to do something. Like he bringing something. I keep wanting to bring something up and do something, but I'm just a fucking flake, and I'm right. just. I'm like scrambling with other shit right now. I got money flying out my ass with other stupid projects that I have. But right. Um, now, yeah, wasn't but there some he, boots involved? Didn't somebody buy some boots? I, some? I don't think so. I don't. Was there boots? I don't think there was boots. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I, um, no, no, remember. I think I bought you a pair of yeah, boots. Yeah, Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, That's that right. Like, I, th- I was thinking that moto was like, boots. No, no, no. It's like, like we 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 have like a. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we have performance um like fashion gifts that we do occasionally. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's really a lot of it. Like when when I'm at the track with Wes, or he comes up, he helps me a lot with like technique stuff, and you know, taking my, getting the sand out of my vag and, and doing a lot of that stuff. Cause sometimes I am a little bit of a puss pop when I get to the track and, and Weston's like, dude, yeah, you're, what are you even doing? Dude? Weston delicately tells you. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicately. Right. You know, we went to Millsap's house one time and I think I rolled the triple one lap and he's like, Dude, you roll that freaking triple one more time, and I'm going to fucking send you home, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, shit, dude. I just, I rolled it one time, Wes. I promise I'll do it the next lap. I promise, I promise. <laughs> but on a, on a for reals note, I think um, I think one of the biggest things that he helped me with is he hooked me up with uh, it, the mental coach, which, uh, which was absolutely amazing at competition mind systems, I think is what Bill does. But um, I think that was one of the biggest helps, and uh, it's it's been a major difference in my program. Cool, yeah, it's awesome. It's cool. Uh, Wesson's Wesson's story is really cool, from where yeah. he came from to where he is now, podium supercrosses and, and all that. Like, it's just phenomenal. It's just... and and I mean, just that story alone. I mean, that's kind of like that's what we all want to do. And I've looked up to Weston ever since I was young, and and not only because. Not only because he was one of the, I wouldn't say one of the bigger guys, but you know what I mean? He's definitely bigger as far as a racer Boy, point of view, you know, and <laughs> and he came from the privateer, like full privateer on the life, island, bro. on yeah. the island, on the island. And, and now he's, and he's not only did he make it off, but he's not, he's a, got a yacht. He's not a puss pop about making it off. He made it off and then he's putting in the work to be top yeah. five, and you know, excelling. and, and when's the last privateer that made it off the island and is like securely in a factory? I mean, I wouldn't Maybe say Larry Ward. There you go. Yeah. I mean, you're talking legends right, right. there. And, and um, Weston, I would say is going down in the history books for one of those guys that actually made it and has a secure factory you, ride. Pike, you should have saw him and Adam and Schmidt on the track in the main event. Laying on, laying on the track for like five laps, just talking, oh my trying gosh. to get their bikes apart. That was so not at, how it at went. One what, po- what, when was this? In the main. During the main. It was during the main. Yeah, yeah, in the main. In Are the we going to go through the story again? No, I'm just saying Pike would have been, look at these two idiots. <laughs> I, I didn't have, I wasn't there and I didn't, my my I, my TV doesn't have FS2 or whatever yeah. it played on, so I couldn't, I didn't even record it. So the, I didn't, you know. Their bikes were stuck together. Okay, just to sum this up, Wes, I, I was not at fault for this situation. Can you call him Wes? Yeah, whatever. Can I call him Wes? Yeah, sure, Wes. Wes. All right, what's okay, up, Wes? So, so I go, 
I'm on the outside of Schmidt, and Schmidt's on the inside, and he brake checks me, looks back, comes to a complete stop on the track. I get locked up Shut in his up. rear. Yes, I get. he looks back at me. I get locked up in his rear wheel. I fall over. Then he falls over because he loses his balance because he's looking back. He goes to pick up his bike. I feel like and Schmidt's then he, side of things is different. He pushes my bike and falls over onto my bike after he just got up and tried to push my bike off. And then I throw my hands up in the air like, dude, what are you doing? And I grab my bike. And then he says, sorry. And I pat him on the back and leave. Like, I'm like, dude. Dude. And now in the meantime, Weston, Weston, in the meantime, Tomac is going around and around and around. Yeah. Like like two or three laps. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So, uh, hey, let's get some phone calls for you. Uh, First up is Skippy. Skippy, what's your question for Weston Pike? Brought to you by NFAB, JGR Suzuki check-in. What's your question for uh, Weston Pike, Skippy? Actually, I didn't have a question. just wanted to say I I sold one of his uh, replica helmets today at uh, my fly dealer here in uh, Dallas, Texas. Awesome. So that's a little bit of money in Pike's pocket. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. So, what? Okay. So, did... Did the guy like the Viking thing, or what did the guy like the what did the guy like about the helmet? Absolutely. So it was actually for his chick, and they're they're riding Razor One Thousands, right? Okay. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So I'm talking to Pike. Does not care. I'm talking to them about. I'm talking to them about Miss Technology. Uh huh. And the cheapest one we got is like two hundred something dollar Bell helmet with Miss, and they're like, eh, I'm not sure about this two hundred dollar thing in helmets. And then the wife looks over and says, "Is that a Viking?" I'm like, yeah, it's a Viking. Like, <laughs> Is that a Viking? <laughs> Literally. Well, Pike, I'm like, what do you feel about? How do you feel about Pike. that, Weston? <clears throat> you know, I feel good about it. You know, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a good helmet, and I thought, I thought it was a good, uh, yeah, a good decision to make. Like, you should see the the new one that's going to come out for outdoors. I think it's like, it's like ten times better than than that one. Does it have a Viking? With an even bigger Viking. Oh, dude. I'm getting it. I'm getting it's like a, it. It's like a gargoyle. It should be a gargoyle, that's but a Viking. Guys, that's all it, you can know. Is it's just, it was it's a bigger good. Viking, and that's it. <laughs> well, Skippy, I'm glad that worked out for you. That's awesome. Yeah. So good. Now, here's here's the even better part. Okay. So they asked the price. They asked the price. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. It's a replica helmet. And they're like, replica? What does that mean? I'm like, this is literally the same helmet this guy picks up off the shelf and he wears it at Supercross. Like, yeah. He could hit his head. Yeah. You got the same You got the same protection, blah, 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 yep. than that. F2 carbon right out of the box, right, with MIPS. Absolutely. So that was that was a big thing, and they didn't really worry about price or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that was that was a huge thing, like I said, with the uh, – you know, the fact that it was a helmet that came straight off the uh, the box and full factoriness and oh, awesome. they were nerds about it and they didn't even care about the price, so rock on, y'all keep it rolling. Thank Sweet. you, man. dot com. Thanks for the call, Skippy. Appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Thank you. And, and Pike, you get a little bit of cash out of that, right? Everyone that's sold? Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. Uh Dave, you want to talk to Pike about uh, his wrist? Yeah, I I've been listening to you guys for a little while now. Okay. Smashing on each other. <laughs> Funny as hell. Thanks, man. But I I guess rewind a little bit. You know, he's talking about his wrist uh uh mobile or range of motion and stuff and he's got his brace. I was thinking like I don't know, maybe this, is there a possibility his mechanic could uh modify like the throttle? You know, especially for outdoors. Dude, dude my, I mean, you're the, wide open dude, all the time anyways, dude, right? Dave, Dave, Dave uh, this guy I worked with at Yamaha, 
his wrist was jacked. He was our like shop guy, welder, fab guy. Mm-hmm. He put a thumb throttle on a YZ250. What? Did somebody shoot him? A quad thumb Did throttle. Tell me somebody shot that bro, guy. Bro, his wrist was wouldn't move. Dude. He had a, he had a, a quad thumb. throttle. What do you, the guy's yeah. wrist was, couldn't move. He, he wanted doesn't to, even deserve to ride a dirt bike. It's like that dude on the KTM that that wheelied over the top of that Jeep in Glamis, and he had a thumb throttle. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you didn't about see that, that video, video, bro? Dude, no. That was no. so gnarly. It was gnarly until I saw he had a thumb throttle, and I shut off the video. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a jacked up wrist and you enjoy riding a dirt bike, put a thumb, thumb, hey, thumb throttle. guess what, Steve? <laughs> what? Drop an elbow, bud. Drop an elbow. To answer your question, yes. Like, you could put a throttle on there that has, like, half-twist throw that – Make sure. the throttle wide open in a in a shorter pull. Yep. And H- have you thought about something like that? Maybe for your injury. No, not or? yet. I mean, no. It's I have I have enough uh, range of motion already where I can, um, I can twist throttle completely. You're good to go. so I'm, Dave, yeah, I'm good to go. I've uh, I've seen riders. Remember that Boysen <clears throat> twist thing that was on uh, the bikes? Do you guys remember that? I do actually. The boys and guys with bad wrists would use that thing. Yeah. It, it moved a little bit. What was it, it? It gave a little bit of. As your wrist to help. It your was wrist like up. a boysen throttle it's assembly poison. thing. It's poison. Oh, boysen, whatever. Poison. Okay. Sorry, boysen. Anyways, so interesting. I've I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. There's a thing people people did it for. They had bad wrists, so they used mm. it. So yeah, and you can buy it at like I'm pretty sure Motion Pro makes one. Yeah, BTOSports.com. There you, you go. Huh. Uh, thanks, Dave. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, yeah. No problem. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Listen, hey, jerk offs. I told you we're going to give away a fly helmet tonight to a caller, and you guys have been sitting there like nothing. Bro, I'm waiting for the right guy. No, you forgot. No, I didn't get to pick the dude? Uh, Yes. Dude. I did not get informed about this. Dude. We're giving away a hey, custom Weston Pike helmet. Hey, uh, Pike, which brother, which brother bothers you least? Like, Ouch. which guy do Dude, you, can you stand longer? Hey, okay. fuck off. <laughs> I mean, I don't know because I don't, I don't hang out with, with Tyler. So oh, I, you don't? Yeah. That's oh. not even a, okay. yeah, Adam, and, like a, Adam and Wes are like homies. Thing. I'm just there. He doesn't like, the Wes does not like you or? No, I'm just like third wheeling. I'm quiet. Okay. I just pissed. I just pissed him off one day with this chick, and I was about it. Oh, hey, Weston, that's ex chick now. <laughs> what did he do? Oh, you you got rid of that one. Yeah, dude, that's a <laughs> that's a thing about Pike. Like, I'm in the truck. You don't know what he's gonna say. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. At any that's time. That's what's so great about Weston. Great and bad. Yeah, but publicity, bro. <laughs> like publicity, sometimes, bro. like Pookie, like Pookie's around. And I'm like, I don't know what this guy's going to say it's right for now. The, it's for the show, bro. It's for the show, bro. It's always entertaining. I'm, Shit. I'm always scared. Like, what is Pike going to say about me, to me, <laughs> or anything? So, oh, oh man. Yeah, I know. And we listened, to the, we listened to the commercial, and you were like, yeah, Steve Mass is an idiot. And we all started cracking. <laughs> <laughs> he he said, he said, I said to him, we're recording a commercial. Mike, I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. <laughs> I said to him, I said, hey, we're recording this intro. Say whatever you want. He's like, I can say anything? I'm like, you can say anything. And that's the first thing that came to mind. Oh. Right, Pike? That's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's why we love him. Uh, last call for Weston Pike here from James. James, what's up, man? What's your question for Pike and uh, Adam Antignep? What's up? What up? Yo, Yo what's up? Antignep is noise. What's Yo. up? 
Hey, all right. Is this is a Budweiser commercial. In, <laughs> in, in a fist fight between Tyler Evans, Weston Pike, Pickett. What do you guys think? It depends if Tyler Evans is on something or not. Because I feel like there was a lot. I'm saying you know Tyler I mean? Evans is a lot taller than Weston. Yes. Yeah, but Weston's just, he, I mean, until Weston's, this year, Weston's, nobody knew if he broke a bone or not. Weston's <laughs> like stockier and wouldn't give up. No, yeah, that's but what Evans I'm saying. Evans was like more ripped. I think when Evans, yeah, I don't know, Evans, but there's a 100% chance Evans was pumping HGH. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Wes has been doing kung fu to get prepared. Did you what? not? Yeah, yeah, bro. You didn't see his Instagram? No. He yeah. fights with real Japanese swords now, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like pretty Sword, much weapon. Pretty if there's much, a weapon involved, Tyler uh, Evans king. Hey, killed. hold on. Let's settle this debate once and for all. Um, oh, man. JC, JT, what's up? How are you? <laughs> so Pike's on the line, and the Internet brothers are on, and uh, James called in. Who would win in a fight, JT? Tyler Evans. Tyler Evans fur coat. It's a good question. It's a really good question. Tyler Evans fur coat era or Pike? Uh, it'd be a good fight. Both of them can fight. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, honestly. Evans was ripped um, though. Evans was on. You know, you know that's the that's the question of the show right there. Yeah, muscles, muscles. Don't really win fights. I mean, yeah, muscle never really win. I mean, anything matters. But both of them, both of them are pretty tough. Would the fur coat affect Evans' swing? (laughs) (laughs) It depends if he got it tailored or not. Yeah, and and would 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 Evans be too busy going like making it rain with ones? (laughs) Strippers. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Thanks, James. No, it would not be me. I can tell you. Yeah. One more question for Tyler. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Raiders. Yeah, I know he's a fan. What's up? What's going to happen this year? Predictions. We're going to get Marshawn Lynch, and we're going all the way to the. That's Super what Bowl. I'm talking about. That's what I'm yeah, talking I'm about. I'm going to write it down. Yeah, Worst team ever, down. bro. Go ahead. We're going to dri- We're going to drive that car right to the, the bowl, bro. The only person worthy on that team is Derek Carr. <laughs> what? Clea Mack is. Bro, let's, let's just get Amari off Cooper? football. Let's get off Crabtree. Let's get off Seth football, Roberts. Yeah. Thanks, thanks football. for the call, James. Appreciate yep. it. All right. All right. So, JT, you waffled. You never said who would win the fight. Uh, I don't know. I uh, it would be some sort of superhero type fight where the world just gets destroyed in the. In the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely like a like a Superman fight where like whole cities uh, were yeah, destroyed. Yeah. Um, awesome. Hey, Weston, thank you for your time tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, thank yep. you. Good luck in your comeback. Later. I hope we will see you in, uh, in Hangtown. That'd be cool. Yeah, I should be there. I'll be there. I'll be there this weekend in Vegas. So I'm sure I'll see you there. Holy Hell shit. Yeah. New York and Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun. Hey, yep. uh, let's go to the monster party, bro. Me and you hang out. Oh, like sick, bro. We could just bro down with Ash and just, you know, yeah. like. Have a, so have a good old time. Yeah, you know? I'm in. Let's go. You got a monster girl. You still have your girlfriend that's monster girl? Is she still around? Yeah, yeah there we go. We're yeah. in. We're dialed. He's trying to keep that low key, bro. Oh, is he? I don't know. Okay, sorry. Can I get a SoCal yeah, hole? Okay at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks again, Pike. Appreciate it. JGR check in, courtesy of the folks at NFAB. Uh, good luck with everything. We'll see you in New York, man. All right. See you guys. See you. Later, Wes. Later. Later. Wes and Pike, everybody. <laughs> I love that you just. Get- well, I mean, what do you? I don't have time for long goodbyes. Oh, okay. Uh, JT, we had, a, we, had a, we had a caller earlier. He sold a Fly Racing F2 carbon helmet Pike replica, and strictly because the chick thought the Viking on the helmet was rad. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, he, well, little known fact, he will have the only replica helmet fly racing offers in 2018. So He says his new one is coming out, and did he say it was 80% sicker? Yeah. 90. 90% did he say? Yeah. 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 He, he gave us a fact on how much better it was. <laughs> yeah. He said so, he had you know, the a guy bigger that's, Viking the guy, on it. The guy that's doing all of uh, his martial arts stuff with him, I was uh, the first, like, he started working with me in 2004. Uh-huh. And uh, 2003, 2004. I don't know, one of those two years. And then uh, I worked with him till I retired. And then uh, he met Weston along the way, too. And uh, so, yeah, hmm. that, guy, that guy knows what's up. I didn't know this. I, I, think I, I thought I followed Pike on Instagram. Maybe he blocked me. But, you do. Uh, you, uh, you should see the Aladdin sword he was he, he does. He does martial yeah. arts now? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, JT, right off the bat, Tyler Intignap, he's not happy with you. Yeah. I heard you were talking shit last week. I was talking shit? Yeah. That's what we heard, bro. What did I do? I don't know, bro. You yeah, tell you, us. You said I was a dirty I rider. Well, I, I, I need like more info. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you, t- you tell us, bro. What's up? <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm hoping if you guys have something to talk <laughs> about, you're, that you're, you're going to tell you're, me. I, 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 let Tyler speak. Go ahead, Tyler. I heard you were talking about my dirty riding at Seattle. You're aggressive. I'll give you that. He took out his own brother. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't take him out. Addy ran into me and Devin Rayburn. I know. I know. I'm Bro. Kidding. I got it mixed up. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he was not scared, JT. I mean, you know. Go. There, was no, there was no talking shit, for one. That's not what was going on. But I, I do. I did definitely did text or talk to him out and said, Tyler's aggressive. No, no, no. You, no, no. Wowing you, people. You, no, no. You said that it on the show. That was a proud moment. You said it on the show. Oh, okay. Well, either way, I knew. I definitely was talking about it, but. I would I would argue the fact that I was talking shit because I really like Tyler, but I'd never really noticed it before. And I'd been watching both of them, or I'd been watching Tyler more than before, and I'm like, he's really getting after some of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to stick it in. Yeah, everybody does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't want to get Entic bro no, no I, don't. I definitely do not. No, no, you just not, don't. Especially not when we're talking about sticking it in. I don't, I don't want anything to do with any of that. <laughs> Uh, JT, so let, talking about the race this weekend a little bit, um, we were saying, you know, uh, Adam was filling us in on the whoops and Tyler a little bit too as well and the whoop, the whoop condition. It's hard to believe that no one at KTM could videotape anyone else and say, and say Dunge, look at this. Like, pull the front end up over the first one or, hey, hit this line. Um, Adam, you said it was tough to get to the left. It no, was. Millsap said that. He, it was though. It was Millsap like, said it was tough to get over the left, but <sighs> right. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume that a rider of Ryan's achievements, and he's a pretty smart racer too. I kind of have a feeling that he knew, but for whatever reason, and only he could tell you, he just couldn't couldn't do it, or he didn't feel comfortable doing it. Otherwise. He would have done it. It yeah, wasn't but, rocket science. I wasn't even racing, and I knew going into the main event, that's what you needed to do. So. But, dude, he was so bad in them. He was terrible in them, but I, I yeah. don't, my only argument is that I'm sure he knew what the deal was. He just wasn't able to do it for some reason or Why? wasn't comfortable doing it. Why? I don't know. Ask him, bro. He was, you were at the press conference. Yeah, he said he struggled in them, and he said he switched lines. A few times, and he did try. He did. He was jumping at times. He blitzed left. He blitzed right. He did move around. I, I was paying close attention because it yeah, was he so dr- you know so apparent where he was losing all the time. Yeah, but he just could never find the answer to it. JT, we're we're uh, we got two rounds left in Supercross, and let me ask all three of you jerkies the same question: 
uh, on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and uh, and Fly Racing. Let me ask you. Uh, uh, I, I know I thrown. I should have told you I was going to ask you that. I ask you this, this question, but I forgot. So this should go well. 2017 Supercross. Like, what's the surprise, and what's the disappointment when you look at the results week to week this year? Like, what? What do you think? Again, putting you on the spot. I don't know who wants to go first. Surprises from like it, rider perspective. Yeah, or riders or teams everything or ev- any, anything, anything you want. Like surprises and disappointments to what you thought. Tyler, go ahead for seventeen. Rocks and not winning and totally eating shit. Surprise yeah. and disappointment. Okay. All in one. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give you that. That's for sure. Yeah. And then I thought the longer main events have been helping. And kind of mixing up a lot with laps and, you know, track, everything. I don't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a good idea in the beginning. Yeah. And then it's just becoming way too many laps on some of the tracks for sure. Okay. Uh, Adam or JT? Go, go with JT. Uh, I would say my disappointment um, was Christian Craig on the East Coast. I really thought he would be a, a serious factor for that title. And it just he just never was, and I don't know why. Even I mean, you remember the heat race at the first East Coast in Minneapolis? Oh, yeah, killed everyone. I mean, he was two straightaways ahead of second place, and I'm like, all right, well, he's ready, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we just never saw anything from him in the main events. And in, I don't know what's going on. I, obviously, he can ride. It's not a talent thing or a mm-hmm. ability thing, but it just wasn't coming together. And then uh, surprises. Yeah, upside surprise. I'm going to stay 250. I'm going to go with Jordan Smith. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that coming. Multiple race wins, mm-hmm. title contention. Um, that's been a pleasant surprise. <clears throat> so I got two. I'm surprised that Adam and Schmidt laid on the track for three laps with their bikes. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm surprised. Moving about. on. Yeah. Okay. Um, disappointments. I have two. Um, one. Roxon. I mean that that's just a given. But um number two, really disappointed that Cooper Webb got hurt when he did. I think he was coming on. I think yeah. in Minneapolis, I think if he wouldn't have got hurt, I think we would have seen somebody that was uh that was gonna start really doing good and, and maybe even click off a win. I don't know with how Tomac's doing right now, but I think you would have seen him do really well. Um surprises uh jordan smith definitely i would agree with that jt and uh and after after watching the first round honestly eli tomac yeah three rounds in yeah we were were talking about what was wrong with eli tomac yeah Yeah, i was i was like did he get hurt and nobody told us during the off season um you know what happened and all of a sudden i mean just he villapotoed does any of the five of us including the jerky in the corner there think that tomac is going to lose this title right like no like we all think tomac's gonna win this yeah i mean i i think dungy still has a shot but well thank you thanks thanks <laughs> thanks tips <laughs> dude he's got the number one plate i know you're saying he's got a shot we, I, we, I, <laughs> I i i think it's a 50 50 chance Oh, really? Yeah, I personally do, because I think Ryan Dungey is a champion, and he knows how to win, and I don't know if Eli Tomac is completely away from his go Mach 10 and crash thing. I want to see him win. Okay. Uh, Just got an email, breaking news. Uh, Thank you for all you do for, for fucking up the sport and treating it like it's a joke. 
What you did at the press conference in Seattle was inexcusable. The sooner you get the fuck out of the sport, the better you are an ass clown. Goodbye. Who was that? I don't MX. Know. Yeah, that I think was that me. was MX. That oh, was, was that you, JT? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> nice move. Thanks for that. Um, I was I was bored while the while the inning got started. I shot that over to you. <laughs> Just real quickly, right? Oh, ba 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 burn. Yeah, real quick. You thought you'd get that, get that, get that work email done asap. Um, hey, lost in the uh, in the Eli Tomac ride, which was phenomenal and and very stew like and amazing and everything else. Uh, Marv came from right around Tomac to fourth. Yeah. Now, I mean, no one's going to talk about it, but Marv. Can we talk about well. him? Can we talk about him uh, riding like Tyler Antignap into? Oh, and, and Tomac in like the second corner. Hey, yeah, that, that was gnarly. Eli said that surprised me. That surprised me. It shouldn't surprise him. No, I it say surprise him. up top. KTM called him in. <laughs> Tomac, Tomac down. Yeah, I, yeah, I would Tomac expect down. any shot from any guy on an orange or white bike right now. Wow, yeah. oh, but Millsaps and Baggett made it. I mean, he was going Mach five, but Millsaps and Baggett had just nothing. Yeah, but they're they're not factory KTM, and okay. they're not. His Ryan's training partner, you know, it's yeah, a yeah. different scenario for sure. So, is this what we're going to see outdoors in the four hoodie class? Right mm-hmm. there, what we what we've been seeing? I think no. Tomac's I think you're going to see the Eli Tomac show. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Nine to I said that's what we've been seeing. Oh, Eli Tomac uh, nine wins to two. Oh yeah, yeah, no, you're going to see you're going to see like one loss from Tomac all year, like Roxon last year. Yeah, yeah, JT. Yeah, I can't I can't argue with it. Uh you know, this is the closest form we've seen since 2015 Eli, honestly. Yeah. You know, Kenny was great the first couple of races, no doubt about it. Fastest man on earth those first two. But the way that Eli was just, I mean, he was so much better than everyone in that main event. I haven't seen anybody go that much faster than anyone in since since 20 those uh that Hangtown and Glen Helen ride at uh in 2015. Yeah, and he wasn't doing anything different from anyone. Like No, he wasn't five. jumping anything different. Yeah. He was just, you know, the whoops were obviously a big deal, but he was yeah. just going faster through them. You yeah, know, they were doing the same thing. He was mm-hmm. just a lot faster. Going faster everywhere. Uh Millsaps yeah. told us on the show tonight JT he's going to have that wrist surgery be out for a while. Yeah, it's unfortunate because I think there were a lot of people that were really skeptical about him riding outdoors. Yes. And, uh, I mean, he's he's getting paid to do it. You know, I, it's part of his deal. Like, Forrest is paying him really well to race a full season. So, uh, I'm sure Forrest isn't thrilled, but, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. So, yeah. unfortunately, it just gives more fodder to people, which I'm, I'm sure you were on that, you know, as, as skeptical. Not, not that it's a bad thing, but you were kind of like, eh, I don't know if – going to do it because as yeah. we know he has never done a full outdoor season in the u.s in the 450 class yeah is, i guess yeah is rocky mountain going to fill that spot with benny bloss bloss was in anyways yeah uh, benny yeah. was already there so Are but now would there be, yeah would there be a third guy would it be tyler and maybe <laughs> there you go boom he's bto though bto rocky mountain to cross i'll cross take it thanks again. guys appreciate it sign the contract send it over um <laughs> Let's get let's get to some uh, some calls on the phone for stuff from Chris. Chris, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, what's up, Steve? Not much. What, what's happening? Nothing. It's uh, Chris Mellon from back home. In oh, hey, Mellon. What's up? What's going on? How's the how's the, how's the skate shop and stuff? Dude, killing it. It's uh, a little cold for that right now, but uh, doing what we no, do. No, JT, you just said Rick Mellon is a joke. Chris's dad's name is Rick. Oh, that's no awesome. bullshit, JT. It's the truth. Rick Mellon. How's he doing, man? I, that, I am how's that, everything going Mellon. since that Dallas race? 
you know, um, he went back to Dallas this winter, and it wasn't like the last time he was there. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> no. Judy's still in the picture or moved on to greener pastures? You know, I'm not going to let my mom, uh, in case she listens, I'm just going to leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have... Yeah, but, uh, I got a question. It's been bugging me for a couple weeks. And, yeah. uh, Steve, yeah. as you know, uh, we uh, learned French up till about grade six here in yep. freezing Manitoba. Yep. So, okay, seven deuce deuce, and I've had the pleasure of meeting the fine gentleman. You're a beauty. I want you to know that. Yeah, but, yeah. So seven deuce deuce. So we have English, French, French, right? Uh-huh. So then we have the seven deuce trace. Yes. So technically that's seven two thirteen. So what the fuck? So Dude, it just sounds good, Steve, bro. Steve Mathis came up with that. So. I don't think I did. Oh yeah, you came up the, with the no. Trois. Actually, he didn't. He he went trois. Seven wow. deuce trois. See, that, that's right. So, but okay, my Spanish isn't so great. But it's tres three. What's three in Spanish? Uno dos tres. Trace. Right? Yeah. So unless you're claiming three languages, but then you would be seven deuce dose. No, see, right? yeah, but you got to have a different spin. I mean, it's just, it's, it's the, I it's gotcha. the, Bro, you know what I mean? They don't, the, the guy, the rapper guy, Chingy, it's not a dollar sign. His name's not a really a dollar sign. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just, it's one of those things that, you know, it just happens and then it sticks. Chris is from Manitoba and I, I feel like this call is going sideways and I wish it wasn't. <laughs> it's, it's no, right. I was just curious if uh, if you knew. It was a it was a valid question. Hey, Chris, I know you live you you live in uh, Selkirk, right? Yes, sir. Bro, do you do you go to the dirt bike races tra- up there anymore? Yeah, I'm racing again. Oh, you are? Yeah, dude. Bro, are there any tracks that I used to race at? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but, I don't want to ruin a spoiler alert here, but you know Mr. Justin McCabe, right? I do. Yeah. Rumors, there's a one-off Legends race in Austin coming this August. I heard about this. Yeah, I figured you would. So are you coming down? <laughs> Bro, I'm good in the sand. Hey, and another thing. You don't ever bring up, you bring up four-time Manitoba champ, which nobody gives a fuck about, right? <laughs> Remember, what? Oh! That, that, hey, I, I'm a three-time Manitoba champ. Okay, Whoa. well, I'm four, you know so, I mean? yeah, I'm four, and I missed, you know, I missed a fifth by two points. But see, what about 1992 Millville Pro National? My family and Brad Stutsky, we mechanic for you at the Pro National on a 500. Like, I, I'd be yeah. claiming that. Well, right? I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. But, like, the championships, bro, they... They, they sound yeah, a lot better. Novice Championship versus Pro Day 500 class Millville. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Championship's a championship, bro. Sorry. Were you were you, know, you mechanic for him when uh, when he went out there and him and Stanton were the only two? Yes, actually, I was on the track screaming like on my ten year old voice. Was that but, was that the year? Yeah, it was all muddy. Remember the delayed practice? Only two of us went out: Jeff Stanton and myself. I've told the story. You're asking me? Yeah. No, no, I, I was telling Chris. I got a picture of you, Steve, and you look so fucking pissed off. <laughs> you're like hands on your hips, staring at your bike, and you're just like. Yeah, I'm probably wondering. I'm probably wondering out why why am I so slow? Like because. You know, like you're racing, Can- you're racing in Canada. I got 13th in a pro national in one moto one time, and uh-huh. you're like, "Hey, I'm pretty good. Like, I'm fast. Like, I'm good rider. Like, I, yeah. I train, I work." And then you go to like a U.S. national, and you just get smoked. And everybody is faster, and you're just like, "What? What is going on with my life?" Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, but but you Steve, know, the way I remember, you were second fastest in that practice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chris. But, Thank uh, you. Yeah. Let's let's but, bring his head down. He was also last hey, fastest. Hey, but that's like like okay, so like JT on the line, like JT on the line, like yeah, yeah. like like a long ass pro career, getting lapped in Supercross mains. And guys you never look, qualified second to Jeff Stanton. That's it. I didn't qualify. I went out second to Jeff Stanton. Oh, well, <laughs> it's just the way you I mean, word I mean, it. My story is way better. It is. Way better. It is way better. Um, and who's going to prove us wrong? But it's always funny because I got like people sit in the stands and go, "Look at that Thomas," or "Look at that seven deuce deuce getting lapped," and you don't understand like Adam or JT or Tyler could show up at your local track and blow the doors off any pro there unless they're you know. Better like at a supercross race. Yeah, but if like, you if they were better, you would know them. I know, but I'm saying like I don't think people understand that. No, like, they don't. And that's like Chris. So I got my hands on my hips because I'm going. What the fuck happened to my career? Like what? what, <laughs> what like I thought I was fast. You know what I mean? Like that's what happens. It, but you had a sweet custom painted helmet. I do. I have it right sitting uh, on the shelf right here in front of us. That uh, that one of the orange goggles is the one I was wearing that day. Oh, that's no, sick. Um, thanks, Chris. Thanks for the call, yeah, man. No, Hope, cool. Tell everybody I said hi. All right. We'll do. Later. All right. Here we go, folks. Memory lane. Um, <laughs> yep. That was obviously that. Michael, what's happening? How are you? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up? Tim Ferry wanted to thank Chris for wrenching for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, God, he saved that call. I thought it was going to be a Pirates funeral at first, but he, he really got No, he brought, it back on, he brought it back on track talking about how good of a rider I was. I agree. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah. Once he got hostile, he saved the call. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was I was thinking, and I didn't hear. I just turned on turned on the show about uh, 15 minutes ago, so I didn't hear what you guys were saying about uh, the race on Saturday night. But I was thinking about it for most of the day today, and actually since since the end of the race, and I have not seen anything like that in a thousand years of watching Supercross. I mean, I I, 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 mean, I can't compare. I cannot compare with anything. No, it was great. It was amazing. And I, I, people are going to accuse me of, you know, being a James Stewart ball licker, but Stu. Stu. JT, JT, Stu has done that. Yes, yeah, Stu's done to it. To who? Yeah. I mean, it's Toronto, bro. It's, Toronto. Yeah, you, Toronto. Oh, got to go back and watch to it. To who? To Chad. Indy 07. Same. It's happened. I mean, you, I'm not, I'm not going to say that those were better or worse. Yeah. But we've seen performances like that. Uh, Brian Swink, 125, San Jose. 1991 or 92. Are you talking about when, when, when the, when the multi-time champion, when the golden boy has the whole shot and is out ahead by a mile and the guy has to come from the back and he's just poor. He's not even riding the bike. He's, he's just floating over the track, passing people. And, and, and the, the, the tell was at the end of the race, when when uh, when Ryan was being interviewed, he was so cum drunk. I mean, <laughs> what? what was so fucking stupid. I mean, it was right out of the package, and and it was like it, you couldn't even listen without without just going, "Oh my god!" Like that's that's page two, paragraph three. Uh, look, I, I, it's an amazing ride. I, I was getting chills watching it, but it's Ricky running down Chad in Atlanta after crashing a couple times. 
I mean, James. I'll, I'll put it up there. I'll put it up there with with the the great ones, but I don't think it stands alone as the no. the all time oh, best ever by itself. Yep. Yeah. But it's in the you, it's up there. Yeah. You you heard you heard one person yell on top of all the applause, and it was DeCoster. What? I didn't, I didn't hear it. It was like Charlton Heston in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate the call. All right. See you later. See you, man. Right. Um, oh, guy's a nice guy, but I have no idea what he's talking about. Logan, what's up, man? You want to talk about the 250 rule change? Yeah, I was listening to your uh, Racer X podcast with Wygant and Thomas. Yep. And you were pretty much bagging on the AMA for, like, saying, hey, all you're doing is shoving this out another year. Yeah. All you're doing is taking, yeah. like. Yeah. But my question is, do you not think if, say, Justin Hill or Sabachi, if he wins, defends their title, is that not worth more to a 450 team? I mean, whatever. Sure, yeah, I guess. But you're still going to run into the, into the time where Marty's going to score 135 points next year and he's got to move up or whatever. True. Like, like you just you just push – like, I'm just saying, first of all, making – I guess an, what I'm saying is, yeah. would Mookie be in the same position he was in this year or Bogle if they had defended their title – and won, um, and won two 250 titles. Yeah, who knows, man? You're absolutely right. Yeah, I don't know. But that's only going to benefit Hill or Savachi if Savachi wins. So it's going to benefit two riders, you know, instead of benefiting the I whole class. Like, it's a it's a half-ass rule change, and it's stupid to do it in the middle of the series when it looks like it's going to affect some major guys. So I would say I would say that it wouldn't change for Bogle. I, I think the reason he didn't go direct to a factory team is because of – what you're seeing results-wise from him now. And I think that's the team's diagnosed that, that he was going to be a, a good rider, but he wasn't going to go like, you know, what Eli did, leaving Geico and winning a title. He wasn't going to jump to that next level of being a top-five guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, I don't think he would have done that had he stayed down. So I think they basically knew what they were getting, which is a great rider. He's a lot better than I ever was. But he wasn't going to go beat Dungey or – um, you, you see what the kind of the rides that Webb has put in. He's been up and down, but when he's on, he's elite level. And I think that's kind of the different diagnosis between a guy like Cooper Webb and what they saw out of Bogle or Mookie. Um, that you know, uh, Cooper can go out and get a podium and battle for wins at say Seattle or Oakland, uh, and those other two really haven't been able to do that. All right, well, I agree with that. I was just it was just something I thought of when. When Steve said, "Hey, you're not fixing anything when you're shoving these guys out," yeah, like, it's a stupid rule. And I was like, "Well, I, I mean, if they won two titles, yeah, no, I mean, look, uh, whatever. I, I, I've said it in the podcast. Do something with the class. Just don't do what you're doing now and doing half-ass stuff. Do make it gnarly to to get it out of it. Make it free range to stay in as long as you want. Just don't do what we're doing now, which is bullshit and garbage and everything else. So." All right, I agree. Thanks for the show, guys. You Thank guys you. do a great job, I, and uh, I just want to say hello to the internet brothers. There you go. What's hey, up? bro. Thanks, bro. Uh, Angie, you got a quick question about helmets? What's going on? Um, I was just wondering if it was smarter to buy, like, a more expensive helmet or if it was smarter to buy a cheaper helmet and a neck brace. JT. Oh, man. That's a slippery slope. Um I would say there's there's a lot of arguments for both sides of neck brace. Um, I think more protection is always better. Uh, there are people that would argue that, and they don't like the neck brace movement, so um, you have to make that personal choice for yourself. Uh, 
On helmets, uh, there definitely is a reason that helmets, some helmets are more expensive than others. Um, the safety ratings and the materials going up to carbon fiber, Kevlar uh, weaves are, are better. Um, so I can't ever recommend uh, compromising safety on a helmet. So there's no easy answer for, oh. for what you're asking. Um, I would just say to do some research online, um, visit your local dealer because there are always, always great deals on closeout helmets that are this, they're basically the same quality as a, as a full price helmet. They're just an, an older graphics. You're still going to get the safety. So if you're looking for a budget minded helmet, that's going to be your best route. Cause you can get the same exact helmet, same, same material, same safety, same everything, just an older graphic. And then you want to compromise with price. Okay. Uh, all right, Angie, Angie, hold on, hold on. A Angie. Adam McDonough wants to talk. How often do you ride? Um, twice a week, usually. How old are you? I am 24. What kind of bike do you have? Um, I have a 125. And What's your sign? And, and are you looking for a new helmet right now? Do you live in Canada? I do, yeah. Where, where in Canada? I'm in Welland, Ontario. Oh, okay. All right. I'm from Manitoba, Winnipeg. Nice. Yeah. What? Whatever, bro. You keep making these signs. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no. I'm looking at anything that is making. Are you? Signs. Are you? Are you in shopping for a new helmet? Um, I am. Okay. Well, well congratulations. My boyfriend is more than I am, but. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna. We're gonna give you a free helmet. Yeah. Helmet budget to give away, and you and your boyfriend can win a uh, fly, fly racing F2 carbon helmet with MIPS, the same helmet that Adam Entignap, Tyler Entignap, Weston Pike, Millsaps, Baggett they use. Flyracing.com. Yes! I'm sure Dale will be stoked about the Canadian shipping, no doubt. Yeah. So uh, stay on the line, Angie, and uh, Travis will get your information, and thanks for listening. Awesome, thanks. Thank you, appreciate it. All right, JT, that was authorized beforehand. So, um, all right, what else we got here? Let's go to Brandon. Brandon, what's up? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, I met you in uh, Seattle, uh, Deuce Deuce. What up? Go figure, right? Yeah, go figure. <laughs> no, uh, I just wanted to talk about, because uh, uh, it pumped me up, like uh, Tony Cairoli's ride last weekend. Dude, like, sick, that was insane. unbelievable. It was it was good. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah, like, and then I saw Eli's ride uh -huh. this past weekend or this weekend. Like, uh, it one upped it. I like, I think Eli's ride one upped Corolla. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do. I oh yeah. JT, what do you think? Yeah. Well, just for the fact that Eli won and and Tony got second in the moto. True. I right. think is uh, the the overwhelming factor. Yeah. 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 But, no, but on I mean, one yeah. hand. Antonio Caroli he's a bad is, dude. is more like he's won championships of four and he's kind of got a little bit of the right. Chad Reed thing going on where, sure. you know, it's cool to see him do that where I feel like Eli is on his come up where this is going to start happening a lot more often. So I think they were both really great rides, but at the end of the day, the three took the number one spot. So you got to yeah. give it to him. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Brandon. Appreciate hey, it. No problem. Thanks for calling. Uh, John, what's up, man? You want to talk about Eli Tomac's ride also? No, I'm finally on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's going on, guys? What's, what's up? up? What's up? 
Nothing, man. The the brothers over here just cramped my style. I was hoping to get in on the helmet, and oh. you know, y'all, were, y'all were trying to mack on chick, and then she blew out the boyfriend at the oh. end of the deal. But you still gave it to her, so props, props. Well, she props, she you know. ro- We had to ask her a couple questions for her. We weren't yeah, going to just she give rode, it to. She rode. She sounded cute. It's all good. I get it. It, I get it. it wasn't even that. It was more like she rode. She was doing it. Steve was badgering me about how many calls we had left. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> she wants a helmet. She called about the helmet she had the recipe bam 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 she got a new fly helmet she's hooked up yeah i well i have the f2 carbon i have an all white one i was gonna get it custom painted but then i dinged it up so i was like shit maybe i'll get a new one now but anyway dude get (laughs) a wrap on it ask your sticker guy to do one of those wrap things and put fly on there you know i've actually been thinking about that but um anyways i'm from i'm from florida like the melbourne area and i grew up around biffalo riding so you know maybe jt and you know mathis i know you guys are Stu fans or more mathis than anything but oh, uh, come on stop <laughs> but if you compare like the 07 stew i actually made a uh, thing on vital about this even though that's re- that's a whole nother story on its own but you know everybody missed the whole point i'm like 07 stew versus eli last night you know what i mean like i mean i've seen that dude do things Listen, like you I, all have that's I, just incredible I, you know I, what i mean i uh i can't I might remove myself from this conversation because I honestly look. Eli's ride was amazing. Yeah, and Ricky no Carmichael doubt. is all the records, and McGrath has seventy-two wins. I've never seen a more talented rider on a dirt bike than James Stewart. I'm sorry, just yeah. never seen it. Well, I'm sorry. Well, just, just I know I don't, I'm sure, I don't want to take up too much time, but like like I said, I was always around Bifflo, and mm-hmm. James was showing up there. I you know Mathis likes James stories. I got some good ones from Bifflo, but. Uh, he was actually trying to, at the time, the guy that owned Biffalo, his daughter was a little hottie, man, and, and James was like, he just won the, the the 125 outdoor title. He was up there trying to mac on her. And, JT, and, are you aware stuff. of this girl? JT, are you aware of this girl? Oh, he, know, he knows Lou's Lou daughter. He, he knows yeah. who Lou is. He knows who I'm talking oh, okay. about. Okay, all right, okay. This is legit. Daughter. I'm not, you know, I'm not somebody just calling in a bunch of bullshit. No, no, I'm just, I'm just asking JT if he, not, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I believe. But uh, like, I mean, the things that I've seen that dude do at Biflo were, it, it was insane. Like, I mean, I can't, and I've been to, I've seen everybody ride. You know, I've been to any race, I've been to several, but oh. just the things, it's just I, unreal. But anyways, stacking Eli up to that last night, I mean, he's kind of like one of the only guys that's ever. I, it's. I say Poto did it a little bit. Here's you know, like in- here's the thing. Like James doesn't have the titles that Poto does or MC no, does or RC does, and I don't care. But he's had those nights. Dude, but he's he had those nights where we're up. just like, holy shit, what just happened? Right, JT. You know, where, where do you stand on all this talk? Uh, easily the most talented motor cross supercross rider I've ever seen. Without yeah, that's that's easy for me to say. Uh, the best racer? Uh, no. I would say Ricky, no, probably. No, I, I, yeah, I would absolutely agree with yeah. that 100%. But somebody, like, I was on Vital, and they brought up Ricky and all, you know, Mr. Consistent. And I'm like, dude, I was talking about speed. I was like, I no. could outrun Carmichael and my Nikes through the whoops, bro. You know, <laughs> just, I'm just being stupid. I was trying to be silly, you know, yeah, trying yeah. to be funny. Everybody takes shit so serious no. on there, you know. But. Ricky, yeah, I mean, just James doesn't have the titles, but he's the second winningest all-time rider in AMA history. Uh, combined 125 Nationals. 250 Supercross, 250 Nationals, all together. Ricky's for number one. James is number two. So we talked about those titles. He doesn't have them, but he's the second no. winningest rider ahead of McGrath, ahead of RJ, yeah. ahead of uh, Dungey, ahead of Villapoto. Wow. In race wins. Uh, it, so. It's just, 
It's just, I mean, like, I mean, when you when you're at Daytona, and I was there the year he was doing the wall, and he checked out on P- Villapoto by like ten seconds after three laps before he endowed in front of everybody. I <laughs> well, mean, see, and that's it's like that's Stu. <laughs> like he jumped that wall, and then he absolutely went over the bars. Yeah, and, yeah, then, and when Stu was on, the only person that was beating Stu was Stu. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Real did, talk. Did you guys Stu, already have Stu, Malcolm on? I missed. Yeah, it. I missed did. most of the show. We did. We, Stu had one. Oh, actually, Stu had one arch rival, and it was Stu. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I wanted to give Malcolm props because I wasn't sure on this, but I was there watching qualifying, and I watched I watched Stu like hit that like the second to last lap, like he tried to sneak it, you know, the wall in qualifying. But Malcolm, it was either the practice before, I don't know if it was before or after, he actually tried to do the wall. And he wadded it up bad, like just mm-hmm. just terribly yard sailed it over the wall. But I want to say he tried the wall before James did. I'm not sure on that, but I was trying to give him his moment of glory, you know, over his brother because everybody's always talking about James to Malcolm, which is understandable. But um, anyways, yeah, yeah, no, uh, I appreciate good, your guys' time. I mean, it, yeah. I don't want to drag it out, but yeah, no, thanks, thanks for the. It's a great bench race question, absolutely. So thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'll definitely call in a guy again, guys. Okay. I appreciate the time. Please do. Oh, yeah, yep. you know it. Yeah, I mean, people don't want. I mean, look, Stu did weird things sometimes off the track and with the media and yeah. with sponsors yeah. and with teams. He did all of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. Like when you talk about on the track. Yeah. Dude, he like was I, I will never ever forget for my whole entire life the night at Anaheim. I think it was Anaheim two, and he came out of the corner and he hit this three five three, and there was a bunch of singles, and he just sent it like I think he was just pinned on his four Yamaha four fifty, and he like forded it, and Villapoto tried it right behind him and cased it, and Villapoto just said no, and then mm-hmm. James just ran away, and it was just like, how can Ryan Villapoto? not even do that and james's it was just like yeah. how yeah yeah i remember too um another race at anaheim ricky carmichael and james stewart were battling side by side and james stewart just scrubbed straight past ricky carmichael um jt did you see Stu a ton on 80s and 125s and stuff yeah you were yeah, pro th- you like were that. pro then right though uh or- no when i was on a I was on an 80. He was on a 60. Oh, okay. And then, oh, I didn't yeah, know I was that. always okay. one above him because uh, what he's – how old is he now, 30? Yeah. So, yeah, I was, uh, what, seven years older than him. So I was always above him, I guess. I was uh, – when I turned pro, he was he was killing it in the 80s, in the 80 class, um, but and, like 12, 13. And he was always incredible? Yeah, he was always the best guy. He crashed a lot. <laughs> Right. Which I, I know that's going to come as a shock. <laughs> right. Shocker. But, yeah, he was always next level. Like He was doing things on 60s that you thought he was going to break his bike in half because <laughs> 60s weren't built to do stuff like that. Uh, here's a hot take. You ready? Yeah. Ready. If you want to talk about, like, all-time talent and guys that I've been blown away by mm-hmm. as a mechanic or, or – Guys, I've seen live. You know, yeah. I saw RJ and a few times, but I mean, since I started, and yeah, I would put Pastrana and McGrath ahead of Ricky and James, of course, for guys that just blew me away. Pastrana was one talented dude on a bike. Pastrana did some things at Daytona that you're like, what? Yeah, like wheel tap and no, and bro. Do you and- remember the year in Vegas? He was on an RM125, and I think he did the first Dragons back ever. <laughs> I don't know about that, but like, dude, he came down the straightaway in the back and he like literally hit this thing and skipped off of it and went like three over three singles. And he was just like, I was I like, thought. dude, how is this guy 
Is this dude a yeah. I mean, real Rick, person? Ricky was the baddest dude and has the wins. But you know what I mean, JT? As far as things that dropped your jaw? Like, yeah. I mean, Ricky, Ricky never went, you know, full retard like that. Right. <laughs> Um, but he was never go he was full retard. Best, he was the best racer. But Ricky, as an amateur, he was way better than like say Pastrana. I mean, oh, Ricky was, was yeah. so yeah. dominant yeah. as an amateur. Where Pastrana was hurt all the time, so he never really got to be that dominant. He was yeah. great. You could see the talent. That's why he went straight to Factory Suzuki. But he was, you know, he was always hurt, and they were taping his leg to his motorcycle so he could race Loretta's and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, to mm-hmm. get him out on the racetrack. So he never really got to put years together where Ricky did. And James was kind of the same. Like, they were, as kids, you knew they were going to be Supercross champions. You could just see yeah. it. They were so much better than anyone else within two years of their age group. You know, it wasn't even fair. I was uh, I was a mechanic in 125 KTM when Pastrana was there in his heyday. So I, And I did East Coast, and Pastrana was East Coast. So I mm-hmm. got to see practice and Week in and week out, him just kicked the shit out of Kelly Smith and all, everybody. And I was just like, this guy is so amazing. He is yeah, so yeah. amazing technically on a motorcycle. Yeah. Well, watching him race Daytona, like on the Gary Bailey style track, yeah. was impressive. I mean, and, was, too, like when he came out of retirement, like when he retired and then yeah, came yeah. back for that heat race right. and was battling Tedesco through the whoops. Oh yeah. No, yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, all right, JT, before we let you go, you're on the East Coast. Thank you for your time. Uh Josh Grant, Fly Racing Zone Josh Grant, wins a heat, only his second 450 heat race of his career. They said that on TV. I couldn't believe that. I would have thought he would have had more than one other heat race. Wins a heat race, runs fourth for most of the main event, and uh, gets fifth. Nice work by uh, Fly Racing Zone Josh Grant, huh? Yeah, it was impressive, especially you know coming off a, a big crash in Seattle where he didn't race. And uh, from what I know, he <laughs> took some time off and didn't really ride or train much. Uh, after that so uh, maybe he just needed time away and a break but as you said on the the race recap uh that's people want to know why he continues to get factory rides that's why yeah because he can just come out and it was he He was run a world-class pace off the couch basically you know so and and he's uh he's stoked about the 250 rule change because it was looking like hill or savachi were going to take a spot next to tomac yeah yeah Yeah, that 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 Definitely ups his chances of staying there. Yeah, and now, like, I'm around the Cowie guys a lot. They like him. Yeah. They yeah. fit in nice. I think he rides for a good price. Probably like, an easy yeah. dude to deal yep, with. Yep, yeah. I think they He's doing what he's paid to do, too. Yeah, yeah, he's exactly what he's paid to do. Right, exactly. So, um, all right, JT, thank you for your time. You're on the East Coast. Uh, go sell some fly racing, and uh, thanks, man. Thanks for your time. Yeah, the last thing I wanted to add, um, oh, yeah. Vegas is getting really full, but New York, I have some spots this weekend. So, um, if you guys want to do the VIP thing, uh, or get more information about the VIP program, just tweet me, email me, uh, um, whatever. I Jason thirty six at AOL. I talked to uh, <laughs> I talked to some of your VIPs this weekend. They loved it. They had they had a lot of them. They seem to enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's going really well. So um, I definitely have spots. New York's a little low right now. So if you're interested, uh, hit me up. There you go. Thanks, buddy. All right, boys. See you guys this All weekend. Right. Late. Thanks, later. JT. Jason Thomas, everybody from Fly Racing. We're take a commercial break here. Come back. We are going to do a world premiere. World premiere of the new song? Uh, well, it's a oh. new song. It might not get released. I don't know, but it's cool, and, and hopefully everybody likes it. But What's world it premiere. Choices. 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 <laughs> I think everybody's going to be surprised. <laughs> Doesn't go like Especially that? after that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it was. Here what we is, go. What, you got something to say over there in the corner? 
That was just really good. Thank you. Yeah, you're All right. very welcome. Taking a commercial break here. <laughs> the say, Adam... bye to, say bye to Facebook, by the way. Oh, yeah. We're, we're by Facebook. Thanks bye for Facebook. Facebook Live. Uh, uh, and we're going to come back with Adler and Ty- Adam and Tyler. Anything that? We've got the expert on goggle tear-off. Steve Edwards, I want to talk to him about getting fired by Larry Brooks. <laughs> I can talk to him about my getting fired from Larry Brooks' story. Uh, we got lots more to talk about as you listen to the show, and we thank everybody. Great radio. And we'll be right back after this. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts, They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Flyracing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyraising.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp and Mech Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. 
Because the Pulp MX Show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting is always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike, and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. 
more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by E.K. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit EKChainUSA.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, 
Rocky Mountain MCKTM. Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing. The leaders of seat technology has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts if you race, ride for fun or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement after almost 20 years of business PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits and PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. 
If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. So many things running through my mind. I got so many things running through my mind. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to choose. I just got so many things that I wanna do. I just wanna see you. I just wanna ride my bike. I just wanna see the gay drop underneath the lights. It feels so right. Yeah, it feels so right. I don't mind loving you, girl, every day and night. 
If you ain't down with the seven dose dose, here's a middle finger up. Fuck you, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Pop Back Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. What's up? This is the new single that you're not. I've been doing my I don't know. You're, not, you're on the fence? I don't know about it yet. We'll see. It needs to, it, it needs some changes. 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 Something like that. It's all right though. It's okay. I like it. Uh, it's I like, good. It's I like different. Van Halen better, but uh, absolutely. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for a Subway Part Two rap, and I'm waiting for a Pulp Mix. You're rap part part two, I'm seeing nothing, and it's dude. This, Pulp Mix number one was but, so freaking good. How am I supposed to top yeah, that? Yeah. Why aren't we playing that every show? Listen, I don't want to blow myself here, okay? <laughs> but like. Pulp MX has done a lot for Adam Ettingknapp. Dude, we've Pulp done a MX lot. made seven deuce deuce. Okay, I don't want to go there, but let's go there. So we've done a lot for you. So I think the the least we can ask for, Travis and I. Okay, how how is bad? like a Pulp MX rap again? Another one. Do you See, really I want another one? Berludi, Berludi. You, you really want to know the true Suzuki answer anymore. behind it? Yeah. You got to take care of the brother first. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> oh. Darkside, you've been on hold a while. What's up, bro? What's up? Seven deuce deuce, seven deuce trace. Hey, what's up? I just got an email from you. Why are you emailing me to ask me if you can ask Chris Kiefer to come on your podcast? Well, because Kiefer's your guy, man, and I think that's re- – I just want to be respectful. I don't want to just, like, mooch off you, so I want to make sure you're cool. Yeah, bro. It's Kiefer's, Kiefer's his own man. You know? Well, I know, man, but I have respect for you. You know well, that. Thank you. I, I appreciate. Just feel like no, you I, just... I don't want to be that guy just stealing your shit. You know? No. What are you doing over there? What's going on with your mic? I, I'm figuring it out. Okay. Hey, Adam, dude, I, I like that song. Like the guitar. Um, I think it needs a real drummer, though. Some snares, and but other than that, man, I think I was good. You got something going there. Thanks, bro. Appreciate yeah. it. We just different. got hated on major in the chat room. No, it was only one guy, but um, it's all good. All those people Dude, in the chat I'm in the chat room, room sometimes. That's what, they, we all do that. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. I just put my whole soul and my whole heart out there, and then they just crush it. So whatever. <laughs> hey, that's social media for you. Yeah, there you go. What's up, man? So, hey, um, uh, 250 Outdoors coming up here soon. Um, who do you think's gonna? Who do you? Who are you looking for as a favorite? I'm feeling like Plessinger's the guy. Dude, I don't know about outdoors being that big. I thought I would go with Jmart, but now he's got this herniated disc, and he kind of had a shitty Supercross season, you know? Like, yeah. I would think Jmart though, but I would think, but yeah, Plessinger's gonna be pretty solid. He's too big, I think. Outdoors, you think? I do. 
I do. What about... Okay, well, then who's your guy? Pick your guy. Yeah. Fuck. Pick your guy. Amar? What? You Amar. just said no. Amar for the championship. Yeah, he, I said J-Mart back and all that. Oh, oh okay. I get what you're saying. No. Amar's a good pick. I didn't think about that. Dude, yeah. he's solid. He's yeah. like not spectacular, flashy dude, but... You're saying championship, Amar. Well, well sure. Yeah, yeah. He got that third. A, that could be a good pick. Last year, he got third, I think. You think? Yeah, Coop beat him and J- J-Mart beat him. Or no, J-Mart pulled out early, but I don't know. Um, Let me think here. Like, Savachi? Yep. Yeah, Savachi was in the points lead for all the way until high all point. All the way for a long time. Uh, Hill? Is, is Hill running outdoors? Hill's okay. going outdoors, yeah. yeah. Okay. What Sabachi? about Forkner? Nope. Forkner? Forkner? No. Nope. Not, not Too enough young. experience. Too young. He was pretty good last year. He, he was. was. He, he was really win. good. I just don't think he has... The championship wrapped up yet. I think um, I would go with Savachi over. You got to look at 24. What about Zacco? What about Zacco? Wacko, Zacco. Yeah, we forget. See, like, I, I like the, uh, I like the, obviously, look, Forkner's a, a special talent and everything else. And, Absolutely. But I like, for 24 motos, like, I'll take experience. Like yep. a Zacco or an Alex exactly. Martin. Yeah. Or these dudes that have done it before. Yeah. Or have a few years of experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it took Coop a couple years. Yeah, no, it did. Didn't take J-Mart, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I think Forkner like, wins quite a few, but I just don't think championship yet. He's crashed a lot in Soupy. Yeah. For sure. So. Mm-hmm. What about AC? How's he going to do? Mm. He'll be in the mix. He'll, He'll be, be in, in the mix, mix, but not quite ready yet, I don't think. I think he's looking for more of a solid season than a yeah. championship. He text, I was texting with him the other day, and he said, I got to win outdoors. I got to win outdoor races, is what he said. We were talking about some of his, his Supercross win record. So. Um, that'd be cool. I like Adam. I cheer for him. I we all do. Oh, he, he's, he's a, a good, good dude. So. Um, all right, Dark Side, anything else? No, man. Thanks, Tyler, for coming on the show last week. And, um, yeah, I guess now I can announce on Twitter that Kiefer will be on. I hadn't yeah. announced it yet because I want to make sure it was cool. Well, what did Kiefer say? Did you ask Kiefer? He was cool as long as you were cool. Oh. He was, uh, you didn't tell so. me that in the email. He didn't tell me anything. So, yeah. Dude, well, I don't care. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't told him, Kiefer. I told him I wanted to check with you because well, Marks. I know there's guys out there that steal your shit. Marks. So, steal your bits. Yo. Marks. Hey. Does Kiefer, can Kiefer do Dark Side Spot? Yes. There we go. All right. You got the, you <laughs> we got the ultimate official. endorsement. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay, Th- guys. Thanks, Darkseid. Thank you, man. Hey, you, man. Thank you, Darkseid. Hey. All right. So, can yep. I do Darkseid's pod? You did already, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. How was that? <laughs> I was on the game one. How'd it go? Oh, did you, really? Did you talk I about, came on after did you, you talk yeah. about uh, me? Did you say, like, oh, he's no. a great boss? He's oh, a yeah, terrific yeah, I boss. I said that for sure. No, about five times. Probably didn't. No, you didn't. Price went up. Yep. Motherfucker. Okay. Kiss ass. So. Adam and Tyler, I think now two years apart, right? A. A. Four? Maybe. Two. I don't know. Two? I don't know. I think they, it's like they, two they're, 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 they're 722 and 723 out on the track. Uh, number one in your heart. So I gave these guys a little <laughs> quiz earlier. I wanted to find out how well they knew each other. Now, I didn't know this would take 25 minutes to complete and a bunch <laughs> of like stipulations and, and everything else, but we got it done. And so I'm going to ask you, I'm going to figure out. Go who, Tyler first. Who wins, who, like, who wins this? Who knows each other better? What do we get? Marks will figure out the prize. <laughs> cool. Okay. So Adam, what did Tyler say was the one thing that you do better on a dirt bike than him? Now I said one thing and Adam and Tyler put two. Cover up that answer. He can't see from here, can he? Yeah, yeah. I can. I oh, really, he's, got, really, he's got like I have really good, good vision. Yeah, well, you got to hide that. I, I can't. I beat it. Bro. Okay. I would say Tyler said 
I'm smoother and more consistent on the track. Really? What do you think? Well, I was thinking all, more. I said one thing, and there's two. So okay. we're already off to a flying start. Okay. I was, I was saying more like. Well, of course you do. would say that's what you said. You're saying do it? Okay, so get over the front more. No. 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 Okay. He said skip whoops and start. Oh, I sh- I'm an idiot. <laughs> that's exactly what I do better than him on the track. And okay. he doesn't even know it. He knows. What did Tyler say? Again, Tyler put two things. But <laughs> okay. what did what is one thing that Tyler would say that he does better on a bike than you? <laughs> Don't uh, think about it. This <laughs> uh, he hangs it out more. Yes. 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 Hang it out, and I have better style. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I so, have terrible style. Okay. Boom. One What point. would Tyler have said uh, that is one thing that you complain about most? The gym. Nope. Waking up. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Damn it. What's the one thing that Tyler said annoys him? That, one thing that you do that annoys him? Complaining. Nope. <laughs> Your baby voice when you talk to Ash. <laughs> okay. Lipstick on your dipstick. What was? What would Tyler say? And again, I gotta get. I gotta get it together. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> No, you gotta have him do it. How does he do it? Do it. No, I can't do it. I can't do I it. I can't do it. Let's no, refuse he, to move on until he does it. <laughs> he won't do it right. I can't. I can't do it right. Okay. You know she's listening. Could she just call in? Uh, I don't know. Get her to call in, listen? and then you'll do it. She'll. She's probably listening. Okay. <laughs> what was the? What would Tyler say was the source? And he didn't answer this. Tyler, you didn't write yeah. the right thing. You didn't yeah, write I know. It. Well, I didn't okay. remember. What was the source of the biggest fight that he's had with that you two have had? What was the biggest fight you two have ever had? I really can't remember. I don't he know. He said basically he was being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Tyler wrote. <laughs> okay. What was what would Tyler say was your best finish in Supercross? 16th at St. Louis. <sighs> Again, Tyler put two answers. <laughs> well, I couldn't remember. That the, the point is you pick one, but <laughs> 17th or 13th. So you got St. It Louis, and it was 2015. Okay. I think, you know what? It was 17th. I think it was either 16 or 17. What's your favorite musical act? Artist, Drake. All right, you got that one. What is your favorite place to eat fast food at? Del Taco. Oh, he got that one too. Who's your biggest rival? Nick Schmidt. He got that. <laughs> what would be your dream job? It, r- racing Supercross and rapping? Soaking Poe. Fact, oh. A factory ride with Honda or JGR? Oh, man. That, that's, that's it, right? I mean, that was the perfect answer. Three right. 
No, bro, you got to give him that one because. No. I don't. Yes, you do. He I said, said factory supercross rider no, you didn't. and he rapper. Said racing supercross and rapping. No, I. He was very specific damn, about he, teams oh, and everything. Fuck, he was right, though. Do I stop this? Do I, I, I literally said. Do I keep this yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Ty, are you ready? Yeah, I'm okay, ready. Okay. So, what's the one thing that he would, Adam would say, that he does better on a bike than you? That he would do better than me? Yeah. Yeah. I just fucking kick it. <laughs> okay, go. Come on. Uh, Starts and smooth. No. Yeah, she hangs it out more. No. Addy, no, you just you just messed that up. Read I the did. top one. I did. Read the top one. What's the one thing your brother does better on a bike than you? What do you do better on a bike than Adam? I do better? Yes. Hanging out? Yes. Yep, I, off the back of the bike you also put, but that's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Same, same thing. Okay, sorry. All right, what's the one thing that you do better that he would say that you do better on a bike than him? Uh, I'm pretty sure you just asked that question, but yeah, I. What do I do better yeah. on the bike than him? Yeah. Skip whoops. What I said. More over the front and smoother. Oh, you said that earlier. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Let's just get to the next question. All right, Tyler. Mm-hmm. What does Adam complain about the most? Jim. <laughs> what? No. no. <laughs> You're messing this I am. way I'm messing, up. Cause, cause, because I'm messed up here. All right, so <laughs> what, do you, what do you complain You're about the, the most? You're the one who came what up you, with this. I know. What do you complain about the most? And what's my answer? Yeah, what would Adam say you complain about the most? Money? No. <laughs> it's him complaining. <laughs> you complain about him complaining. <laughs> it's true. Okay, what's the one thing that annoys Adam about you? What do you do that annoys Adam? Wake up early. You were up early this morning. Way more than him. But yeah. no. How long you take to shit in the morning? <laughs> that is what annoys. That is what annoys Adam. Oh, oh shit. shit. So this goes back. What do you think was the biggest source of your fight? Of your biggest fight? Like what 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 happened to cause the biggest fight? Me being in my MX for ATV. A half answer? Probably him beating me or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. What would he say was your best finish? What was your best finish? 21st. Where? Utah. Or? Washougal. Yep. He got that one spot behind me in Utah. And one spot in front of him at Washugo. At Washugo. <laughs> All right, what's your favorite uh, artist? What are you playing? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, jeez. Like, 
Who's your favorite for, artist? I was waiting for someone to notice. It was on. It was on the page next to the Jeopardy song. It's called the Duck Song. <laughs> so, I, so I clicked. All right, what's your favorite musical artist? Kid Cudi. Oh man. Uh, Eminem. No. I put oh. Eminem. Yeah, that's one of them. What's your favorite? What's your favorite fast food place? Taco Bell. How he got it right? How is one guy Del Taco, one guy's Taco Bell? <laughs> oh, you want to hear the story? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay. Oh, my God. It so, was Father's Day weekend. <laughs> Father's Day weekend. And we were in the middle of the ocean, and the swell was freaking huge, and my dad was taking us out to the islands. And there was what waves. What islands? The Channel Islands. Off of Santa Barbara Coast. Okay. Yep. And the waves were coming over the front of the bow, and the water was getting in the cabin. And How does this go back to Taco Bell or Del Taco? Just listen. Okay. The water's coming over the cabin, and I'm literally thinking we're going to die. So I'm like, and this was like four or five years ago. Uh huh. And I was like, <clears throat> I swear, Mother Nature, if you get us out of this, I'll never eat Taco Bell again. Haven't well, touched Taco why? Bell. But why? Because he yeah. thought he was going to die. Because I thought I was going to oh, die. Oh, Taco Bell's bad for so you. So I, okay. I made a deal with Mother Nature to say I'll never eat Taco Bell again. <laughs> because it meant so much to him. Yep. And, and sure enough, flat ocean. <laughs> right after I made the deal, bro, flat. Del Taco blows Taco Bell out of the water. Bad. What? Bad. Bad. <clears throat> Moving on. Next question. Okay. I only uh, get one day a week. What's your, so. Who's your biggest rival? <laughs> Eric Swan. <laughs> Damn it. I put that, too. Look at the scratch marks. <laughs> that Swan guy. <laughs> but if he said it was himself. I said it was me. Yeah. Either way. What's your dream job, Tyler? What would Adam say was your dream job? Or what is your dream job? See if Adam got it right. Being a professional supercross racer. And or? Uh, a fisherman. Yes. Yes, he got it right. Woo! One, two, three, four, five, six. He got six right about you. You got three. Complications. I win. I feel like this game, nobody's a winner here. I won, dude. I clearly won. Yeah, no, you did. No, no, I just mean. We it. should hear the baby voice. <laughs> let's let's not even go there. Let's just, just move stopped. on. Started to smile. Let's 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 cut that. Come yeah, on, please, please get please. the duck thing off. BTOsports.com, fly racing, NFAB Jeep and truck parts, race tech suspension, vortex racing, gear alloy, Roost MX. I didn't even give the Roost MX promo tonight. Uh, Lame. Tyler Entignat brought to you by RoostMX.com. Use the code Pulp, Pulp Nation. <laughs> Save twenty percent when you're checking out. A Ray and Heath Harrison. Yeah. They use Roost MX graphics on the Cycle Trader team. Custom stuff for you, pit shirts, graphics, wraps, anything like that. Uh, Roost MX got it. They got a whole line of Pulp MX as well on there. Please check them out. RoostMX.net. And uh, Alex Ray thinks that Yama Dog would be a good nickname on the back of his no. pants, and I'm trying to tell him it's not. It's no, terrible. I heard that last yeah, week, and that terrible. was horrible. Um, so thanks to the folks at Rooster Max. Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles. We've got the tear-off segment coming up. Michelin Star Cross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com. Works Connection. You guys use Works Connection? Yeah. Yeah, yeah bro. Love those me, guys bro? over there. You kidding me? Work? Yeah. Works Connection is the best there is. Best purchase and caps there is. Bro, I wouldn't have all my whole shots if I didn't have a Works Connection whole shot device. Yeah. Been using the same one since A1. Haven't changed it once. Works Connection. Get it now. All right. Um, <laughs> FMF, 
Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering, Two Under, the best men's underwear out there. Uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, for sponsoring the show, and uh, we really appreciate it. All right, so in studio here is uh, a guy, he listens to the show um, for, been a, for a long time, and uh, he's been sitting in here, and now he's uh, moved on in real life, but he used to be a mechanic. And in a roundabout way, Steve Edwards, how are you? Good, how are you? You're responsible for me where I am today. Yes, in, in a roundabout sort of way. So, in 1996, you were working for PJ1 Yamaha. Button, Keeney, Kalos. First, I was Chaparral. In 96. Yeah, 96. With Rookie. Our, my buddy Rookie. Yep. And so you started working at you, Truck and Trailer. A guy named Clint was involved, right? No, he took my job after oh, he I did? got fired okay. from, from so, Deacon. You, so, it was Brooks, team manager. It was everybody rode different bikes, right? A Honda, a Suzuki... Yamaha, Yamaha yep. Schnell, Brandis, Deegan. Brandis was halfway through the season, uh, Supercross, and he rode Suzuki. Okay. Brooks was on a Yamaha. Yeah. And Deegan was on a Honda. Chanel was on a Suzuki. Okay. And so you got the job how? Uh, Watson hooked it up uh, end of 95. Just okay. Somehow called, uh, got, in, got in contact with a friend of ours, friend Jason from TRE. Yeah, TRE, right. You yeah. sponsored this show. TRE yeah. was our one of our first sponsors. Great place. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing another, another, and got a got an interview and talked, and we hit it off and ended up working for him. And who'd you work for? For Deegan. You were for Deegan. Yeah. Before Deegan became Deegan. Yeah, exactly. Like just a nice kid trying to be a superstar, you know, trying to be a star he, in the sport. He was still a little out there. I mean, he had Moto Triple X had happened, and this yep. is which was '95, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so he was definitely a little wild. So you're so. in a truck and trailer, and Paggio is is working for PJ One. Yep, and he's working for was, Corey Keeney. Was okay, and was uh, Cog was Cog was Buttons guy. Yeah. So you guys all go to Chad Watts' place, and how weird is that that he called in tonight? Very weird. I didn't put it together till the commercial that you. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, so you go to Chad Watts' place in '96. Yep. Two week break, right? Yep. Um, well, pro circuits there. Races, yeah. Pro circuits there. PJ1 is there, Chaparral is there, 96. You guys are all hanging out. It's a beautiful farm. So I was there the next year. Yeah, unbelievable. Grass, green grass, tracks, shops, everything. It was a great place to build bikes and work. Yep. So you guys, at some point, all of you mechanics, get on the race bikes and race. We're just riding around making tracks yeah. on, on Watts' property, parents' property, uh, just making tracks, just having fun, goofing yeah. off. Yeah, in between, just, you know, yeah, exactly. Great times. Right. Um, at everybody rides everybody else's bikes. Not everybody. Okay. But Corey Keeney ends up getting on Brooks's bike that Rookie was working for. Okay. And rides it, and they're both supposedly built by Varner and FMF at the time. Yep. And Corey rides Brooks's bike and goes, oh, my God, this thing's way faster than mine. Ends up calling Varner and says, I want what Brooks's has. And that's what just It goes back to Brooks. Brooks is like, why did Keeney ride my bike? And he fires you. Fires both of us when we get back into you California. You and Rookie. Yep. And, but he did set it up. Cog was getting fired from Button. And he's like, hey, But Cog but. was not getting fired for riding the bikes. It just wasn't working out. Yeah. yeah. For, I don't right. even remember that exactly what happened right, right. with that. Um, so then uh, Brooks hooked it up and said, hey, Button needs a mechanic. <laughs> a done deal. So, so you're fired. Get out of here. But I got you a job. Yeah. So it's weird. I mean, I don't really have any hard feelings against Brooks because he did get that job. I think it was more of a Dave Dameron thing. Just 
disappointed in the results from the riders. Yeah, and, but why blame the guys all riding their bikes? And like, first just, of all, douchebag move by Keeney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shocking. I have my yeah. own douchebag Corey Keeney stories. Exactly. But anyways. Very shocking. Okay. So. So go to work for him for Glen Helen. Yeah, National, so you work for Buttons. Yeah. Cogs out. Brooks says, hey, Buttons looking for a guy. Yeah. So 96, you work for? For Button. Yeah. And just for Glen Helen. Yeah. And I'd been, you know, you're traveling, you're privateer, you're traveling with each other. You got to see how these guys were paying for things with their own credit card, yeah. gas, and yeah. trucks breaking down, trailers breaking down. So I your worked, dream of like being a factory mechanic was kind of like you were like, this uh, is... This is a little more than I want to do. Right. Um, so Glen Helen, it's 400 degrees. Yeah. Black shirt. It's we we're out of water. We did. It was just a, a nightmare. And I know what buttons, Pat, bikes, you, bu- buttons bikes stay together though. No problem. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. he got six overall. Yeah. Um, I don't even think I got paid by Button either for that whole for that race. Again, <laughs> mind blown. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I see him. And I haven't no, brought I it know, up. No, I know, but yeah, yeah just. Um, but I kind of saw. I'm the still lot. waiting for my summer cross bonus from Ferry. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, saw the writing on the wall and was like, you know what? I do not want to do paying out of my pocket to pay to get this team to the next. Now race you just had met Paggio out of the blue, like kind of like. Well, hey, just hi. throughout the yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout the whole oh, year, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. Supergrass right, season, right, and we right. traveled together and stuff. And he was who he took was your really job cool. at Chaparral? Uh, I thought that was that guy Clint. Oh, maybe it was Clint. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, so after Glen Helen, you bail. Yeah, I'm done. And then so Paggio starts working for Button. Yep. They need a guy for Keeney now. Gary Groth was the owner of the team who used to promote all these races in North Dakota and South Dakota. I'm looking for a being mechanic because my buddy Shane Drew is working for Kyle Lewis. And I go up to this Gary guy and go, hey, I want to be a mechanic. Like, I don't, I, first of all, I'm a loser in Canada. Nothing's going on. I don't have any, you know, got laid off from this welding apprentice job I was doing. And, uh. He's like, I don't know, I don't, uh, you know, I don't know how good you are as a mechanic. I'm like, look, I'll work for free for like two weeks, and if I work out, keep paying me, and if not, whatever. And he's like, okay, work for Corey Keeney. Like he knew me enough to work for Corey Keeney, and I started working, and that was my my first job was was High Point in '96, the race after you. Great, right? yeah, that's it. So you deciding that you were smart because, by the way, that team was a shit show. Yeah, it was. I was getting paid 300 bucks a week. We were sleeping in hotel lobbies. Paggio was putting everything on his car because I had no car. I had no money. I was nothing. I was a deadbeat. We were taking Gene Newmack around with us in the trailer. So, basically, you deciding, like, I want a real life got me the job. Yep. That's exactly and what it I is. And I started an 11-year mechanicing career, and now I'm here. Yeah. So, don't hate me so, for that. So, <laughs> Barsha, call up Steve Edwards. He's why I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Or anybody that Blame hates it on me. me. Or anybody that hates me. It, it, you left. Yep. Um, and so you, then like me, come from Canada, you were from so, you're from SoCal. SoCal, a thousand And you're like, hey, like what? Like it wasn't that big of a deal for yeah. you? And for me, from Canada, I was like, this is all I want to do in my life. I don't give a shit. Like I'm not getting, I'm getting paid $300 a week. I got to eat out of that. And we, we're sleeping in the truck and That's trailer. It. We're good. It yeah. doesn't matter to me. Like I'm yeah. like, this is awesome. Yeah, I I liked being home. I, right. Uh, it was nice. I mean, and, yeah. I, and I had a good job when I came back, and it was it was fine. Yeah, was, I made the right. But decision. it's like cool for you to have that part in your oh, life yeah. that you were like. And I you know. I did uh, ninety eight. I helped. Uh, I did Kyle did a couple supercrosses. Kyle Lewis did work for him here, race here and there when he was so, in Japan and stuff. So how long have you known Watson for? Uh, since ninety four, three. Crummy. 
Don't know Crumb. No, okay, so he wasn't working for Crumb then? No. When, he, what he, was just he, come doing? In, he would just what come into TRE all the time. What was just, he doing when you met him? Just hanging out at the racer's edge. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) What was And Watson was like, I want to be a mechanic too? Uh, I think he was already a mechanic, but he was just hanging out there. Funny thing, though. um, Did he have pink hair then or no? And all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He had weird hair all the time. Yeah. Um, 99, he was working for Phil for Motor Triple X. Yeah. And I was doing. I was working for Ferry, yeah. I was doing all his motors and stuff. Oh, that was. I I think it was 2000. Oh, uh, was it 99? I think it was 99. Okay. The only reason I know is because I would tell him I had a 99 ARM 250 yeah. also. Uh-huh. So I'd be like, oh, this is shot. This is this. Hints and clutches. Get a new one. Get yeah. it. And I would just put it right into my bike. Oh, sweet. So, every so you've been friends with Kenny Clint. for that long? Yeah. Now, long hell yeah. now, okay, we, we know him on the show. He's been a co-host for three years and, you know, everything else. And he's a good friend of mine. I always say this is about Kenny. And you've known him longer than I have because I met him in 96 when I started that. Yeah. He was Triple X. No, Triple X 97. So 96, he was working for Sheik. Yep. Um, is there a more unique human being? In the- <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> he, can, he can be really the greatest guy, yep. and then the next day he won't even talk to you. Yes. Doesn't even know him. Right, right. So, you but, look at him, and you're like, what's up, Kenny? And he'll just walk right by you. Yeah, he does like, that all the time. We just hung out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> now he's going. He barely says hi to me to Supercross or right now, and then the next day he'll call me, hey, bud, hey, how's it going? He'll be like, you didn't even say hi to me. Right. So. Yes, this is Kenny. <laughs> but I don't he's hold a, a person. No, he does it with everybody. He's so. a mystery wrapped in a riddle. Yeah, right. He's a good dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's how you started listening to the show, because kind of Kenny was co-hosting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're like, yeah, I, got it. I know yep. Kenny. Exactly. There you so, go. Great Steve show. Edwards, the reason I am a mechanic. Wow. Yep. The reason I was a mechanic. Ironic. And, dude, yeah. that team just got worse after, like, in case you were wondering. Oh, I hit it. I heard it dead. In case you were like, wondering. I didn't make the last two because I was no, I had no rider. There were nobody left. Uh, I got fired from Keeney, and then I start working for Kalos, and then he got hurt, and I didn't make the last two that year. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. We had Chaparral. Um, for Ricky a and I, better, right? It yeah. was a little better. We definitely had our difficult. We went through five drivers in the first six <laughs> races. I mean, five guys got fired. They couldn't handle it. Wow. I mean, just Damn. smashing over stuff. I mean. Brakes going out, trailers wow. breaking, and Brooks blowing. and Brooks was hard. I, I mean, I worked for Brooks at Chaparral. Then it all circles back to yeah. And Brooks fired me at the end of '99. Yeah, you know, he was good. He was cool. I yeah. mean, overall, I yeah. mean, no hard feelings really. So I was supposed to work. Start, started working for Ferry '99. No lean. We got picked up by Chaparral for the outdoors. It was going great. It was Lampson and Ferry, and then Ferry got to keep the ride in 2000. And I was all set to be Ferry's mechanic in 2000 at Chaparral. Everything was going great. And then uh, I should have got I should have gotten tipped off by this. I got all the titanium to build my bike, and I was sorting it, and I was starting to build a frame and foot pegs, and starting to build my race bike. Mm-hmm. And the other mechanics comes to me one day. He's like, "Hey, can I get that titanium back?" And I'm like, "Why?" He's like, uh, "I gotta like sort it." And I'm like, Ooh. "Okay." And I'm like, "Okay, here's all the tie back." And then he's like, "Hey, uh, give me your cases." And I'm like, "But I'm building the bike." And he's like, oh, "I gotta do some of the cases." Like okay, and then the next day I got fired. He like gave me everything to build the bike, and then Jerry Campbell he took it all back. Oh. And I, the story I got was that Dave Damron, who is a very frugal man, super frugal. Dave Damron said, "Look, hey guys, we can keep this goofball Canadian to work for Ferry, or I know you all want raises. Brooks, Big B, who's the Cowie truck driver to this day, mm-hmm. Jerry Campbell, who's around somewhere. So I." We can either keep this Canadian here, or I will take his salary, which is probably thirty grand. It probably wasn't anything. Yeah. I'll take. We'll take his salary and divide it up, and you all get raises. 
And those three dudes threw me overboard. Man. To get the race. Peace out, Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> to get the race. Hey, price went up. Sorry. So, <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Uh, same thing. I mean, the same thing happened with us. Uh, Damn. Well, when I got fired, I found out at Hangtown, some guy was just milling around the truck. No one's saying anything. I'm like, who's this guy? And, and Dean Gibson's like, hey, man, I heard you're getting fired. This guy's taking your job. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> So I confronted Brooks, yet, and I'm like, hey, am down. I getting fired? Yeah, at the race, Saturday before. It used to be Saturday and Sunday. And he goes, I don't know yet. I'm like, oh, great. Can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah, sweet. So, um, and another. <laughs> hey, hey, come to Hangtown. You're going to replace the guy. And then he's like, hey, Steve, can you shadow this? Shadow the show this guy what's up. Pretty much that's exactly, exactly <laughs> wow. what happened. So. Wow. But and then Brooks, so again, I talked to Larry. I should probably shouldn't even talk to him. At the end <laughs> Stop with the mic, fool. Sorry. At the end of <laughs> oh at the end of oh one, I'm working for KTM. I'm not happy there. I'm working for Kelly Smith. Um Brooks comes to me and goes, Hey, I really feel shitty about what happened in ninety nine with, mm-hmm. with Chaparral and all that, but we, you know, we had to throw you overboard for races. <laughs> okay. I feel really shitty. I wanna hire you as my mechanic. On Chaparral, back. I want to hire you back. Yeah. I'm like, who am I working for? He's like, Ryan Hughes. I mean, McGrath and Ryan Hughes in 02. Ooh. I'm like, sweet. I'm yeah. in. So I'm working and working, and, and I'm like, Larry, like, what? These guys want to know what's going on at KTM. Am I good? Larry's like, you're good. You're good. Tell those guys to go pound sand. I'm like, okay. And I didn't like anybody there anyways, or I was getting like kind of angry with Harry Nolte, the guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, KTM. And Heben came in to be the manager. I'm like flipping the middle bird. Later, bitches. <laughs> going to Chaparral. Like, screw you and your no links bike. No link yeah. bikes. Yeah. And so Larry's like, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. So I tell KTM that. That weekend, Steel City, Rhino KOs himself oh. on the factory Honda four-stroke. Four yeah. KOs himself. Has to retire. Like, Knocks himself out again. Oh. I'm like, Larry, we got a problem. Larry's like, nope, I'm going to hire Nick Way. And you're going to work for Nick Way. And I'm like, okay, sweet, good. Larry, when am I starting? Larry, when am I starting? Larry, when am I starting? A month later, after telling KTM to, to pound sand, Larry goes, there's no job. Team sponsor cutback. Sorry, bro, I feel really bad. How do you even talk to the guy anymore? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I go, wow. Cool, man. Thanks. I wasn't a happy at KTM anyways, but so that's how Nick Way and I came together because Nick was now screwed because he was supposed to work for Chaparral or ride for Chaparral. Yeah. I'm like, hey, your ride fell down. My job fell down. Let's, what are you doing? Triple X came up and we start, I worked for Nick at Triple X. There you go. But oh. that's two Larry Brooks stories. Oh man. But I'm like, wow, man. Damn. But I, you know, I had another, I had another cool story. Uh, end of 02. No. And then, and then after the Chaparral f- firing, I'm looking for a job. The manager at D Marini Suzuki. Do you remember them? You probably don't remember yeah, them. But no. D Marini Suzuki, Evans, Ryan Clark, um, I don't know. Guy tells me, I worked for him at FMF Honda. I worked with him at FMF Honda. He's the manager now. I'm in Canada. I have no jobs, nothing. I'm calling everybody. Hey, Brooke screwed me. I need a job. Hey, hey I need a job. Yeah, yeah. This guy says to me, yep. You can work for D Marini Suzuki. You're hired. Come on down. This guy's named Dave. Come on down. You're in Canada. I'm like, when do I start? Soon as you get here. Fuck. <laughs> Throw everything in my Aerostar. Drive. Aerostar. Shaped yep. like, uh-huh. like a rocket. Uh, 
Drive down to California. Uh huh. Thirty-six hours. I get to California. I arranged to stay with my buddy Kiwi in, in uh, Costa Mesa. I got a place to stay, kind of by the race shop. I don't know where the race shop is, though. Yeah. I get down to California. I am call. Keep in mind, this is four days earlier. Okay, the guy's like, come down. I get down to California. Dave will not answer his phone. I'm like, Dave, it's Mathis. I'm here. Give me a shop address. No answer. No answer. The guy will not answer his phone. I never get a hold of him. Ever? Probably like two months down the road when I'm already got another job. And well, he's you, like... You see him at the, the races or something? Then? Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up, Dave? I'm in Cali. <laughs> Bro, dude, like, I had you a job and then the owner... And I'm just like, you don't tell someone to drive 36 hours. No. No. And say, come down to the shop and make them... And don't then be such a pussy... Wow. You don't answer the phone. Wow. That is a That's not pussy even funny. No. Dude, I was stressed cuz I had no money yeah. cuz I'm a bum and I'm taking you all just my took si- this long shot to come down to California and have a job and this dude doesn't answer dude. the phone. And then I'm so I'm like, okay, spending money in Cali and like no job and like do I go back to Canada? No, I want to keep being a mechanic. Thankfully Alan Brown came in. He was starting KTM factory team and I and I got a job at K- KTM factory. So mm-hmm. this was before that. But that's kind of like what, yeah. You, and you, you know, you dealt with it. I, like that's how it was. Paul yeah. Lindsay was working for Planet Honda, and he was like, "Hey, I'll let you know at some year. I don't even know what fucking year this was. Ninety seven, ninety eight, whatever." Paul Lindsay's like, "I will let you know Friday whether you have a job or not," and then just nothing, like nothing. And I'm like, "Paul, you motherfucker!" Yeah. <laughs> yes or no? Yeah. What's up with these guys? It's no, not even bro, having a it's ball. Yeah, the I never had to deal with that. I mean. It's the way it was. That's, that sucks. FMF Honda's like, hey, Mathis, uh, I'm, I'm going on and on. Maybe I should. Yeah, it's 1042. We got we to get around. But. <laughs> FMF Honda's like, hey, Mathis, uh, uh, come on down and work for us. This is after Birdwell. Birdwell broke his toe. And uh, then they said, hey, you're hired. So I start working at FMF Honda. I'm like, hey, I got nowhere to live. They're like, uh. You can stay at this house we have. We have a house in Long Beach. Where everybody kind of stays there. South Africans and everybody else that was working that support truck. I get to this house. These guys go, there's no room for you here. I'm like, huh? And there wasn't. There was 20 guys in this house. Holy crap. I have nowhere to stay. I have no money. I have no house. No nothing. I'm like, well, fuck it. I go to the race shop. I buy an air mattress. I, I sleep on an air mattress in the race shop with like rats scurrying around. Never saw one, but you could hear them. And uh, and then I shower at the gym, and I live at the race shop for like three months. Oh, there you go. Same come true. You're on the road a lot of the time, though, because we had the same thing. Rookie and I stayed at this weird house that Chaparral owned. This guy that lived there was like the caretaker. He was a nudist, and he was walking around <laughs> naked like a 55-year-old man. And, you know, at the time, you're 25 going, dude, what's what the, the yeah. yeah, like, what are it's you a nudist. doing? Yeah, but you were only there, you know, yeah. a week at a time, and then yeah. you're gone for two yeah. or three months. Well, so cool, man. And you know what? I, I've met you. I, so I met you years ago at some point. We, you know, you talked yeah. about Watson, and you've you've just been a listener of the show. It's cool, yep. man. You've always been. Every time I Big see you, you're like, man, yeah, love this, sh- like love this show or that interview or whatever. So glad you could come by and thanks for out. having me. Yeah, great times. Yeah, don't tell everybody how janky it is in the it's studio. It's awesome. So very don't, cool. Don't tell anybody about the bass that's laying around or <laughs> I love dogs, poop snacks or anything else. So Steve Edwards, everybody, you're wondering why I'm here. There you go. The Same. guy, the man, yeah, the legend. Hey, and you know, Keeney fired guy, me because right? I didn't paint his, paint frame. his frame. Yeah, yeah, yep. 
He was a weird dude. I wanted nothing to do with him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You were just like. Yeah. I I, I didn't have to, but yeah, yeah. he was just he was always hanging around, and after the, especially after he rode Brooks's bike, and then ratballed you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same with the rookie. Screwed rookie too. And rookie was a super great guy. Yeah, and rookie still went, is. Rookie went to go work at Pro Circuit, right? Welding pipes in? Uh, I think so. I and think then, he had, like he had no mechanic job for a little while. There, yeah, yeah, but then he went all the way with you know with Chad. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, okay. I got it. Yeah, he won. <laughs> got it. F you, dude. So, anyways, <laughs> thank you for coming by, Steve, and, and hang out me. and everything else. So there you go, everybody. Steve Edwards. That's why I'm here. There you go. Boom. Took, took, took the job at PJ One. That's cause, pretty cool. Because Steve Edwards said, "Fuck this." That's pretty cool. To that's uh, a pretty gnarly story. What Steve? if I had said, "Fuck this"? Then you probably would have put some guy on that could be talking shit about some other racers. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't really expect you to go there. I didn't really expect you to go there. All but. the way, but. Hey, what do we do? We're, we're running late. Do we skip a segment? What do we What do? we do, Producer? Your show, bro. Skip voicemails like you always do. I feel like there's some good ones in there. By the way, though, if I you like left the voicemail, if you left a voicemail about the Chad Reed Dungey thing, you're not getting it played. It's over. <laughs> I know you hate Chad. You want him to die. <laughs> a couple weeks late, dude. Yeah, we've discussed there some, that. There's some gnarly ones. Oh yeah, and we discussed it enough. We're good. All right, X Brown goggle tear off. Let's do it. It's the X Brand tear off segment. 15-second fire. X-Brand Goggles. Fast Freddy Norn, Kyle Chisholm, Ricky Brabeck, Brock Tickle. They wear X-Brand, and they dominate the races. If you wear X-Brand, you won't win. You will win. EKSBrand.com. <laughs> Use code PULPSHOW17 to save money. The best goggle around. Ask Darkside. He knows. Uh, it's great goggle. Great guy. Rich Taylor. You know Rich, too. That's your area of town, Steve. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Ooh. You guys know him? No. Yeah, met him. Met him a few I, times I don't know in Spokane. Yeah. Spokane? Yeah. yeah. Um, he runs Spokane, I heard. Oh, really? Yeah, runs, runs around naked? Or? He's, no, he, runs that. He's, he's the, the nudist. king up there? He's, he's the nudist with, with Edwards. <laughs> um, rapid fire question submitted by Corey Moser. Marks will read these. You got 30 seconds, bros. To answer? Pew, 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 pew. Steve. Yep. If the 250 class points rule didn't change, what injury or ailment in air quotes, would Marty have come down with? Groin. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known in his, as his balls. No, you pull a groin. Happens all the time in hockey. <laughs> Adam, have you, have you painted your A-star boots to bling them out like the fly sectors? No, not. It. Yeah, no. They've just given me so many different colorways, I don't know what to do with myself. Did you hear Reed left? What? Reed left A star. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Any meal today? Oh. Huh. Um, this the painting of the sectors was <laughs> next level. It's like a two week discussion on our show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it was sick though. Right. If yeah. you haven't seen them, you need to. Max has them on his. Yeah, he has them posted <laughs> in his like office, like yeah, a trophy. I was right. just there a week yeah. ago. Yeah. I like, mean, they're mm-hmm. custom. They're like pretty much Troy Lee style. Yeah. I mean, easy on amazing. That. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Next question. Tyler, if Adam gets a national number, will you take over the seven deuce deuce? <gasps> I didn't Ooh. even think about that. I didn't think I, about I'm either. pretty sure AMA will keep it reserved for Adam. <laughs> but, you know, rules change all the time, so probably. <laughs> that would be sick. Steve, does Tomac dominate the outdoors or 
does he struggle the first few rounds with bike setup? No. No, because he'll go, no, yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Yeah. So. yeah, just give him the, the There play. is no crown! Just give him the play. All right. Deuce, deuce. Yo. When did Tyler start matching your speed? Whoa. Um, probably when I was, like, 14 and he was 11. Now, Tyler's the better outdoor guy. For sure. Hands I was soupy. smoking Adam when the I only, was like 18. The only reason I even have a career is because of Supercross. Straight up. I don't know yeah. what it was, but I, I was terrible at outdoor. I almost lapped him at a race up in Oldfield one time. Yep. But Not you don't want to do any nationals? You just can't afford it, right? You just, just can't afford that's it. That's it, right? Yeah. 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 Outdoors is just not – you can't make enough money doing it. Right. All right. Tyler, are you and <laughs> Oh God, here we go. Are Wait, you wasn't it my turn? No, no, no. my turn. No, no. Well, don't skip me, bro. Well, he can't even get this out. This one could be bad. Are you and Adam Eskimo brothers? <laughs> What's an Eskimo, bro? Bro, pretty much means did we is oh, with the same chick. Uh, with the same chick. We haven't yet. Nope. And Addie's wife. Yeah, what do you mean? That shit ain't happening. Yeah, Addie's wife does. You're dirty, dude. I, I don't. Oh, I thought Eskimo brothers like just you porked each other. No, bro. I I don't know. I'm from Canada, but I, apparently I, I should I know about know Eskimos. Either. But I yeah. But I guess Addie knows a little bit more. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Steve, did you submit an expense report to MXA for your coverage of the Salt Lake Supercross? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not. Should you? M- the guys on Vital were calling me names. They're saying it's unprofessional. What do you think yeah. about that? What? About the guys on Vital. Oh, fucking lighten up. Like, seriously, like, big deal. It's not like, you know, yeah. I it, was it was just a joke. It was funny. It was the first was. time they were credible for a while. Right, thank you. They're such idiots. And then, hey, the rule changes, okay? We all talk about it. And MXA puts out a story about how Marty pointed out of the class. Fuck, like, just Perfect. The, the height of being stupid morons. And they 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 reach it every time. They never disappoint. Ever. Steve, Steve, I swear, I just I love that you just say what's on your mind. And bro, I love it. I have a lot of facts to back me up that motocross action people are morons. Like, <laughs> like it's pretty obvious. Seriously, it's oh, not like geez. a edgy opinion, Marks. Right? I mean, it's not like an edgy opinion. From what I've seen, no, no. Okay. Adam, out of all the riders Teddy Parks has helped over the years, who is his favorite? Oh, good question. Teddy Parks Jr. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got that's a technicality. <laughs> yeah. Um Is he still racing or is he hurt? Just hurt? Or? I don't I honestly think quit? that as Teddy Parks Ted Parks doesn't really like any rider. I think he likes his his beautiful setup. And he just wants to help. I don't think he has a particular person. He, he likes holding that flag in opening ceremonies. He, he He's loves like it. a father. He loves us equally. Yeah, he, he definitely doesn't pick sides. He just loves helping everybody. I don't know if he loves everybody, but he loves who's, helping who's everybody. Who's the guy you would kick off the island? To go feed to the sharks or what? Yeah, feed to the sharks. Who would you kick off the island? No comment. I don't know, bro. Hmm. Lame. 
These guys cannot get enough of your drops. Like they can they it is like Dude, the drops are lit, dude. I feel like the drop game has been pretty good. It yeah. has. The drop game's on fire. I mean, it's like you're finishing they're, my sentence. They're, they're fine, but they didn't like honestly, someone should time the stoppage of the show for them laughing at the drops. Oh, really? It's 15 okay. minutes behind. I bet you it's okay. 15 minutes behind. Just go, just go then. Go. They, Next they question. Can't, they can't carry on. Next question. Uh, Tyler, last one. What do you need to improve on to become a consistent main event guy? Starts. Oh, my God. They suck. Oh, shit. <coughs> what? Whoop out his ass every day. <laughs> That'll work. All right. X Brown Goggins is the choice of champions ever. We're like Fast Freddie Norn and Kyle Chisholm and Brock Tickle and many others. Ricky Brabeck. X Brown Goggles. If you were X Brand, you won't win. Listen to me. Alright. <laughs> um at Pulpamex Show on Twitter, brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether it's a UTV, whether it's a quad, whether it's a dirt bike, whatever it is, BTOSports.com is, as you covered, leading industry leader for uh, parts and accessories. If you put Pulpamex code in the uh, in the line, they will take it off. If you call them and mention Pulpamex Show, they will give you a hell of a discount on anything that BTOSports.com has. Whether it's FMF, whether it's Atlas Neck Brace, whether it's W, EK Chains, Guts Racing, the Get Data stuff, anything. BTOSports.com has got it. We thank them for their long-time support on the show. TRE before that. If and you want it, they got it. Support Tyler and Ticknap. Boom. Great guys, BTO. Oh, wonderful guys. Love them over there. Chris Whedon? Yep. Top shelf. Yeah, top shelf. Great dude. And Taylor, too. And Taylor, too. Mm-hmm. All the guys answering the phones, top notch. Top notch. I don't want to talk so about these, it. So these questions are submitted to at Pulp MX Show. Mark's over there picks the best ones. Let's keep it short. And uh, wait, there's one I do want you to ask, but I'll get to that. All right, go ahead. We interrupt this broadcast oh, bring yeah. you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. This one is from Justin Vieira. He says, I'm definitely a fan of the bear. But when is oh, the size a disadvantage racing Supercross? Disadvantage riding a 250. Didn't specify. My bad. Um, How much of a disadvantage is he at? Well, is he any bigger than he was two years ago when he was poding every single race and winning one or two? No. Plessinger? I mean, the starts thing I get, but bro, starts are starts, man. Uh, Pastrana? Got great starts on a big bike, on a, on a big body on a small bike. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. So Christian can. Craig last it. year had He's the start style, though, for sure. Dude, not he ain't tall. that much heavier. Not He's only taller, tiny. But... He's tiny, bro. I bet you he's not that much heavier. He's a string bean. <laughs> string bean. Hey, by the way, uh, the collective experience, right? Yep. You can yep. go on the collectiveexperience.com or something, and um, um and the, you, the you collective can spend some money and hang out with either one of you. Yeah, yeah. that that is absolutely awesome. Uh, we definitely wanted to plug them tonight. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't be able to sign up for some of my flights and some of my entry fees. It's actually a pretty cool program. Um, go to the Collective EX on Instagram. Um, that's their Instagram handle. Go there, check it out. Um, you can do it any weekend. We have New York and Las Vegas left. You can you check get to out. literally hang out with us all day from the start of the day. You get behind the scenes passes, and uh, I've been hooking up the guys. Whoever uh, whoever comes out with jerseys at the end of the night, you get a bunch of free stuff, and literally you get to hang out with us all day, talk strategy, go behind the pits, look at the video. I mean, you get an absolute behind the scenes 
look at um, you know the privateer life and and just our life at the races. So it's a it's a really cool experience and it helps us out because. Um, All right, that's enough of blog. All right, you're good. Okay. All right. There we go. Just do it, go people. And pick a privateer. You, just can, go. you can hang out with A Ray. You can hang you out can with, hang you out can with, hang with me. Cade Clawson. Pilot. The Seven Deuce Trace. Bonjour. Je m'appelle Cade Clawson. <laughs> seven Deuce Trace. Seven Deuce Deuce. It's sick and it helps us out a bunch. Next. This one's from Tyson. Who does Ken want to win the title, if anybody? Or does he care? ET or RD? Ken Rocks? Yes. Oh, I don't know. He doesn't care. He wants him to I win, I don't think bro. he cares. Yeah, these yeah. dudes do not care. They're just bitter and angry. Yeah. Ken Rocks. 11 yes. surgeries. <sighs> Listen, you guys know him well. Is he yeah. going to be the same guy? Dude. I just heard some fact today that like people... Can with you this... stop with the mic? Sorry. It's like, it's just right there. Go. I heard people with this injury um, struggle you like using utensils after they fully heal up and Stop everything. Stop it. I swear. It's all on Instagram. Let's put it this way. Mark my words. Oh, yeah? Mark my words right now. If there is a man on this planet that can come back from this injury. It's Ken Roxon. It's Ken Roxon. That Period. dude's from Germany. Dude. They got some serious science over there. I don't think. I mean, that's, that seems Germany. fact also. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you understand. Kids from Germany. Yeah, but I don't think you understand how gnarly Kenny oh, is. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Like, if there's one person in the whole entire world that can come back from this industry or this inju- injury and, and be number one again, it's Ken Roxon, period. Yeah, enough said. No. I think you don't see Ken Roxon uh, for two years. He just asked if he's, if he's at A1. Two years. No? Yeah, no, I said no. Yeah, yeah no, no it, two years he, minimum. He doesn't come back till I think the soonest you see Ken Roxon is next year outdoor. Really? Soonest. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I didn't think that. Okay. Uh, from Motoscoop, Tyler and Adam, who pulled more chicks growing up? Definitely not me. Yeah? Probably me. Yeah. But we, I got... I got wiped up early. I got a girlfriend. We were both kind of wiped up early. Yeah, but we weren't he, players. He was always pulling more chicks than me. I was just some chubby fat kid, dude. All right. Patrick says, any insider info on the aluminum frame RM250? The dirt bike. Like, were you going to ask this one? Yeah, I had both of those. Oh, you did? I had a couple. For reals? Yeah, I really did. That's, that's not okay. That's not a Suzuki bike. That's just a like a hybrid thing they built. So just... Fucking calm down, everybody. There's no Suzuki 250 stroke coming down the wire. There back, is a new Suzuki bike coming out next year, isn't there? 450, yeah. Yeah. Looks yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. All right, next question. Jorge wants to know, do you think Pastrana has made more <clears throat> or comparable money to Carmichael Stu and Villapoto during his career? No. No way. You think more or less? Less. Bro. From all the Nitro Circus and bro. Subaru driving he and everything? Own, he's like a part owner of that. No, bro. He's paying to ride the Subaru thing, I guarantee you. Pastrana, I'm saying, has more money than no. all those guys. No way. You don't think? No. No. What? No. Even with his no. MTV show? No. That, those, those don't pay shit. I think it'd be closer than you think. No. Yeah. I think so. No. I think, I think we need to get him on the line. I think you're tripping, Steve. RC's probably got... $30 million in the bank. If you think Pastrana's got Dude, that, he you're just crazy. had a divorce. Okay, bro. but whatever. Before the divorce. I mean, yeah, right. But Cut in half. He probably 15. Had a, no, he probably had a prenup. But, well, anyways. I know a guy that's close to him that said it might be somewhere around there. Who? Pastrana? Yeah, that's dumb, though. The net worth of Forbes thing and all that's stupid. What's the net worth of Pastrana? 30. 
It ain't. It ain't. Okay, Steve. Move okay. Next question. Just Google doesn't lie. Bro, please you guys tell don't... me why you're always hating. <laughs> Kyle wants to know. He's who... got a lot of money, but RC and James got more. Okay, next. Kyle wants to know whose ride from the back was more impressive, Caroli or Tomac? Tomac. Tomac. We already covered that. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for paying attention over there. It's not like I was Great busy work. over here at all or anything. Great work. Uh, who you got in a Barsha Mookie brawl? Mookie. Mookie, Mookie. bro. Kidding me? Any day of the week. You surprised how many people think that Barsha would have anything for that. This guy, Brad Ross. Steve, how did Adam get a manjimup gig and not you? It's fucking bullshit for sure. Adam, <laughs> you're going to Manjimup Australia to go ride the soundtrack. Yeah, bro. Can't wait. It's going to be sick. How come everybody keeps saying, Mathis, you're coming. The guy says you're coming. A guy called me one time and said, you know, would you come? I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then never got back to me. What about me? No. I'll, t- I'll talk to him for you, bro. I got his number. I'll, no. I'll call him for you. First of all, I'm fucking good in the sand. <laughs> I, I'm fucking good in the sand. Pookie, a, Pookie would probably be proud if you went. I'm a sand master. Really? Mm. Oh, yeah. I grew up in What, a, like hurling style? Close. Close? Yes. I was good in the sand. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. Grew up with it. I can tell. I ride a CR500 in the sand like no one's business. I can tell by the look in your eye that you're dead oh, ass yeah. serious. No, you think those Manitoba plaques won themselves? <laughs> Hell no, I don't. All right. Good luck in Australia. When is that? June 4th. All right. Tune in, everybody. So bitter. I don't know get going. This one's from Keel McStovepipe. Do you guys have a diet training program? And what is it? Um, I, have, I have none. If you're asking me. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no, no diet training program, Steve? You're not, you're not on the Pookie Nation diet? Just answer the question, okay? Okay, go. Go, Ty. This is definitely for you. <laughs> Um, I've been on a few things just, uh, on the road and stuff. I've been keeping track of my weight and stuff on a scale. And then I've been just keeping a lot of regulations on the sugar and kind of the added sugar. I've been doing a few weeks on and off of not at no added sugar whatsoever. So just keeping it vegetables, um, just raw stuff. There you go. People are saying that this Pulp of Mech show with the Adam, with the Antignat brothers is like an all time greatest. People are saying oh, that. That's pretty cool. Have you I ever got that before? I don't. I, I don't agree. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's all time greatest. I until you listen to like Lasergate. That was like that was one of the all time greatest. But um, I'm saying it's you're gonna laugh if you're listening to the show. That's just how that's going. But back to the diet question. Um, I just stay. I try to stay away from carbs as much as I can, and uh, and cheese. But I have been loving. Really, really whack. Yeah, it's really, really whack. But uh, I've been uh, loving vanilla lattes in the morning. I think that's honestly helped out just the caffeine intake. <laughs> Seriously, like I, I get less hungry in the morning from drinking lattes. I don't know what it is. Okay. But there you go. Addy loves his caffeine. Sorry about the mic. You, I'm sorry about you're, the mic. Don't. You're, you'll be turned don't. off here soon if Please you don't, don't quit the fucking Next mic. question. <laughs> All right. Alex Lewis wants to know, who's your early pick for the 125 Dream Race? Uh, who's racing? Who's in it? Yeah, who knows? Carson Brown. Is, yeah, uh, is that's Surratt who won Washougal? racing? Yep. Yeah. That's who won yep. Washougal? Yep. No, Surratt's going to be in the big bike class, bro. No, he's racing Canada. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he definitely Canada. won't be there. Yeah. Uh, who's going to be more disappointed losing the title? Eli making the points and not winning, or Dungey losing all the points? Dungey, bro. Dungey, bro. Yeah. That's all. BTOsports.com. Please, use Pulp, Pulp Mexico to save with those guys. Great guys. 
Uh, that's the tweet at Travis segment at btosports.com. Uh, all right. Uh, voicemail 702-586-757. Call anytime. Leave a voicemail. We had uh, voicemail box full because we had an off week. So, again, not talking to you guys about Chad Reed and Ryan Dungey anymore. Not going to talk to you. Don't don't care. <laughs> just just don't even dude. We don't even fuck. Pick we up beat the it to the ground. Don't even just don't you know. Just don't even fucking pick up the phone. Yeah, we're leaving it in the dust. Yeah. All right. Here's the best of the best. That was. Steve, it's Mick calling from Canada, and I insist you play this on the air. Okay. Uh, as far as the next big guy in the 450 class, I'd say uh, in a couple of years, uh, like two three years, as he matures, uh, Austin Forkner, and then. Um, a little bit further out, timeline-wise, 10 to 15 years from now, maybe uh, Martin Davos. Have a good <laughs> evening. <laughs> that was pretty all right, funny. All right. Hey, all right, in regards to the dude on the plane, I'm listening to your podcast. This is Tuesday. Steve, you are 100% correct. And yes. Here's why. The United We're guy. only seeing from one point in time on, and that's when the juicy stuff happens. And that's why people are victims of the news when they come to form an opinion. They don't see the whole story. The news and everyone wants to play the juicy part. Here's how it gets to that point to answer JT's question. That guy was asked by the airline to get off. No, he's not getting off. I'm not getting off. No. Okay? So they go to a higher authority. The law. Hey, get off. No, I'm not getting off. No, you are getting off, and you can come on your own will, or we're going to move you. The minute you let the people in the airplane start to determine what the law is, Mm -hmm. you lose control. And because we live in an era where everyone responds to purely emotion, no one sees the letter of the law anymore, they want to be politically correct, we're losing that control. So here you have a guy sitting there. He's been asked several times, I'm sure, to get off, and he refuses. Those cops knew there were eyeballs watching. They knew there were phones recording. And they did everything right. And when the guy said no, and they said, we're going to move you, they followed through. And the guy went into a two-year-old. This jerk-off is going to get millions of dollars from being a pussy and not getting off the plane when asked. What happened? Never Bro, mind. Just, Never mind. Yeah. yeah we, we, can't I, get, we can't get into it. But, I get what you're saying. But, but next voicemail. Diaper crapping spaz and began okay. to fight back. Um, here's the In law enforcement. Um, this guy, so he agrees with me, and I like this guy and everything else, and then he says something. I think about Reed the next thing, because I didn't cut, and he makes, a, he makes a bad point, and I'm like, shit. Damn it. Yeah. So just fast forward a little bit over this guy. But I'm with this guy. Yep. Cool. Great guy. That guy's going to get a couple million dollars for being just a jerk off and hold off a plane. I know. It's crazy. They probably asked him five times, get off the plane. Yeah. Then he defends so Chad hard. His career, he's hard in his heart. Place and yeah. His it's hard to uh, hard to agree with a guy and then make us on the just a fucked up point. Uh, Comment about King last week, and after I listened to the second podcast and read his Ask Ping article this week, he gave me my respect back and made me laugh a lot more. And uh, I don't know. I guess I overreacted, but uh, mm-hmm. Ping, I love you still, man. I, sorry. There you go, Ping. This guy called last week and said Ping sucks. He's terrible. I don't know, but so what a bummer. But yeah. now he's showing the love. Yep. Yep. Moving on. What's up, fools? 
this is a message for that homeboy that was asking about cleaning his engine cases last week and also for anybody that's a garage tuner and needs to clean up an older bike. Uh, found out that standard uh, toilet bowl cleaner works really good for cleaning up old haggard aluminum. It's acidic and kind of digs down in there and shines things up. Toilet bowl cleaner and a uh, scotch plate pad. Get in there. Get her done. Shine her up. Yep. Matt, this was wondering if you could try to maybe get uh, Jesse Nelson interview or something. I need to. I to see how that kid's doing. Yeah. I know he's paralyzed, but it'd be cool to get an interview with him. Yes. All right, thanks. Remind me. Mark that down. We got to get Jesse on the show. See what's up. Good dude. Great guy. Super good dude. Not this. Um, Atlas neck braces. I was wondering. I really want to try one. Um, however, I don't just want to go and spend the money in case I don't like it. Um, I was wondering if they had any like ride days or things like that or in the Southern California area. I know a lot of companies do that. Um, anyways, I'd, I'd like to try one. It, it's so, uh, hopefully they atlasbrace.com. Use the discount that's on the app, the code. If you don't like it, I will buy it back from you. How's that? I guarantee you'll like it. It's lightweight. It sits. You barely notice it. It's the best neck protector out there. Atlasbrace.com. I will buy this neck brace back from you. And that's why Steve's the shit. I hope. No, I will. I will. I will. If you buy it, you don't like it, but I want the brace. Does this go for like everybody? I'm just not going to pay you. Or just that guy? Just that guy. Okay. Just that guy. Good. Good call. Um. <laughs> so if you're this guy's on the fence, buy an atlasbrace.com. If you don't like it, I will buy it back from you, and then I will have the brace myself, and I will put it on a basset and run around. Whatever. Yeah. He- so. Heck yes. How are you going to know if it's that guy? The voice, bro. Uh, I I don't know. I think just the first guy then. The first guy that like wants his money back. Good call. Good I, call. I, I don't know, fucking know. Like, whatever. <laughs> the first you know? guy wants. <laughs> if you if you're one, if, yeah, yeah, right. That's perfect. Marks, that right? Is, yep. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay, it's your money. <laughs> but I need to I need to get the brace back, so I will not refund your money via PayPal or whatever until I get the brace in my hands and you say I don't like this brace. But I guarantee you, no one's going to do that because it's the best brace out there. And it can't be broken. Bam. Can't be. Hopefully they have them. Hey, Steve. Um, I was just listening to your podcast and the voicemails, and some kid called and asked about how he wanted to be a photographer for motocross and hopefully get on the, you know, the tracks one day. That's his dream and be able to take pictures at a supercross or maybe a motocross event. And how could he get the credentials? And like, you know, I know I understand you're not a parent or whatnot. And the advice you gave was pretty fucking bad, man. Sorry, no offense. But I, I was hoping you could play this because honestly, I, I could tell the kid how to actually, you know what, pursue his dream. And the advice you gave, like I said, no offense, was shitty and uh, pretty much, like, useless. But so if the kids listen, here's what you're going to Marks? Here's what you're going to want to do. Was it shitty? Do you remember? You said work for free. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I remember. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's pretty much how you do it, just, though. Just what you got to do. It's pretty shitty. You got a dude riding in the TPJ wants to get into it that way. Videos yeah. and photos, right? There yeah, he's working for the team. And he's getting paid very little? or Yeah. But he's not working. He's not getting paid to photograph. He's okay, working. there you go. Yeah. Freestyle photocross girl. Works for free. Did the whole thing. Now she's starting to get it. Now she works for a couple magazines. She's getting her feet in the door. Yeah. Boom. That's how you do it. I mean, there are so many photographers now out there. Like, it's good luck. Like, first of all, mm. Cudby's great. And yeah. So can you shoot better Brown than him? Brown dog and... 
You know, you can't shoot better than Cudby, so fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's great. There you go. So I'm just saying, like, be good at it, too. Yeah, you, you got to be like, good, and you got to have your own style. Right, sure. like, I don't know much about photography, but I hired a guy a few years ago to shoot for me, and I got his photos, and I'm like, I can't even use these. Yeah. Like, this guy was like, hey, my photos, and I'm like, I'm, I know yeah. nothing about photography, and these are garbage. Yeah. So, and, and I think that's why you got to start for free, though, is because you got to learn. Yeah, you you're not going you to be, you're good, not gonna but, be Cudby right out right, the box. But I think, I think a lot of people in, in, like forget that whether it's a mechanic like Steve and I did or whether it's photography or whether it's, um, you know, a graphic, like you got to be good. Yeah. Like sometimes you're just not good at something. And sorry about your luck. Yeah. Like the photographer guy that I, I got for me, like. He sucks balls, and so you're not going to make it as a photographer in the industry. I mean, that's that's not completely true. Let's not just Why? demoralize everybody. No, you can what? practice and get better, but okay. just realize that you suck. Okay, but work on it and get better. You can't yeah. just be shitty. No, but sometimes you're just not good. I'm not going to be good at. Fixing the space shuttle, no matter how much I practice. Okay, okay. Well, this is why I get so bitter at this, is because yeah. at Loretta Lynn's, yeah. I went 32, 31, 30. That was my Loretta. Legitimately. Oh, beat nine guys, eight guys. Legitimately. Like, legitimately. Right, right. Got lapped by, I think, Dino like four or five times. And now I race Supercross and make mains. No, yeah, you got better. And, you and, have, I no, mean, but there, I'm it's not like, impossible. No matter but how I get much what you're you saying. practice, you're not going to get better. Like, okay. <laughs> the there is some people out there. Listen, the jerk off in the corner over there, he writes code on websites. Uh-huh. Like, gnarly, right? I suppose. Oh, Ryan says not so Ryan's much. Ryan says so-so. But... Like, he's super talented at that. I'm never, I'm 42 years old. I will never be able to write this If somebody code. put $100,000 on your table and they said, see, Travis Marks, you have to get as good as him, I bet your ass. No, no, because I don't know the first thing about it. You would learn. <laughs> no. Somebody put a million bucks on the table and said, Steve, learn how to do this. And you're telling me you'd be like, nope, can't do it. Just don't have the talent. I think I wouldn't be able to. I would try. Would I? Could I? Uh, it's hard to say. It seems some, some people some people can learn. Yes, there are some. <laughs> it's, that wasn't saying that he can't. But there are certain people I have yeah. seen that tried to learn to program and they just they can't grasp it. Their, okay. their heads just don't. People work that can't way. learn how to be a good photographer. I'm too you know, There are certain people that probably won't. They, right. won't, they won't ever have the eye for yeah, it so, to be able to be you know, good at it. Move on and and be a garbage man. People, yeah, but you like, got to try to make sure you of suck course, at it first. Of course, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> Adam got good and great for him, but sometimes it just isn't going to work out. You, yeah, but you know? sometimes it will. Okay, but so you try. You're too, <laughs> see, see, you're just talking. We're just, I'm just too positive. I'm just a positive guy. Steve, you're just a realist. But I think if you just say, ah, reach for the stars, kids, you can do anything. Like, like, yeah. No, fuck, hell, sometimes you just hey, suck balls. Like, no, <laughs> hell no, Steve. Fuck that. Tell all the kids, don't do shit. Just be a garbage man. The world needs garbage man, and it's a good union job. Oh, my God. Yeah, I am ashamed I know you now I about it. You, why you don't have kids. That was harsh. That's Pookie's <laughs> fault, not my fault. No, you try. You you, do, and you, you know what the best part you about chase this? chase the dream. You know what the best part about this is, what? Steve? There's a note on your door, 
every time you leave this house, it says garbage. So every time you walk out of this house, that's my wife. You're garbage. I'm, I'm garbage. Garbage. That's what you think when you walk out of Matthew's house. All, all you guys, everybody well, in here, listen, garbage. Marks, walk out the door. Oh, Mathis, you guys are garbage. You pipe and smoke it. Marks sides with me. No matter, he said code. Some people can't grasp it. And so I Marx understand is, is saying that. I understand. And that's all okay. I'm saying is some people can't be good photographers no matter how hard they try or okay. write code or whatever. You're right. You know, that's You're right all. to a certain point. But, like, I, I don't, like, the whole thing about, like, oh, I've been on the circuit and I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to, I want to be a photographer. Okay, okay. Okay, great job. You know what? You want to be a photographer. Okay, hold on. Great hold on. job. But your stuff sucks. And I'm not, you're not going to make a living from this. That's all. Okay. Let's, let's make a point for yep. all of our listeners. Yep. When do you decide you suck? How uh, long do uh, you yeah, try? Yeah. Good point. How long do you try? I don't know. Let's, Whatever. let's yeah. make a, let's well, make a date. How long do you try until you quit? I mean, okay. I think if you're on the circuit trying to break in as a photographer and you're going to the races, you're paying out of your own pocket mm-hmm. and you're networking and you're meeting jerkies and, and giving them free work and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should give yourself a year, right? One year. Mm. No, I'm saying you get two or three, two, no, you're going to spend super th- cross seasons. You're going to spend all that money. No, no, no. Okay. Two seasons. And if you don't get paid, you quit. And you don't okay. have any connections. Sure. Like, so okay, a, a, sure. a Supercross season yeah. and a Motocross season or a Supercross season and a Supercross season. I mean, Marks. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to give it a go. And if you don't see improvement after – you have to see some kind of improvement. And if you're just not seeing that. Yeah. But, yeah, like I, I, think, I, just, that, I, think, I, I think they're right. you got to give it a little bit of time. Living in the world of snowflakes where everybody's special and everybody's awesome isn't for me. Okay. I feel Two like seasons. if you have something to give as a photographer – yeah. And you're doing supercross and outdoor. You're going to get no, some kind listen, of yeah. connection yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, along the way. Maybe, but you got to be good. Not, yeah, not, you not, do. Not, not, not cut me level. No, you just do. Good. Yeah, you just got to be good. good. And or, I think if you go two if you seasons. A, if you want to do a podcast, no problem. Be good at it. Be interesting. Yeah. That's all. Two seasons. If you don't get paid for your pictures, yeah. quit. Okay want to do if you live in southern california that's fantastic it'll make it a lot easier um all the offices like trans world motocross action racer x i want to quit these voicemails and they all have uh, you know, mailing like a good one offices. in here somewhere you can start mailing your stuff into them basically what i'm trying to say is a greasy wheel get Th- this guy this guy's saying this guy's saying go to racer x in southern california office and just there is no office for racer x but go ahead yep keep searching yep all right you'll get the Greeks, as they say. So if you live in SoCal, go to their offices, bug them. I know it's usually like, there's no way he's going to play this because they don't bro me. want to go and stalk out the Don Maeda at Transworld, uh, the police state offices of Transworld or Motocross Action and Jody Weasel or Weisel, rather. And uh, But that's what you have to do. Send them in. Bug them. Send your photos in. Ask to uh, talk to somebody. Uh, go to the offices themselves. See if you can get an appointment to see somebody there. You know, someone who works with the uh, photography, like uh, for Racer X, it's a web guy, I guess. Um, or if worse comes to worse, man, try to go to one of the local races that's going on SoCal. They're always out there. Just try to get the, get your work in front of the eyes of them. Tell them you'll work for free. That was actually some good advice that, hey, buddy, how you doing? That was actually some good advice that, um, that uh, Steve did give is that, you know, work for free. That's uh, one way you get yeah. your foot in the door. If you tell them you're going to work for free, 
you could uh, get a possibility or opportunity to get a credential if your work and your portfolio have that you actually show yeah, them as uh, good. You know, the par. That's what I said. They may say, okay, yeah, sure, you know, come to uh, one of the local races or come to Jody Weisel or whatever it can say, come to one of the REM events they have down at Glen Helen, shoot some photos for that, and maybe, you know, maybe see what kind of stuff you've got. I mean, there are a lot of people out there trying to be photographers, especially in the motor industry. It's not a lot of people that a lot of photographers need it. But like I'm trying to say, kid, is basically you'd have to, you know, make a noise. You're going to have to work at it. You're gonna... Yeah, I just got over it. I got over it. I got over it, so. I just finished listening to your podcast with Phil Nicoletti, and it's always good to hear him get on him and troll and just give you shit but it was actually pretty cool to hear him get to tell his background story coming up like through 1110 and his privateer nah, we're, we're done we're done we're done this guy goes on and on about the first time he remembers phil's at muddy creek when phil ate shit <laughs> and then and then sat on the side of the track to the medic came <laughs> that's that's how he remembers phil nicoletti back in the jgr yeah 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 harsh yeah phil's good though yeah he is yeah. Phil's good people love his sarcasm yeah he's good um all right God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these guys. Oh, man. Hey, I'm Steve, thanks apart. for coming in. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, good stories. Thank you. Thanks for the job at, B- at PJ1 Yamaha. No problem. And thank you, Larry Brooks, for firing both of us. Yep. Yep. Ryan, thanks for, the, thanks for coming in and hanging out again. Uh, Davey Millsaps, Weston Pike, Mookie Stewart, <laughs> JT, favorite guest tonight, boys? Awesome. I don't know. I thought all three of the boys were pretty good. Yeah, I thought everyone was pretty good. Moki, I think they all have their own thing going on. Honestly, my favorite guest was probably my guy over here. You don't know his name? Yeah, I do. What is it? Damn it. <laughs> Mike. I just said it a minute, 30 seconds Dude, ago. Dude, I'm terrible with names. Was it Steve? Yeah. Damn, oh, it was shit. Steve Edwards. No, Steve really was my favorite guest because I was interested in how you got going. I didn't really know your story. Yeah, that was cool. I got a lot more if you guys want to keep going. I got No, I was more hour. interested on how you guys. Yeah, uh, I was more interested. I don't him. know him. Oh, thanks. I don't know him other than when and I And you're met ripping him. on me because I forgot Steve, Steve? No, no. I knew his name was Steve, obviously, but I didn't know Steve until he, like, came to me and said, hey, I listen to the Pulp Show. I'm Fred Watson, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I worked at PJ. I'm like, I didn't know any of that. I was not yeah. even around. And you guys were, like, interconnected, yes. but not. Yeah. Right. Gnarly. And, too, I love the Larry Brooks stuff. Real shit. Yeah. Brooks, bro. <laughs> Come on. Tell KTM you're good. Yeah. Tell Come KTM you're good. Hey, KTM, I'm good. Fuck off. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, uh. You're out of your mind, dude. Uh, Marks, which ending that, brother, was better than that? Don't do Seven that deuce trace, bro. Don't which one was better? Me. Which one did you laugh at more? Which one did you think, ah, that's my favorite one? It's like a beetle. I don't know if... Have you Switzerland? No. No, you can't. You just played the Waffle Waffle. <laughs> I was about to play it on myself. Yeah. Adam. Yes! I kind of already knew that. It, I mean, it's almost just because he was like, he was like, like way more out there. When he said Tomac has magic tires and magic suspension, and then he's a monster coming to eat you yeah. out on the track. I feel like if we started the show over right now, I'd wanna- be. A hundred times better. Do you want to do that? Yeah. yeah. Start right over? Yeah. Just right I think into it's, it. I almost think it's good, though. You Can we got... call Millsaps at like... <laughs> call Millsaps. Call Millsaps. Get him on the so. phone. Sorry, Tyler. Oh. Waffle, 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 waffle. Okay. Okay. Who is your favorite? Antic Nap, brother. No, Tyler. Yeah, that's what I thought. Absolutely. 
Stephen, man. Awesome. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, all that is great. Uh, next week, we have uh, Chris Kiefer coming back in. Oh. He didn't answer the Gear Ally cold call. I texted, his, That's right. I texted him, and his you wife, should, you should wife call said he was sleeping. Loretta Lynn's call. prep. Sleeping. sleeping. Loretta Lynn's prep. <laughs> he lives in the high desert. You can't do that, dude. I don't know what That's that has what, to do with sleeping. Yeah, but. yeah you like that? Dude, you, you wouldn't understand. You haven't lived there. Oh, okay. I still don't understand. And, uh, you don't sleep in the high days, bro. Because you're a meth head? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> As always, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to you people. Uh, thanks to our guests. Thanks to uh, Ryan and Steve for coming in. Marks, thank you. Appreciate Good work tonight. Thank you. The app fix is coming. The big fix. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, and, but we have a prepping gates fix, so go on prepping the app. Gates prepping fixed. gates fix is, is there. I have a so. way to to send out updates a little more. Did you get any responses from the jerkies about the testing on the Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of emails. Oh, good. Okay. Um, I had to redo that because we had to switch accounts from mine oh. to the okay. main one. So, right. um, and be, be, uh, good. be good. And uh, awesome. Thanks, Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Boom. Pookie snacks. Oh, you guys are snacks. flying out in the morning. Hey, yep. Pookie snacks. Pookie snacks on lock. Yeah, you guys are freaking me out right now. Freak <laughs> nation. Hey, Pookie snacks. Yeah, just by like we're gonna F meet you, me dude. Like, yeah. F, F you, dude. dude. Pookie snacks. F you, dude. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Thanks everybody for listening. Really appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Later. I had two things on my mind: winning races and smashing pussy. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.